Hey guys, brand new podcast. I apologize. I know it is late Wednesday, and I like to post these uh, Tuesday evenings so they're available for Wednesday download, but uh, the weekend has gotten away from me. The week has gotten away from me. I was in Orlando this weekend, flew Sunday morning up to New York for Skanks Fest, and uh, oh baby, <laughs> oh man, it has been... Um, a very eventful uh, few days. I said to my wife, you know, maybe I'll just stay a day and do press and go home. I should have done that. I should have done that because right now I'm getting texts from Nate Bargatze and Big J about our night this night tonight, doing the bonfire tonight. I'm going in to do Nick DiPaolo's show. I'm so excited. I'm By the way, I'm a huge Nick DiPaolo fan, and I've never met him. I'm so fucking excited to do his show. I'm just trying to stay sober enough to do it. Uh been doing Jim and Sam every morning. Sam and I went and saw a screening of a movie that I can't talk about because I found out later. But it's been a great, great, great trip. I am blessed uh, to have uh, these people as friends. I was talking to Ron Bennington about it. I was with Ron and Gail and Chris on uh, on Ron's show. And, uh, and I'm very blessed to know the funniest human beings in the world. I'm very, very, very blessed to have a podcast where I can sit and talk with them for three hours and then share it with you guys. Um, I'm blessed. I'm so blessed. That's all I can say. I'm very grateful right now because all I've been doing is laughing my fucking dick off. Last night I was with Sal from Impractical Jokers. I'll be doing his cruise. If you want to have a good time, you. I'm shocked there's still tickets available for that cruise. Um, Sal, me, Big J, Nate Bargatze, Joe DeRosa, and Adam Devine. Adam, uh, if, I'm sure, is the one most famous of all of us, but he is uh, from Pitch Perfect. He's a big actor, workaholics. I love workaholics. Just so cool. We're staying, by the way, across the street from each other in Soho, and I texted him. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, hey, come hang out. We're at the stand. He was like, sure. And he came in and hang out, and we judged a roast battle. Kimberly Congdon murdered. Zach uh, D'Amico murdered. Everyone. It was. It's just so, oh, yeah, so I tried to post Mickey Gall this morning. I, I did, and it didn't work. I apologize. It is my fault. I fucking suck, okay? Um, what happened is I had apparently moved Mickey Gall's uh, into my computer thinking this will post and didn't realize that I had we had hit pause at one part, part in the podcast, and so I had just half of the interview. I have an hour, and we did like a three-hour podcast. So... I, I I'll post that next week. That one will be coming out next week. Mickey, I am I. If anyone can reach out to Mickey, or I'll text him. I texted him this morning saying I was posting it, and then it didn't happen. But Mickey, uh, I sincerely apologize that I've been holding on to this podcast. Everyone always asks why can't you just post it? Well, because I have friends also in comedy who are using my podcast to promote their things. Um, Mark Norman. Came on my podcast. He had a special on Comedy Central. Uh, uh, Steve Byrne had a special come out. I, everyone's had specials come out. Uh, Moshe and not Natasha have a tour they wanted to promote. And so it obviously, just like a evergreen great podcast, can sit in a can and wait until it comes out. So, um, so Mickey didn't have anything urgent to promote, so I've been waiting on it. So Mickey's coming out next week and today is 
John Reap. Uh, I guess I sh- I'm not doing this read perfect. John Reap, if you don't know, is winner of last. I'll tell that at the end. Let's do tour dates real quick. Uh, I'm worried about this fucking Australian tour. I'm fucking. If this is how I behave when I'm left to my own devices, I'm fucking screwed. I need someone to go to Australia with me. I need that to happen. So I'm going to kind of keep an. I want my wife to go. Columbus Funny Bone, July 7th and 8th. Of course, I'll be in Omaha this Friday, calling sick to work show. Uh, Cherokee Casino, Saturday. The, both those are sold out. That's a brag right there. That is a legit brag. On July 11th, first we feast. Sean Evans and I did these hangover cures. We just ended up getting drunk. Oh, shit. I did Jesus and Miro. Fucking shout out to the Bodega Boys. Oh, fuck. That was fun as fuck. Uh, it was one of my favorite things. It, it, you know, Obviously, you know I'm a fan of shit first, and that's how I find the stuff I want to do. Man, I want more people on Jesus and Miro. I'm trying to get Tommy Buns on, but I think, uh, I don't know. It was a great, great time. So thank you to Jesus and Miro for having me on and being as cool as you were. Um, and I'm going to try to get them on the podcast. So hit them up. Tell them when they come to L.A. They got to do the Burtcast. Come out to the Man Cave. They are funny as fuck. Uh, so that's out. You can go see that. Uh, Pittsburgh Improv, July 20th through 22nd. Cleveland at Hilarities, the 27th through 29th. By the way, Mark Normand is in Cleveland, I think, in a couple weeks. So check out hilarities go see mark he is fucking phenomenally funny i did radio with him this morning and he fucking had me floored houston improv brea improv stand up live big j oakson just texted me i'm going to the bonfire right now um and uh singapore on the 9th of september perth the 11th of september sydney the 13th melbourne the 14th sydney the 16th brisbane the 18th DC Improv, and that, I mean, fuck it, we'll do the whole goddamn year, Comic Strick Edmonton, I'm doing a college, I guess, (laughs) Chicago, Impractical Jokers Cruise in November for my birthday, Uh, all right, let's start the podcast, today's guest is John Reap, John Reap won last comic standing five, I'm guessing, six, maybe seven, John Reap is the guy from those Hemi commercials. Hey, that thing got a Hemi. You remember him? Yup. We talk about that on the podcast. We talk about Lost Comic Standing, and we get drunk as fuck. So it's fitting that in this debaucherous New York weekend that I've crammed into a week, I'm getting a text from Nate Bargatze and Big J right now about partying tonight, and I'm nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> My only thing that would have made this better is Doug Stanhope. By the way, people are getting added to the Impractical Jokers cruise. I'm not going to say names, you know, but it will be all your favorite comics on that fucking cruise. And don't think, if I'm not only doing that cruise, that one day I can do a cruise. I'm so excited about this fucking cruise. Sal is so fucking hilarious. i got to get him on the podcast. Today's podcast uh, is with John Reap. John Reap. Uh, was in those Hemi commercials. He, I've already said this, I think. Uh, he is, um, he won Last Comic Standing. He is a great com- comic who I've known for a very long time. And we live right around the corner. And we come over and we get fucked up. We get, I think I definitely said all this already. I'm going to go down to the bar at the Soho Grand. Ooh, I shouldn't tell you, say where I'm staying. Guys, I'm staying at the Soho Grand. So, <laughs> I'm too lazy to edit it out. So, uh. 
So we do uh, – it's uh, like we literally took two piss breaks. That's how long great this podcast is. And we get hammered and we talk shit. And listen, if we talk shit about anybody and it comes off salty or, or messy – now I'm really adopting Jesus and Miro's language. Uh, don't share it with anybody. Just keep it to your fucking self. Holy shit. Like it's gossip. Fuck yeah. I love you with all my heart. I really mean that. Today's podcast, ladies and gentlemen, John Reap. This is the All right, now we're cooking. I've been in this place. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I I was I moved in. I I had done. Well, I could figure it out. I was probably thirty, probably thirty-eight. Ten years. Ten years. No, less than ten. Less, less than ten. 10. Definitely less than ten. All right, talk again. My check. Yeah, you're John perfect. Repair. Yes. Um, yeah, less than 10 years. <clears throat> Leanne just started a podcast, so all the levels are all fucked because she's like, I like to ride the levels. I'm like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, you've never, like, yeah, she likes to listen ride to them. And, yeah, like, like she's really producing. That's inside talk. Um, <laughs> no, the the Barry one was really high. Did you, were you ever represented by Barry? No, I, uh, well, I did last comic standing. I'm so dying to talk there. to you about that. Yeah, I'm yeah. dying to talk well, to you about whatever that. Whatever you want to do, buddy. I am so like. I am yours. I, one of the things I think that fascinates me most. Are we in, rolling right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're rolling. Good, good, good. Um, one of the things that fascinates me the most in this business yeah. is uh, Nick Thune told me about this thing called his Red Jacket uh, show. Okay. It's like, the, it's the show that changes your life. Okay. It's like the oh. show that you do where. Oh. Where all of a sudden, people know your name. A career-changing moment. Career-changing moment. Yeah. Gotcha. And I remember hanging out with you in the back of the improv. <laughs> and uh, Here in L.A.? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. In the back of the improv. This is probably 13 uh, years ago, maybe. Yeah. It was a long time ago. And it was bef- and then I'd see you at auditions, like, like commercial auditions. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I knew you through that. I remember, I think, me, you, and Dove tested for this uh this Apple commercial a long, long time ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember Dove had the line Dove of the... Dove Davidoff? Yeah, Dove Davidoff. <laughs> he had the line of the night. I pour heavy. And that, you're going to run out of that, uh, so we got Tito's here. Got I got more time. Tito's. Um, but Dove Davidoff had the line of the day. Someone's yeah. like... Dove's like, yeah, this is my fifth time reading for this. And they're like, what? And they're like, where did you first read? And he's like, New York. And they're like, oh, wow. They're like, wait, how long have they been casting this? And Dove goes, seven years. And everyone <laughs>, laughed hysterically, including me. I was like, oh, what a lie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, I love Dove. But, yeah, Nick Thune has that. Uh, the red jacket moment, you're yeah. saying. And yeah. And then. Where it's like, for this, me, yeah. this is a, things are different now. Yeah, and I guess I have two. I have one where I got discovered by Will Smith's company. And yeah. they got a d- deal, and I was working the door. What year was that? 19... 19- 99 here in la no in new york new york i was doing stand-up at the boston comedy club handing out those flyers yeah you know it's it's basically pete it's it's the pete holmes right but b- what's it crashing story uh, yeah i think it's crash except i wasn't i wasn't gay no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking pete i'm joking He's pete. totally gay no, uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah so um so you did that and then but then but the, the, no, but the, there the, no his company, the company did, did but the, yeah. but my real moment was uh, an ICM showcase. Yeah. And uh, and Kathy Griffin, oddly enough, was hosting. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, she, and I Bizarre. had... I followed Earthquake. <laughs> oh, no. And it, but, it was, but I had a joke. I, no one wanted, everyone tough. was scrambling. No one wanted to follow Earthquake. Yeah, no. In my head, I was like, I, I was like, this is win-win. I've been doing stand-up for a year and six months at the time. With, I did a roast with uh, Earthquake. 
and I'm very proud of this joke. I called him Mudslide. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to follow that guy. But yeah, everyone have to follow. He's very, <clears throat> very energetic, very black, very like, very like loud. owns a room. Yeah, yeah, yeah he fucking just takes dis- over. His name's Earthquake. <laughs> yeah. Right, man. Also, Paul, when we had to drive by, we had to throw the bullets. Like, just, <laughs> right. But uh, but so everyone was scrambling. No one wanted to follow him. Nick Swartz and left. He left totally. He was like, "I'm not doing the <laughs> showcase," and he just left. And oh, I went, "That's hilarious." And I remember being like, "Why would he do that?" And then my other manager was like, "Nick's very strategic about his career. Like he doesn't just go up any time." Right. And I was like, "Really?" He's like, "It's he interesting. wants to, It's really interesting. That's I smart. Just, I just did everything. I never yeah. said no to thing. Right, right. And then I, I had a joke where my name was Bert. Uh, 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 Bert, Bert, Bert. It was my joke. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't want to hear my name during sex. And then I go, shh. And I, I always say, uh, call me Quate or call me Lavernius or I'd say a black dude's name. Okay. And I just went, shh, call me Earthquake. <laughs> and the place exploded. Kathy Griffin was like, was like, you just had a dream set. Oh. And she was like, get out of the building. And so Where I, was it again? At the Laugh Factory. The Laugh Factory. And I walked off to the left, and Barry Katz shuffled me out. He said, don't speak to anyone. Get in a car. Don't take any phone calls. Wow. And shuffled me out the alley into a car and put me in a car and left. And I got me out of there. And I was like, wow. What? I was like. Was I, he already representing you? Or? He was representing me. Yeah. And uh, Andy Cohen was my agent. Andy said the same thing. And he's like, don't speak to a person. <laughs> and dudes were jumping over them. No lie. Like, Bert, 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 Bert. I have yeah. a script I want you to read. And I was like. Wow. I got in the car. I called my, my buddy Miles Mosley. called me just randomly yeah. in, from Atlanta. And I was like, I think my life just changed. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. But 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 you had it. I mean, I, I, I'm curious. That's I, I love that. That's awesome. So from there, that was Will Smith's company. Yeah, but 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 I had it differently. Like it, I then got TV shows, and then I kind of just floundered, and you just you know, and then and then and then you. I think you get seven opportunities to succeed in this business. Okay, yeah. I think you get seven breaks, seven yeah. big breaks. I think, I think. I hope I'm on like five. I'm on. I'm on. <laughs> Maybe I'm on, four or five. I think I'm on I four know. or five. <laughs> I, I, I definitely feel like I'm it my last. What you define as I'm a holding, break? I'm holding on to my last two. <laughs> I know there's one that I've got in my pocket. And I'm like, I don't yeah. want to waste it yet. Yeah, it's like nine lives, but for comic, we get seven bricks. Yeah, seven bricks. Yeah, but but was last comic standing? Was that your first? A uh, big big one, right? Uh, it goes. Uh, there's levels, right? So from North Carolina, came out here in 2000. I've been here 17 years. Um, but the first real big one was the Dodge Hemi commercial. Did you start? Did you? In terms were, of uh, television. It's so funny. I didn't know you did that. I thought those coincided. I thought Last Comic Standing and the Hemi ones. Nope. It looks that way, though. Yeah. It lo- you don't it's... know. Yeah. It all runs together. Uh, so I've been doing stand-up uh, like as my only uh, source of income since 1998. Quit my job in 98. What were you doing? I was working at a TV station. Yep. Really? I was working at PBS in North Carolina. Uh, boring. Is, it was like UNC TV. We did boring shows like uh, Legislative Weekend Review, Snooze Fests. But uh, the good part was I learned a little bit about the TV business, you know, behind the scenes. You know, were you like uh, just like a PA? I was like, yeah. a, like a teleprompter guy holding a boom mic. You know, actually I was the assistant director for one show, but then – I was also doing stand-up at night, and that's what I really wanted to do. But, like, you know, I didn't think it was going to turn into a career. I was just trying to get laid. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how girls will see me. If I get up there and they laugh. Dude, you it, was, know? it was such a simple equation back then. Yeah. Like, I remember I remember doing it in New York. But I remember, I remember guys that 
cashed in on that. They were like, this is how I'm going to get pussy. <laughs> and then that's all they focused on. Well, that's they, how anything gets invented by dudes. Yeah. And and the, all, it's, a, it's a motivation for all things. Yeah. And, I was, <laughs> and, and then some of those guys mortgaged their careers to get laid. Yeah. And didn't write new stuff. They right. Just, they go, this is all I need. Yeah. I'm still getting laid off this hour from 10 years ago. And then you find someone like Mark Norman <laughs> who's getting so much pussy. I know he's got a girlfriend, but like <laughs> notoriously, but he's still writing good jokes. You're like, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, so, so. You started in, in, started in North, North Carolina? Carolina at Charlie Goodnight's Comedy Club. I've always Raleigh. wanted to do Charlie Goodnight's. You've never been there? No. You would love it. You would kill there. Really? I'll be killing anyway, but that room is a cakewalk. It is, you will destroy. Really? It's it's one of my favorite rooms, not just because I started there. Like, my favorite is that one, uh, Zany's in Nashville. Zany's in Nashville is and so fucking good. I love good. that one. And Denver Comedy Works downtown. I just did, uh, I, I'd always wanted to get in there, and I guess I'd. I'd always done the Denver Improv, mm-hmm. and then I wanted to yeah. go to the other one, and I, I don't sure. think I don't think she had an open <laughs> week, so she like threw me a Sunday. Okay, and so I'm doing a Sunday. You're going there. I'm going to doing the Sunday. Like someone comedy left. works. Yeah, comedy works in eight. And, and uh, that'll be your first time there. Yeah. Well, oh, dude, you're gonna love it. In uh, August 27th and now 28th, I think nice. we're we sold out Sunday, so we're doing Monday too. Oh, dude. Yeah. You, you're going to love it. It's it's underground. It's like you go downstairs. Oh, Attell recorded Skanks for the Memories there. It's the best album ever. It's yeah. the best comedy album ever written. And I I would hear that and I would imagine what that room looked like. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Um, and, 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 and Raleigh's a little bit like that. It's not underground, but it's just yeah. the audiences are just – everyone's in a good mood. It's like San Diego. Yeah. You know, everyone's just happy. So um, I started there. And then uh, when I, I got here in uh, 2000, so uh, the first big thing I did was probably uh, the, the Dodge Hemi commercials. I moved that here. That was fucking huge. I got um, I got invited to the Just for Last Festival in 99, 2000. I was the year after Dane Cook got that. Uh, no, uh, no, a dude named Chicken. Do you know this dude? Michael Roof killed himself. Yep. Dude, yeah. I want to do a documentary on that motherfucker. Oh, that's dude. He just he used to destroy. He used to destroy, but with but with it's also kind of weird. Very minimal material. Yeah, he's very fucked up. This is what it looks like when you dodge a pitch. <laughs> he go up there and wash. I remember him washing his hair on stage, and 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 and, and that's all he did. I uh, it was killing. I watched. I'm like, what, what is he? How's he doing this? He had a really good friend. They were on. They, they he that was. I think he was a writer on hype. You remember hype? Yeah. I think he was either a writer or an actor on hype, but. He they shot a, uh, a a short of of Michael of Chicken yeah. as Wonder Woman, <laughs> okay. who didn't know I, that it was a man. I okay. don't know what the short was. Right, All I right. know is that cocaine was involved. <laughs> okay, and when they showed it to me, or one one of the, I don't know if Michael Roof or, or Chicken was there. Yeah. When the guy that made it showed it to me, he's like, just smiling. He goes, that's real cocaine. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I, mean, I, I believe it. I, I'll take it. <laughs> but, uh, but, you did a good Bobby Knight impression. I remember that going like, that's pretty damn good. That's an interesting imp- Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that guy's uh, just storming around the stage. Yeah, he's just pissed. Yeah. Uh, but so um, I, I went to Montreal after Chicken got that huge development deal. Like, what, half a million dollars? So for, and then he was for those, for those people that. that don't know, that it, he is the he is technically the person that ruined the development. Yes. That, I mean, that is like, that is common knowledge. Yes. That across the board. Right. By the way, that was the same year I got my deal with Barry uh, with Will Smith. Oh, no kidding. That was okay. the exact same year because yeah. Frank Caliendo got a deal. Yep. Chicken got a deal. I got a deal. Gary Goldman got a deal. Wow. Uh, and uh, and from then, different companies. From all from different companies. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Dude, it's such a small world. Uh, it really is. 
So, so, so I, did, got, I did well to just the, the new faces, good enough to move out here and think, well, you know, I had meetings with Ron Howard's Imagine Shut up. company, and I had CBS was like wanting to meet. I didn't have an agent. I had nobody. Oh, how fucking great is that? Well, it's actually perfect because yeah. I'm like, everyone want to talk to me. I'm like, sure, <laughs> you know. And uh, I took all these meetings, and they all said pretty much the same thing. Like, well, you're... We can't understand what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> right. Because you repeat that. We need subtitles for you. <laughs> There's a great story of Mike Epps doing that. At what a, was that, right? At, at, at a, at, what was the black uh, <laughs> channel? But the, what wasn't black? BT. No, no, no. The, the other one was like WB or, or uh, UPN. But WB. UPN. Oh, UPN. UPN. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the guy, it was a white executive. And this is how the story goes. And this is what Mike told me. Yeah. This is a long time ago. I don't, I, I've run into Mike uh since then uh-huh. and every time i have to reintroduce myself and <laughs> by the way i partied with this guy probably uh, probably every other night every three nights uh for that. a year yeah i mean many nights, bird, bird crash, you're good to many nights many nights uh-huh. we ended in my ended up in my uh apartment uh-huh. me him and my roommate just killed the mini bar just destroying <laughs> booze and just talking and listening to mike tell stories yeah and and every time i, run, I ran into him with billy gardell one time at yeah. an airport i was like what's up mike <laughs> i mean he, by the way by the way like, i have nothing but love for mike yeah, yeah the first thing mike said was hey man you got like 20 bucks i can borrow <laughs> he's a movie star he's a fucking That's movie star hilarious i go really because i was out all night last night i don't i don't know where my wallet is and or my my was money he being funny or did he need 20 bucks he needed 20 bucks he was hungry <laughs> and so hilarious. i was like yeah i gave him 20 bucks and then me him and billy gardell sat across from uh, each other and i don't even think he was doing a gig i think we was this was, at the airport it was an airport and he, he wasn't even doing a gig. He was just, I think he just came out to party. <laughs> He's an interesting guy. That's hilarious. So, so you went to Montreal, no agent. No agent. Did, did well. well. People wanted to talk to me. And you decide, fuck it, I'm moving to New York. And I, actually, um, I started at, uh, well, Good Nights, and it was me, the the class, that you know, kind of have like, like a class, whatever. So it was me, Jeff Richards, <laughs> Retta from Parks and Recreation. Who's that? Retta's, uh, uh, you know what? She's a... Uh, Parks and Rec, she's the she's like the big black girl. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, she was going to Good Nights. Me and Jeff, who else? I think uh, oh, Doctor Ken came in there. He was going to Duke at the time. Uh, Are you all these random me? people would pop in there, but I was me and Jeff got kind of close. So when I uh, came out here, I pretty much couch surfed with Jeff, you know. Here, but I came out here thinking I'll give myself. I kind of said I give myself a year in L.A. And if I don't do anything on TV, then I'm going to say, "Hey, I tried. I'll just hit the road. I'll just I'll I'll do radio." I'll- I almost think that's better to give yourself a time limit because then yeah. you just throw it all at the wall. Yeah, you're like, I just got one year. Fuck it. Yeah, like I I said to myself, I'm not going to give up. So in a weird way, I kind of took a very cautious I, I probably approach. Would not have. Yeah, I probably said, "Well, one more year. <laughs> yeah, let me renegotiate with myself." <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, I, told, I that's what I kind of said but uh, and then the first thing I did was this show called Late Friday it came on 2am it was like a, just a set 10 minute set on NBC yeah. it was like 2am show I think I think Norton did that yeah I think I remember hearing that yeah. did, did you tape it at Santa Monica Pier no okay. not, no but they did do I think they did one there yeah what did they tape? No, this was on like a lot, like a I think like a like a studio lot. Oh, those somewhere. are always good shows to do. Yeah, where it's a, a studio yeah, audience like, in a in pretty a much sound room. paid extras. Yeah, yeah. we were laughing at the wrong parts. Yeah, because <laughs> they're just uh, <laughs> we're supposed to laugh. Like that's the. My stuff. name's John. <laughs> Good one. He said John. <laughs> but I uh, so I did that, 
Late Friday was the first thing I did on TV. Then I got the, the commercials, those Dodge truck commercials. I did like six of those. Oh. And that was the first thing I did that was like, can, oh, I, can we can we ballpark what yeah. they paid? Oh, yeah. We can. <laughs> we can ballpark it because I don't know. What do you mean? I mean, it's been, uh, I, okay, so in the span of 2002 to about 2005, six, I did. That was, by the way, that was uh, probably one, of, one to, of the biggest car commercials. Yeah. They sold one of the more, biggest car campaigns ever. Yeah, they and I did had no clue it was going to be, and they did they had no clue it was going to be that successful. Uh, otherwise, they would have locked me down to a long term contract. Um, we did one commercial. I had no. I'm I'm sitting in a desert in Palmdale in this beat up duster next to another guy I don't know. I look like crap. I'm the fattest I've ever been. I got s- these nasty ch- sideburns. And I'm thinking, I'm going to say this one line. No one's going to know what a Hemi is, and I look disgusting. I'm like, not. let me just get through this, <laughs> and I'll go back to stand-up. You know, whatever it was, but I couldn't have been more wrong. Um, they were like they're, you know, big motorheads, you know, gear guys, car guys who love the Hemi engine back when Richard Petty won all those NASCAR races, and they really? outlawed it for a while. <clears throat> and now they're reintroducing it into a truck. So it's been, this Hemi engine has been gone for years, and all of a sudden, here's this redneck who pulls up in a beat-up duster next to a truck, and I'm, re, I'm the face that's reintroducing this in, engine, and, and they, t- they sold more trucks. They, someone told me this statistic. I forgot exactly what it was, but they said uh, in terms of uh, a commercial selling the product in the automotive world, no one's ever, no, nothing's ever been done like that. So they made six of them, but they didn't know they're going to. They didn't know they'd be that successful. So I did the one. All you had to say was four words. That thing got a Hemi five. Five words. I just said hey before. Hey, that thing got a Hemi. Yeah. Hey. I, I, for your listeners, I'll do all. I did six of them. I'll do all six of them real fast. This is a montage. Here we go. <clears throat> hey, that thing got a Hemi. You about to find out. Come on, man, floor it. Give me closer. I smell a Hemi. That can't be good. Sweet. <laughs> That's all six. <laughs> Bought me a condo. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. So, so this is. This is at the very beginning because I, I mean, just so people know, Dimitri Martin and I started together technically. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't say we really did, but we were friends and we hung out. Uh huh. And Dimitri, uh, by the way, he's got a movie out. I want to see, but uh, Dimitri is very was has always been very savvy. He's always been mm-hmm. very insightful. He's very playful. He's very childish. Yeah, like he likes the, the fun of comedy. He's not like a he's a little bit of a nerd. I think he'd admit yeah. that. I did Bonnaroo with him, so I know him yeah. a little bit. Yeah, he's fun guy. Yeah. He's a great guy. Uh-huh. Um, but. I remember him telling me, he's like, dude, if you get one commercial, Judah did some Snickers commercial, yeah. and he got like $125,000, but Judah was a commercial actor, yeah. so they wanted him. Yeah. And But those, so they give you like a, a initial buy. It starts for like, off low. Like you get, uh, I, I think I got paid, I want to say, and I really don't remember, it's been a while, but I want to say whatever the, the minimum was for an actor, you know, like that, a no name is yeah. what I got. So what was that? $5,000 yeah, for the like 5, weekend? 000, yeah. And then residuals, right? You got the residuals? Well, that's where you made your money. That and fucking thing ran everywhere. That's what made the money. Um, cause it's just five grand. For so you weekend. get, so you get five grand and then you do it. And then, but then because they didn't lock me down to a contract, my agent who thinks he's Jeremy Piven of, from entourage yeah. of the commercial world, you know, he's like, well, you gotta pay the piper. Uh, we gotta we gotta get more dough for this guy. He's a stand up. He's killing, you know. Yeah. So I used the Hemi thing to actually boost the ticket sales. So it'd be like John Reap, Hemi guy from that commercial. Shut and up. And people would, you know, just curiosity be like, well, let me go see what this guy's all about. But they didn't know I was a stand up, so they didn't they didn't know what to get into. But 
if they were smart, they would have locked me down to a long-term contract because it, it, every time I did a commercial, it, it and they didn't do – if they were smart, they would have said, okay, we'll do the one. It, that was good. Let's lock him down for three more. Nope. Yeah. It was one at a time every time, and it just kept going up because and then, and they had no idea what they were doing. And that residual check is showing up like yeah. weekly. That mailbox money. And well, you know, here's you know this, but your listeners might not. But like, it goes in thirteen week cycles. So that first residual check, <clears throat> let's say it airs in every state in the country. Um, that first one you get is the biggest one. Then the second one is a little bit lower because it's because they're 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 second buys. It's yeah. not like it's it's the newness of a commercial is what it's expensive, <clears throat> right? But they but, keep- but if it goes to fourteen weeks. Like, they don't do this anymore. If you notice commercials now, no one, no one watches them. We all fast forward through them. This yeah. is before TiVo, so I got kind of lucky. Oh, fuck. But this is before TiVo. You had TiVo. to watch me. You yeah. had to see my face, whether you liked me or not. It was on every damn channel. I remember being in a bar. This is the first time I saw myself on TV. I was in, um, I want to say St. Louis. Yeah. And I was doing a college gig, and I, and I, and I just started playing fantasy football. And I thought, I'm going to go to this bar, got my little stats, I'm going to sit here and watch all these games by myself. Yeah. So I just walk in, I'm sitting there, I have, I'm having a beer, and on, on, on every TV in the place, my face pops up. Oh. I'm like, that's me! <laughs> you know? And this guy's like, hey, that's you! I'm like, yeah. Uh, but they, they, they aired them all the time, especially sports. All the time. Yeah. So that's where you make your money, the residuals. You know, it, it, like 13-week cycle. So the first week is the biggest, and it just whittles down to that last 13th week is the smallest paycheck you'll get in residuals. But if it goes to 14, it starts over. It goes back to that first check. Oh, shit. So it's a cycle. So if you, if you can get a commercial now that airs longer than 13 weeks, then you, you can make some money. But they don't do that so much anymore. Now they'll, they'll hire someone and just do like the 13 weeks and get rid of them and start over, you know, like yeah. Kentucky Fried Chicken. They got a new Colonel Sanders, you know, every – what? how many Colonel Sanders have there been? There's Norm MacDonald. There was uh, oh, Jim they Gaffigan. They just keep redoing it. Yeah. They don't have to keep paying those cycles. Uh, I don't know if that's why, but that, that, that's an it's example of what's that happening. decided to do that. Yeah. Everyone, sh- everyone sh- kind of shit on Norm when he did it at first. Yeah, that was, was like, great. In my head, I was like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's hilarious. Norm's special is probably one of the best specials that's been. I haven't seen it yet. It's really great. I love the intro to it. I what's love it called? The way, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Hitler, Hitler's dog. <laughs> is think. it really? I swear to God, yeah. <laughs> I'm sold. Yeah, it was. it's a great special. <laughs> yeah. it's, one of the, it's one of the best ones. I've seen a lot of really good ones lately. Yeah, I'm. Cha- I'm. Uh, I had a conversation. On, this is. I'll tell. I'll share this. Yeah. I had a conversation. I'll share this on camera. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but I, I. I'm doing a special in February, and then I had a conversation with this uh, this lady yeah. at a company today, and she said to me something that really fucked my head up. Oh. She goes. Do uh, tell. I said. I said. You know. I want to find the new path in the woods. I want to find the new way to distribute your specials oh. so that people find it. I mean, listen, I'd love to do a special with Netflix, but it, Netflix has a lot of content. Mm-hmm. And it, I just feel like I would get lost in that content. Okay. Like, I don't think I'd stand out with uh, Hassan Minaj and, right. and I mean, all these big names that are, that, by the way, I, I mean, if, I they, think, if they don't promote it, you're just, yeah. if they just put it out. Aziz then, yeah, Ansari, totally. Mike Birbiglia, right. Dimitri Martin, uh-huh. Ari Shafir, Joe Rogan, right. Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, Jerry Son- mm-hmm. I'm like, what, why is anyone going to find me? Like, yeah. and, then, and then they just did nine 30-minute specials of like, of like really great comics too. That's smart. And so, but, so this lady's like, I was like, I want to find the new 
new distribution. Right. I, net, uh, Facebook changed my touring, but putting by putting videos on Facebook. Yep. And so I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll do like a Facebook live, do a live show, like a live. That's, maybe I'll do a pay per view. Right. Hook up with a pay per view event and do like a pay per view. Yeah. And let everyone watch it for like five bucks on pay per view and make it a live event. Yeah. Maybe I'll do. And I, That's and pretty then, cool. Do you know what she said? She goes, "Why are you doing an hour special?" I was like, "What do you mean?" She goes. I mean, everyone's Why making burn that donuts. Hour? Everyone's making donuts. Why are you still making donuts? You you can make something different. You have the ingredients to make something different. Right. Make something different. If you're looking, what, what does that mean? Like just, I don't just know. a donut hole. I don't know. And then <laughs> and then this fucking company that I that uh, I I can't say the name, but a dude who you'd love. Yeah. This, uh, this I know you like this guy. This guy's great. Yeah. I took a meeting with his company and talking about making a movie. And then they brought this idea to me that's totally different. I was like, I was like, fuck, what if I did it that way? Like, mm-hmm. what if I, like, yeah, like, because I feel like, I feel like, you well, know, I, I, yes, uh, I don't know what your, what your plan might be, but I'm thinking like, uh, like it's smart now. Even artists, uh, mu- musicians, don't even do full albums. Almost they just do singles. So yeah. why aren't we just doing singles? Why aren't we just putting a five minute bit? Bam, that's it. Why aren't we putting like why? Like I'll, you know, I'll here, talk to you about it off. Fifty cents, bam! Download it now. Yeah. New bit, five minutes, and then you know, like a, what, what? Ten weeks later, another five minutes, whatever it is. It was, uh, it was really fascinating. I'll tell you. I, yeah, I yeah. don't want to share. Yeah, it I don't want to burn it right now because because <clears throat> I'll tell you off. Okay, but so so let's get back. So the Hemi, that was the first thing that that my face was on. People started recognizing my face was and, because and, of that. And that's by the way, that's when being famous was uh, was appreciated. <laughs> it was right, right, like right. if you if you saw someone from TV or yeah. like you'd light up you'd be like oh shit yeah well, I was that guy that you knew my face but you didn't know my name yeah. because they didn't say here's John Reap in the commercial it just said here's this guy yeah so last comic standing was where the name happened so what when's were the time from Hemi and last comic so standing? I did uh, uh, I won last comic standing two thousand and seven no no what season season five two thousand seven so I was, that's the season I did okay um, and. I had been watching it at home, you know, just – I was kind of on the fence about it. Like, you know, we, we're comedians. We get on stage. We're confident. We're, we're cocky. We don't have a care in the world. And uh, But at the end of the day, that show is a reality show, which I kind of hated that part of it. Yeah. Because you'd, you'd see a comedian kill and then look right at the camera and go, please vote for me. It just looked desperate, and I hated that part of it. Dude, I hated my experience with that show. Yeah. What I year did, were you what, what did you Season do? two. Season two. Season two. And uh, that was Heffern. Heffern, yeah. Heffern, and John won. And I remember I just had this. I just relived all this because I was in at the at the Wild West Comedy Festival. Yeah, and I was uh, there. I missed you. Oh, oh, that's uh, right. You I, were in before me. I was there. On, I did a thing with Brad Paisley and Zanies. Oh, uh, really? Thir- Thursday before you got there. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, I'll tell you that in a minute. The um, but Heffern and I did the show. Uh, we did. We we flew in from L.A. And we did our audition there. In, and then, in, in Nashville? In Nashville. Okay. And, you know, Barry called me and said, you need to fly to Nashville. And, mm-hmm. and I guess whoever was the executive producer at the time called John and said, you need to fly to Nashville. Okay. And so we both flew to Nashville. Wow. Circumnavigated the line, auditioned, right. got passed, and then went, moved on to the next round. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then went outside the back, and it was just me and him. And he was like, uh, he was like, this could be really big for us. And I was like, yeah. And then he's like, what's your... I don't know if he was this savvy to it, but he was like, "What's your character? Like, what's your <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. I don't. That's, or- a, that's a legitimate question from him. Yeah. Like, and I said, "What do you mean?" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, who, like, are we just both like, 
like 30 year old white guys right, I, was like, right. I was like oh fuck yeah, and then i was like I didn't, out. I didn't look at him as competition at all i really didn't i was right. like i was like and then we went down to this bar and we had a beer like yeah. right at the end i don't, don't think that bar is there anymore and we had a beer and we talked and he was like yeah like i remember him saying like i you know he's talking about trapper keepers and, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. something and I, and I was like i was like wow I, I was like i'm really amazed at how by the way how funny he was but how more mature he was than me. Like, and we're, I think we're the same age, but he was just so much more mature than that I was. That dude started when he was like 12 or some shit. I yeah. Mean, he, he, he'd been out a long time. And, and then, and then uh, we got to the second round, and, and I remember, uh, I think it was, I was someone that worked for the show saying, well, yeah, you, you, you had to beat John. And I was like, <laughs> what? And they're like, yeah, well, you're not, you weren't in competition with like Alonzo or Ant. Or it was like you, John, and Gary Goldman. Oh, and I was like, someone told you that? Yeah, and I was like, wow. oh, really? And yeah. they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, you're not going to be Kathleen Madigan. Like, we got to take a chick. We got to take a black dude. Yep. We got to take a gay guy. We got to right. take a, you know, a fat well, guy. Because it's a reality show. Yeah, and I went, Did oh. you guys, your season, did you, was there a house involved? There was. Yeah, okay. But that, that was one of those moments where I was like, I remember 13 million people watched the episode I was on. Mm-hmm. And I went to the airport the next day. I just had Georgia. And in the episode, I was like, like you said, please, please, I need yeah. this. I yeah. got a baby coming. Yeah. I hated that part of it. Oh. So I'd sit at home, watch this show. I saw John. Didn't know him at the time, but I've watched this show. I'm like, ah, I don't know. But then I'm getting jealous of these other comedians, I don't know, who are getting this primetime network television exposure. Dude, it was. It's huge. It was so huge. When I when I toured with Jay London and Gary <laughs> Goldman. Jay London has one of my favorite jokes of all time. What's that? He goes, I used to work at Bed Bath & Beyond. I worked in the Beyond department. <laughs> People ask me what things are. I say, I don't know. It's beyond me. <laughs> but he does it in levels. Yeah, yeah. Each one gets a laugh. Dude, he was. And he was <laughs> so recognizable. Mm-hmm. I would be walking down the street with them. And yeah. We were at Albuquerque and Richmond. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he, they would just get recognized like fucking crazy. Yeah. They were sold out every fucking show. Wow. Like two Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday, two Sunday. Wow. And Gary, Gary was, by the way, I, for the till the day I die, I just had Georgia. I was featuring. I was getting 700 bucks a week on the road. Yeah. And Gary and Alonzo and Jay were like, we need to fill the spot. And Gary's like, we should have Bird. He just had a kid. It'll be good. And I got, I, I didn't get, like, I got more money than I was ever making. I think I got, like, five grand a week. Yeah. And and I was like, it was a lot of money for me. It's a lot of money now, but, yeah. like, for me then, I mean, especially that then. was like that was like doing, like, fucking seven weeks of the road. Right. And I was like, I was so grateful. But uh, I still am very grateful. What year was that again? This was right when Georgia was born, 2004. 2004. Okay. That was like before, yeah. Um. It, it, yeah, so it's a it's a big audience, you know. Really it's the big. biggest thing I've done in terms of well, yeah. Um, my, so, okay, my season was uh, they did it in Australia, Canada, and the UK. It wasn't just America voting. Oh, it was the only year they did it in Canada, UK, Australia, blah blah blah. Amy Schumer wa- uh, was uh, came in fourth that year. Uh, Lavelle Crawford came in second. Doug Benson was on my season. You had um, Jeff Die. Jeff Dye was – he's after me. He was the year after me. He came in second the year after me. Eliza Schlesinger won. Okay. He came okay. In, he came okay. in second after okay. The year after me, he came in second. Yep. Yep. Well, so, I love Jeff Dye, by the way. What's that? I love Jeff Dye. He's great. Yeah. He's great. I, I We were just talking about the Barry shit. I haven't talked to Jeff, but Jeff Barry is, was 
pretty upset that Jeff talks shit about him. But I was like, I've never they, had any Barry's, negative contact Barry, with Barry. He's Barry's, always been nice to me. Barry's going to hear this too. Listen, yeah. I love Barry. Yeah. But like, I'm not confrontational. So like, if you started talking shit about Barry, I just listen. I don't do that kind I of do. podcast. I just have drinks and giggle. I go, I'm, go ahead. Someone said to me the other day, she goes, so what do you do in your podcast? I go, I just try to laugh. Like, I just try to get people to make me laugh or right, right. Tr- stay interested. Sure, sure. And so, um, but, uh, but I love Barry. Yeah. The uh, well, he was there in my season, the last comic. I mean, um, uh, well, it was Bill Bellamy was the host. My uh, judges were Kathleen Madigan, Alonzo, and Ant were the judges. What's and then he Ant had the, doing now? I have no idea. He had some struggles, I think. Yeah. Dependency. Yeah, I think he did. Something happened. He By gained some way, weight. I don't know what happened. What? He get, <laughs> right. Um, I'm not sure what it was. But I know he's been uh, dabbling or struggling with something. He, uh, he, I ran into him. By the way, Ant was a like, and I say this, and if Ant, if you hear this, I hope you understand. Ant, uh, uh, you know, good, to, good to meet you, buddy. He, he, uh, I like Ant. He, he was, was always, a, he was always nice to me. He was a dick to me. Was he? Yeah. Well, well, hold on. When we first did Last Comic Standing, yeah, he, um, he knew the game. Like he knew how to play the game, right? And he was like confrontation. Confrontation. Oh guy, yeah, that's what gets you on. Get, that's what gets you on the TV. Yeah, we got to get. Otherwise, you're getting cut out. Yeah, confrontation. Get, spill it all because it's and a reality I, show. And I guess, uh, I guess, I, I maybe I said something. I don't remember. I was drunk. Yeah, I was eating a lot of Xanax at the time. <laughs> and uh, I and I went to the interview, and they're like the day of the competition, and they're like, so the guy you're gunning for is Ant. And I was like, what? What? And they're like, gunning for? Like, you have a problem with gay people? And I was like, huh? Excuse me? <laughs> and they're like, you have a problem with gay people? And I'm like, oh, no. And they're like, well, like, say you have a problem with Ant. That's that like, question where it's like, it's like, so why did you kill those children? Yeah. Like, what, what job, huh? I killed children and then they use that. <laughs> and I, and so right. I, I, I didn't like Ant because of that. I, it really bothered me that he Ooh. would, that he, but that he would use me to succeed. It, it just bothered me. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, I ran into him at an airport one time, and we sat and we just talked. Yeah, and he was very sweet, and yeah, and he was very grounded at the time. And I, and I mean, in terms of that show, he was pretty smart. He was really fucking smart. Yeah, and Rogan called him out for uh, stealing a joke from Boiler Room. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like Rogan's like that's a, and then Buddy Hackett fucking confronted what? Rogan. Buddy Hackett, and he goes, he does it good. <laughs> He does it good. Of all people in the world. And Rogan's like, no, you can't do other people's material. And Buddy goes, of course you can. And everyone's just sitting by like. Wait, Buddy Hackett was on the show? Buddy Hackett oh, said to Rogan, that. "You can." he was the judges. It was Rogan, someone, and, and Buddy Hackett. Wow. And Rogan's like. Dude, I want to look that up. Oh, dude. He's like, Rogan goes, you can't do other people's material. And Ant's like, I wrote that. And he goes, no, you didn't. That's from Boiler Room. I watched the movie. Uh-huh. And then Ant's like, I wrote it. And then Buddy Hackett goes, it doesn't matter. He did it better. He, you can do other people's material. And everyone's like, no, okay. you can't. Yeah. That's a, it's a little taboo. But sorry, I keep interrupting you. So No. Um, so you- I, in terms of strategy, I'll, I'll, I'll chime in. Um, okay. So I knew that I was going to be the redneck. Yeah. Right. I auditioned in L.A. So at the improv. And I went down there. And I'm thinking, all right, should I amp it up? Should I just, I mean, you know, this is how I sound. Yeah. But sometimes I get on stage, just, it just kind of comes out. Like it yeah. just, because uh, it's nervous energy and you, you want to be way, funny at all you, times. You also don't know how, like, I say things a certain way on stage. Like, yeah. the other day I It's I, not even on pr- conscious sometimes. I don't even know why I do it. Sometimes I, fa- I sound like a little <laughs> jazzy, I think. Like, uh, or I, like, 
I said, I someone said to me the other day that I tell I've told this machine story for fucking four years. Yeah, and I I always say this uh, teacher comes back to the our cabin. She swings the door open. She did not speak English. She did not speak Russian. Uh-huh. She was not like I was. I was say did not, and they're like, yeah, why don't you didn't. say didn't? Like well, and I go, well, well the smart to say did not. Because you didn't can sound like did. So yeah. You want to say did not. You want to make sure they know that. It's so funny. I never but even you thought did, through it. But like, conscious, and I it. noticed that my that sometimes I sound different on stage. Yeah. Like Jay Larson sounds a lot more Boston-y on stage. Yeah. But he also sounds a lot more Boston-y drunk. Right. Like, and well, that's with, what yeah. happens to me, too. Like, I'll yeah. get a couple drinks in me, and then it just, this is, you know, as, as we continue this, I'll probably get more Southern as we go along. Yeah. Uh, because the booze will kick in, but that's what happens. But I, I knew when Did I went down there, Zach's like. Did you ever hear Zach's joke about that? Huh? Did you ever hear Zach's joke about that? Zach who? Galvin Atkins? No, what did he say? Because I'm from North Carolina, you don't hear that until I start drinking, and my accent comes out, and I start saying like words like, y'all, and then he said the N-word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all N-words get off my porch. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he has the best racist joke of all time. Which one is that? By the way, do not. Apparently, I'm afraid is, to say it. You can't. You can't say the N word at I all. Know. I mean, like you can. I don't give a fuck. I don't think anyone listening to this podcast right, gives a right. fuck. But then you go down. I'm going to quote another comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So quote, it's not yeah, me yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Um, it, it, I love this fucking joke because it's it's genius, and not because it's racist, because it's hilarious. Yeah. So Zach's very soft spoken. He plays the piano. You know, he's just got jokes, right? He's just sitting there playing jokes. And he's playing the piano, and he goes, um, I used a racial, a racial slur the other day, and I'm not happy about it. And he goes, but it's not what you think. He goes, um, he, goes I used, <laughs> he said, I used the term sand nigger. And right there, the I've audience joke. goes like, ooh. Yes. He goes, no, 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 no. Hear me out. It's not what you think. What I said <laughs> was get off the sand nigger. Volleyball is for white people. And he slams the keyboard down and yeah. goes, that is a genius joke. <laughs> like he defends himself right then and there. I was around. That's not you, John Reed, by you, the way. You were, around, you were around at that time yeah. when him and Sarah were just mm-hmm. pushing boundaries with race. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. really pushing boundaries. Yeah. And it was so fun to watch them. Yeah. And there are people that I'm sure are listening to this who go, it's not funny. I don't know why you're laughing. Right. You're, 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 and I read all the stuff about the Bill Maher. I read people's opinion. Sure. But like. I don't know. It well, never. It never. Yeah. It, it obviously doesn't offend me. I wasn't yeah. impressed, but at the same time, it, yeah, it is. It is simply a joke. Yes, it is simply a joke. He's trying to go for a laugh. And he's it, not trying to hurt anyone's feelings. He's trying to elicit laughter. And if that's the goal, wait. I think that's great. Heard, have you ever heard Louis and Patrice? Louis Anderson. Louis. CK and Patrice <laughs> O'Neill talking no, about No, I did hear Louis Anderson and Patrice. Just kidding. No, I haven't heard that. Well, what are they doing? I'm and gonna, they're talking about I'm, race? I'm going to fuck it up. Are you looking it up right now? I'm going to look it up and I'm going to play it for you. Now, this is, is the them f- talking about the N-word? You never heard this? I, uh, 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 maybe. Hold on a second. Dude, I'm not... Uh, I should be more of a comedy nerd, but I'm not. This is... I'm a, I'm a big comedy nerd. Yeah. Okay, you ready? This I'm I'm only playing it because I would fuck it up and it wouldn't sound right. Okay. Right. For you, for those of you at home, Bert is uh, topless and he's got his iPhone out and he's about to put. Here you go. I, I do yes. know where the, where the term kite came from, by the way. Ah, oh, derogatory term it's for a, Jewish yes, people. I do, where I, that I do know where that came from. Where? It is when that, when people used to come uh, over on the, uh, you know, in the ships on Ellis Island, mm-hmm. <clears throat> a lot of people couldn't write English. So they used to make their mark, and the Jews' mark was a circle. 
and uh, the circle is called Keikel. So that's what they were just showing it to Kike. The oh. guys oh, coming yeah? in and say, here's another Kike once they've seen the, the, the circle. Do that. You know where yeah. nigger came from originally? <laughs> there was some black guy being a nigger. <laughs> so they called him a nigger. <laughs> He's going for a laugh and shock. And they're friends. Listen, that whole hard Patrice is around. Yeah. That's because Patrice is a comedian. Nigger was a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, this mother. <laughs> yeah, was it some wordplay? Just blurting out a sound that it came out like that. Just the guy was being such a nigger that it fucking made someone say the word. Oh, it's that, it's, I, it, I remember where I was when I heard that, and it was I was howling, fucking yeah. laughing. And by the way, <laughs> definitely, I don't have a racist bone in my body. I'm regular. I'm regular like everyone else. Yeah, but I'm not racist at all. Sure, I give two fucks. Yeah, I don't. Care. I give two fucks. I'm. I, if, I I, all shit. I care, I'm such a narcissist. All I care about is me, <laughs> dude. That's right. That's yeah. a great. Way, that's a perfect way of saying it. Because I'm the same way. But uh, but, I, but I'm from the south, so people think I might be. And this accent, it, it comes with those tones. Yeah. So I have to be extra careful. Well, how do we get into really? This? How do we get into this? I don't know. Oh, we were, we're talking, talking about, about the improv. My audition at the improv for the oh, last. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Circle of life. Uh, we just went full circle there. Um, yeah. No, I. Uh, Went down there. I knew it was going to be the redneck, right? You know, you're going to have your gay guy, going to have your black guy, yeah. going to have your lesbian chick, going to have this. Get the, I knew I was going to be the redneck. Yeah. And I have a bit about Hickory, where I'm from, North Carolina. I go, I'm from Hickory. And I would say it like that, and I would shake my head like, Hickory, like that. And they played that clip for uh, almost every episode. And, and coming up next, John, Hickory. I only said it one time. But people think it's all I talk about. Now it's so I, funny. I, I think of... I, when I said when I introduced you to my wife, I said yeah. he's from Hickory. Right. It's because they played it over and over and over they again. They did, yeah. Well, and I had to change my act because Hickory used to be a punchline. Now it's no longer a punchline. I go, I'm from, and put my hand behind my ear and let the crowd say it. Hickory. They go, Hickory. I go, that's right. And then I, you know, I had, I've had to adapt it. But, um, but I knew I was going to be the redneck, which is fine. So I played it up. And I didn't really change anything different, but I did put a plaid shirt on and I didn't change anything. Um, uh, um, but... But strategic-wise, right? So I knew it was a reality show as well. Um, and do you know who Dante is? Yeah. Okay. I don't know him personally. Right. So he was on my season. Uh, it was He was in the top ten. And, and you, on that show, you have to say, you, gotta, you have to go in a confessional booth and look at the camera and go, I know I'm funnier than, and yeah. challenge someone, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's such a, that? that's such a weird thing. Like yeah. I, I think it in my I head, but I don't it. say it out loud. <laughs> right? No, that's a hundred percent right. Um, so, in the top ten, I mean, uh, and, and people. So, so okay, so it was me. Jerry D from Canada, by the Jerry way, who's killing it in Canada right now, murdering it. Like he, he, he's in the seventh season of his own sitcom. He, uh, he in Canada. He tweeted out, "Hey Calgary, go check out this guy. He's really funny." And all my shows sold out. <laughs> he came to see me in Naples. Really? Yeah, I was doing that that little that little, that room in Do- Naples Captain called Brian's. Off the Hook. Yeah, Captain Brian's. And he he has a house in Naples and happened to be visiting and popped in. So it was fun to see him again. But he was on my season. Lavelle, uh, uh, Amy, uh, uh, Ralph Harris. But, like, all these people in the top ten were kind of, like, shunning Dante. Like, 
these guys hack. We don't like him. He just does these old impressions that have been around since the eighties and blah 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 blah. And I'm the I'm the kind of guy that I mean, I might judge what you do on stage, but if you're nice to me one on one, yeah, I'll give you a shot. Like I'm not an asshole. You know, I'm just like yeah, if you're nice to me, I can be nice to you. We can have a beer. I don't need. Yeah, I don't need to. I don't need to. Res- I, mean, I don't I, need to respect what you do on stage. Now listen, I, I say that with very bated. Yes, it definitely helps. Yes, like totally. It, it totally helps. But like, and, but if, and, I'm a, and, if I'm if I'm going to spend a weekend with you, why be a dick? I'm not going to avoid you. If, I, if I'm spending a weekend with you. I, by the way, I probably won't watch your act because, like, I just go. Right. I go. I want to. I want to like you. I'll go. I didn't see it. Like, there's a, there's a guy that I think is really fucking funny. Yeah. And and uh, I won't say his name, but I've worked with him before. And right now, it's everyone's scrambling. This worked with me. They're like, is it me? No, it's not. <laughs> but but right. I um, I have not watched his act only because I caught a little bit of it and I was like, oh, that's so not who he is. Right. I was like, but he's very young in comedy, so sure. he doesn't know what he's doing. That's fine. And so I was like, I was like, oh, I. I don't want to because he's really fucking funny to be around. Right. He doesn't understand why he's funny yet. Okay. Well, that happens. Yeah. So, so I, that's how I judge, not judged, I guess, Dante. So, like, I was the only guy kind of like talking to him, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I told somewhere in, in the process of being on the top five of, uh, or top 10 of Last Comic Standing, I told Dante, I go, like, you know, I kind of worried about this uh, confessional where they, where you have to challenge someone because. And I kind of fibbed a little bit. I go, uh, dude, I mean, I kill in the South. Like, I these Dodge commercials. And by the way, I was on a sitcom for two seasons called Rodney. Rodney yeah, yeah, Carrington yeah, Rodney is Carrington. a big... I want to ask you about Rodney Carrington, but let's yeah. put a pin in that. So I did. I was on that. So I was doing well in the South before Last Comic Standing. Yeah. As, as selling tickets and being a, a you know, headliner. Um, so I told him, I was like, I feel kind of sorry for whoever has to say at some point, I know I'm funnier than John Reap because the South won't vote for that guy. They're gonna they're gonna hate that person. And I was being honest, but I also was like putting that seed in his head. Yeah. And then so he went and told everybody's like, dude, I wouldn't I wouldn't say anything. No one, one person. I forgot who it was though. I coasted to the top five. No one challenged me. Like I didn't even have to perform. Are you serious? Until the top five. Like oh you know the audition and you that's perform because you're, that's you're bringing you a material there, that's right. So I didn't burn any material until I got to the top five, and I'm like, I got easy. I got these seven minutes, five minutes, three minutes, whatever it is, yeah, ready to roll. And um, so he put that seed in other people's head. Like, don't I wouldn't say anything about John because you know he kills in the South, and you know, and the South votes. They're the ones who elect that's, presidents. That's legit. So they're actually votes. going to vote. So New York ain't voting. They even watch it. Uh, so I wouldn't challenge and Amy Schumer sitting there going, <laughs> fuck, that New York and L.A. is my act. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, yeah. now now obviously oh, she, she kills everywhere. But she, I tell people this is my little joke now. I say she's winning now. Not, not only is she beating me now, she's beating anyone who's ever been on the show, including the hosts and the judges. Like she's so And the big. producers. And the producers. That's right. And the people that worked at the network. <laughs> She, oh yeah, uh, she's, she's just. Yeah. She was. I and did a. I did a reality way. show with her called uh, Reality Bites Back, and oh, I, was, I, I remember that. Yeah, and that I was, was good. I was amazed Who was the host? at how sad. Was that Ian? No, no, it was uh, no, Michael Ian Black. Michael Ian Black. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. She was so good at yeah. being on a reality show. Oh, she's quick witted. She was so like, like like the improv skills are are on point. She was so good at the gameplay. 
Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah! She like, was. She was so good at making friends mm-hmm. and getting in and oh. like. And by the way, we I hope talked about still... alliances on my season oh. quietly behind the doors. She was one of my favorite moments. I got to tell you this. So we did challenges, right? We didn't have to live in a house my season. Thank God. We had our own hotel rooms, but we had to meet up, you know, wherever for a challenge. Oh yeah, like get on the bus in medieval times. We're court jester jesters and. Uh, it had whittled down to me and Amy were the last two left. And I remember this moment. It was such a great moment. Me, <laughs> it's fucking gladiator kind of shit. Because it is medieval time. Yeah. And we're in these stupid outfits. We're, we're not introduced yet. We're behind the, the curtain. And we're about to come out into this huge arena on sand. And we're, we're, and we're both like, you know, we're both like in our heads like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And uh, she kind of looks over to me and she goes, uh. If you don't vote against me, I won't vote against you. I go, deal. And we fist bumped, and we went out. It was a fucking cool moment. Uh, so so, so she's been good at that. She's so always wait, oh, what, she's so smart. Wait, what was the pre- – like, it was you versus her, and there were people – It. We had to come out as court jest- jesters and yeah. enter- entertain these people. I mean, you've seen Medieval Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, a I, big one of, my favorite places, one of my favorite places in the world, Thank by the you. way. Yeah. <laughs> I love Medieval Times. I need to go back. I miss it. Oh, I, t- I went there for my birthday like <sighs> two years in a row. <laughs> there's another one. There's another place like it. It's not Medieval Times. It's something like Pirates, though. Oh, yeah. I want to go to that one, too. In Myrtle Beach. Go, yeah. Go to that one. It's great. <laughs> but... So we had to go out and do and you two were the three last minutes. Ones. We, it had whittled down to us two. I mean, you know, it was we were introduced at the same time, and then I did a set on this side, and she did a set on this side. It was like red versus blue. If you like John, hold up the red sign. If you like blue, hold up the you know. Yeah. If you like Amy, hold up the blue sign. So that's what that was, and that was a cool moment where we had right there, like, don't vote for me, I won't vote for you. But that you know, she's very strategic. In that uh, back she's, then, you know, I, I will say that she is a lot. I think, I think I've heard her say this on podcasts, so I'm not calling her out on this or anything. Sure, but she is a lot more savvy in this business. Oh yeah, I think I got into this to be a stand up and yeah. just to do stand up. Uh-huh. I think she was like, I could, I could definitely do that. Yeah. I could also do this. Yeah, I could also do a lot of things. Yeah, like I want to write a book. I want to. Yeah. I want to speak for women. I want to get she's, up. She's meant to be what she is right now because she's, she's always had that. That level, uh, uh, you know, as far as I know, now I only know it from my season. I didn't know it before that. But. Uh, yeah, well, I'll tell you right now, and I'll say this wholeheartedly: uh, they would have broken me by now if I was her. Yeah, they would have broken me. Oh yeah, I would have been, been gone. That. I can't do it. I, I think to myself, I said, to, "Do you think?" Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, say it. No, is, is there part of you because of that that you don't always put your foot all the way on the gas? You just kind of go like, "I definitely." Because I'm that way. I definitely have a, a little bit of a like. Like I got to offer a theater tour this year. Yep. And I was like, nah. Yeah. I was like, I'm comfortable in the clubs. Yeah. Like I didn't like the offer per se. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I talked about this with Barry. It's a different, uh, whole different vehicle. It's a, it's a different thing, and you're and you you present you're presenting yourself as a different person. Yeah. Like I like I like my approachability. I like the fact that I yeah. drink with the crowd after the show. Yeah. I like that we hang out. I mean, it's it's what I liked about the road when I was younger, and I didn't stop liking it. Yeah. I do, I now. I agree. I, I think I think part of me at times I I would be I would love to. Go in and do a theater and then bounce. Yeah. I would love to be on a private jets. It's nice to go one in and out. But then again, you're right. There's something cool about like being there from a Thursday to a Sunday, getting to know all the staff, drinking with everybody and having friends in every city in this country. It is. I kind of feel that way. It's really cool when you go back and you're like, 
Hey man, what's, what's up, up, buddy? Like I was I, Dayton's probably the one place where I where I've made the most friends. Do you know Jay Schneider? Uh, Jay's working <laughs> in Kansas City. Shout out Jay Schneider, dude. I w- I, w- I think Jay will admit this. Yeah, I was one of the first people to really pull him aside and go, "You're really funny." Oh, okay, You're good. Really, because really I said funny. the same thing. Though. I don't know if I, mean, I said this a long time okay. ago, but back when like uh, he he doesn't know how funny he is. He has no concept how funny he is. No, he's a fucking idiot. He that's how little he knows how funny he is. He's perfect. He would tell me stories. <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, look up the Schne- Schneider Snyder twins. There was two of them, but his Jay brother, just went off on his own. His, yeah, his they kind of quit. His brother, by the way, both by the of way, them are hilarious. So, like, they both used to. I mean, I gotta have Jay I, on a podcast. Identical twins. Identical twins. I've had Jay on a podcast before. We didn't it's say like the much. Opposite of the Sklar brothers. <laughs> the, these guys. <laughs> one of my favorite Jay Snyder stories is he got arrested. Yes. One night. And he was going into jail. He had to go into jail uh-huh. like on Sunday. Yeah. And so Saturday night, he realizes he's got he's got uh, he's got warrants out for him. Yeah. And so he's he's like, what I'll do is I'll get the same, I'll get the tattoo that my brother has on his arm. Right. And you know the story? No. I, I get, think I've heard something. I'll get the tattoo uh, my brother familiar. has <laughs> on his arm, and when I turn myself in, I'll say I'm my brother. Yeah. I, I'm saying I'm not. They've done that to each other. Yeah. So he goes Couple to jail times. and he's got the tattoo in his arm, <laughs> and they go Jay, and they're like, "Huh?" Turns out his brother's in jail too. <laughs> his brother and That's his brother stupid. and his, no, his brother was in as Jay Snyder, and he was in it as, as his brother. Right. And they his both brother, sabotage yeah, each other. Yeah, they both sabotage <laughs> each other. Dude, he is That's hilarious. one of the funniest motherfuckers. By the way, his, I love his story about Jay's going to not like this part, but I saw Renda his his, uh, old, yeah. his ex-wife. Sure, sure. She oh, I think I'm about to be back together now. Really? Maybe I just, not. I don't know. She looks beautiful. I got to say that. Yeah. I saw her the other day. She looks I love her. She made me a steak cake. It was my birthday when I was in Dayton yeah. a while back. I said, I'm not. Way, I've, I've had, I said, don't, I've had don't give me a cake because I don't want. I'm not I'm trying not to eat carbs. So I'm telling everybody right now, that if you were thinking about getting me a cake, I'm not eating it. Yeah. She made a, a, a Salisbury steak cake. It was all steak with peppers that said happy birthday on it and oh. candles. I love Renda. Dude, Jay. And Jay. Jay, I, I love them both. Jay, legit, is, uh, he's one of the guys, like, you know what? You know people love Joey Diaz. Yeah. They love Joey because Joey's real. He's a genuine When human Joey being. doesn't, I, I, I think of things Joey says to me mm-hmm. and go, if I, I would have written that down. You just let, you just let it skip by. He, I bet he forgets half, I bet he, he's forgotten three specials. Oh, he said to me one time, <laughs> in this, we were talking and I said, and he's uh, Priscilla, my big dog, came in. He's like, dog, I don't trust him. I don't trust dogs. I go, really? He goes, you know, poor Christ, when I first moved to this country, I got attacked six times my first week. And I was like, what? <laughs> he goes, I swear to God, I walked past a dog, and the dog turned around to come back to bite me. That's hilarious. <laughs> Joey Diaz is the funniest fucking guy. <laughs> but Jay's got what Joey Diaz has, mm-hmm. and that is just authentic, real stories of yeah. a very fucked up childhood yeah. that – Turned him into the guy that he's in. Yeah. Like when he tells stories about smoking Vicodins, he really smoked smoked Vicodins. Like he really. One of my favorite stories that Jay has. uh, Jay, you're welcome. Uh, One of my favorite stories that Jay has is where he got into a fight in his own apartment or whatever. I love this And the guy that he. The guy that he was gonna, he goes, you find the biggest some bitch and you just hit him. Yeah. So he swung and missed this guy, and that's when that guy knew they were in a fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he was trying to sucker punch him, and he missed. That's and when that, that guy, guy threw- knew we were in a fight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that 
eat this thing. And the dude like man. threw him through a wall. And threw Jay, him through a wall. And then Jay and he's on his on his own house. And then Jay had to get up and unlock the door to let him out. Because the guy, because <laughs> the guy, because Jay had child locks on the doors, those balls on top of the handles, and the guy couldn't figure out how to do it. And Jay kept trying to help him out, but the yeah. guy was just start beating him up again. Yeah, he's, he's like, like no, I'm, I'm trying to get you out of here. You've already won. <laughs> just go home. He is just he's, he's great. One of the funniest. Uh, yeah. God damn it. I love that guy. I'm working uh, with him in Kansas City in a couple weeks. Good. Uh, yeah, he just makes me giggle. I like being around him. And, and you know, uh, yeah, <laughs> just like, yeah, the, I've, I've had him open for me a couple times. And, uh, you know, I was like, well, you know, I'm just going to need a ride here and there. So if you can just drive me from point A to point B. And, he, and, and he'll show up in like a work truck. Like, it's not his. Yeah. It's like the company's. But it's a gigantic diesel truck. He's like, well, I gotta bring her back on Sunday, but we can. Uh... It's the most authentic <laughs> right. human He's being. The dude. He really is. Yeah, and it's. I, I wish that he came out for uh, my birthday. He was doing a like a contest out here. Yeah, my fortieth birthday. He was, he was here. Uh, he was, and he was out in L.A. And he goes, "Damn it, Jay." He goes, "Uh, call he's like, can, I, can I stay at your house?" And I was like, "I was like, he's the kind of guy that really means like." He doesn't realize that in L.A. It's no one really does that. Right. Like at our age, we're like, oh, you got a hotel room. But yeah, but right. like I was like, I was like, of course, of course. Right. And I didn't realize it was my birthday. Well, at, at this age, too. Yeah. And so he comes out. He comes out and I'm having a party. And so he's like, he's got to be at the airport at like six in the morning. Yeah. And we had L.A. weed out here. Like, oh, and geez. he got so fucking high. He just sat in my backyard like this and never slept <laughs> and then got to the airport. He's great. I will also say he's one of the best wingmen I've ever had. Um, really? I'm single. I was married for a minute, but not anymore. So I'm out flirting with this girl, and we're, it's an after party. Everybody's there. There's this one dude that was just kind of kept getting in my way. Yes. I said, Jay, I need you to cock block this dude. And he's like, I got your back. <laughs> and so he made best friends with this dude, and then like. I- I remember at this party turning around and Jay has, is holding him and they're like pretending to do, like love dance to a stupid Michael McDonald song yeah. and they're singing it together and he has no intention of being this guy's friend. Yeah. He's doing it for me. Yeah. And I was just like, that's my hero. His, I love the way he says cocaine. 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 No, what does he say? Cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah. He got the, Keeper gangster. He goes, Keeper gangster. I got them yellow license plates. I just, because I got three DUIs, I just tell people I'm from Alaska. Because <laughs> that's the color of their yeah. license plates. Oh, okay. Where anyway, were we in this we, story? We're yeah. about <laughs> where were we? What were we talking about? I was talking about last comic standing. Okay, yeah. You and Amy. Amy Schumer. Yeah. Lavelle. By the way, Jay Snyder is the exact opposite of Amy Schumer. 100%. He has no planning in this career whatsoever. It's a photo negative. Just be as funny as I can, <laughs> have as much fun as I can, right. and I hope to God someone witnesses And both it. are very funny. Both are very funny. One is, I would argue Jay is funnier than Amy. I, I would not uh, disagree with you. I mean, I, and I think, I mean, out of respect to Amy, yeah, like, yeah. I, I think Amy's very funny. Both are hilarious. One is thought out. One is accidental. One is, one is accidental, and one is prepared. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and which... I would also argue is funnier because it's not thought out because it's natural. It's like it's Joey. Real. It's like Joey. Joey's the yeah. funniest dude you've ever seen do right. stand up ever. The funniest people I know aren't stand ups. Yeah. Um, my buddy John Beaver and my buddy Andrew Killian and Mark Hunt. I just was at a wedding in North Carolina and I just hung out with them just this past weekend. 
I was nonstop laughing. They're the stars. I'm just oh. sitting there laughing at these dudes. My buddy Eddie Fernandez is the funniest guy I've ever <laughs> fucking met. Yeah. I, wrote a, I wrote a chapter in my book. I'll, I'll say this because I, 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 I thought for a long time about how to say this. Yeah. I'll, I'll read you the, what I said about him. Oh, nice. And this is exactly. What's his name? It? Eddie Fernandez. Eddie Fernandez. Um, now, how do you know him? Uh, I High school? I, I, what the fuck? Oh, chapter number six. Uh, uh, high college. He, okay. w- when we first met him, he was overweight, and we were going to say we wanted to call him Fat Eddie. Okay. And Eddie did not want that. He had, he had real body <laughs> issues. Right, right. And he said, no, 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 no. Call me Gay Eddie. And we all laughed, <laughs> not realizing we'd never call him Gay Eddie in public because this is back when you didn't want people to think you sure. were gay. Right, right, so no one's right. ever going to call him, hey, Gay Eddie. And they're like, yeah. you're gay? And like, no, it's it's nickname. It's... Right, right, right. <laughs> I wrote this. But he'd rather be gay than fat. Eddie Fernandez is the funniest man I know. And I know the funniest men in the world. He's not the kind of witty, smarmy, clever funny that puts hipsters over. Not the kind of ironic funny that references obscure pop culture figures. He's the kind of funny that makes a group of Navy SEALs spit beer out of their nose. (laughs) Yes. Like he's that. I know that guy. Like those are our friends we grew up with. And they're fucking legit. Like. Yeah. When I go home to visit my friends, I am... I'm the bystander to two or three of them. I don't say a word when I'm around. And I don't even want, and I'm not trying to showboat. I wouldn't do that anyway. Yeah. But when I go there, I'm just like, I'm just going to sit back and let John Beaver do his thing. Dude. That dude just takes over. One of Eddie's fucking big moves that he does is uh, he did this all through. We lived in L.A. together, and he, he would do this all the time. He'd say to the waiter, he'd go, do me a favor. Take <laughs> over a pitcher of water and four cups to that table of ladies. And then... The waiter would look, and then he'd go over, and he'd say, the gentleman over there would like to buy you guys a drink. And Eddie would raise his hand and go, it's from us. And they go, thank you. And uh-huh. then he'd bring over a pitcher of water and cups and go, stay hydrated. <laughs> Eddie yeah, was, it's just yeah. a classic, uh, you know, just fucking, solid dude, just probably. funny fucking guy. Bizarre. I want to meet, meet Eddie. Is he in L.A.? Oh, that would be a good TV show. Where does he live? If comics introduced each other, they're best, they're funny friends who aren't stand-ups. Yes, that's a good, dude. Run a something. And then like I go today's uh, today's show is just uh, it's just me and, and John and and I'm gonna hang out with Beaver and he's gonna hang out with Eddie and the four <laughs> of us are going to Vegas <laughs> and oh you just watch God. these two tear up a city and make us howl laughing. <sighs> I, I, that is a great I idea. Segura and Eddie Fernandez for uh, you do what? Tom Segura, me and Eddie Fernandez went to a uh, a fucking uh, national championship game, and Segura just kept looking at me, going, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> he used to do this thing that whenever he saw girls, he'd raise his hand in the air and go, "Hey, Bobby," and he'd trip and fall. Yeah, and he did it into these white chairs, and it was fucking. <laughs> I was howling, laughing, and Segura's like, "Yeah, just yeah. random." But, Off the uh, wall. But back to what were? Oh, okay. So, so last time I'm standing. Yeah. You, God damn it, we're weaving okay, a story. Was, you, you want to ask me about Rodney Carrington? Oh, I remember you asking me? You said okay. Uh, well, let's go to Carrington and then let's go back. I want to know what it feels like to win last comic standing. Okay. Um, and Lavelle will tell you this too. So, and uh, when it came down to me and Lavelle, right now Lavelle's a very funny guy. Whether you like him or not, why? Why? Who doesn't like Lavelle? I don't know. Yeah, I know some people. Really? Well, I, he destroys. He's that fucking, guy murders a room. He really destroys. He's a and, triple threat. He looks funny. 
He sounds funny, and he's actually fucking he's funny. A triple threat. Yeah, <laughs> he looks funny. He sounds funny, and he's and fucking funny. He's fucking funny. <laughs> like his jokes are, you know, he's got solid stuff. Yeah, and it, 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 you know, it, it, when you're a comedian and you think, "Oh, this guy's just," you know, he, he's doing these like, he's just doing a cadence. Yeah. So he's just getting laughs on that, and you and you, and you step back and you go like, "Oh no no no." This guy's got jokes. Yeah. Like, there's some shit in there. So he had that big pointy head, these big bug eyes. He's a big dude. Yeah. He was dest- – and the show was taped here in L.A. So he was destroying in the room. I was doing fine. I was doing good, but I wasn't doing as good as Lavelle in the room. Yeah. So everyone thought Lavelle was going to win. Everyone thought that. I thought it. I was like, he's going to win. Yeah. And I remember uh, Bill Bellamy. Open the card. He goes, and the last comic standing is. He said, just like this, John Reap. He was disappointed. Bill Bellamy was disappointed. Disappointed. Not even shocked. Like John Reap. And then, and then, you know, I was like, well, I was surprised. White privilege, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what they didn't know was that the rest of the country, not in the room, was laughing harder. I guess. Yeah. Um. And it's Canada, it's Australia, it's the UK, it's not just LA voting. Yeah. It's a, a lot, half the hemisphere. You know? It's and sometimes a lot of what works on television doesn't work in a room. Thank you. I did. Uh, that's one hundred percent true. I did, and, uh, and, and, and I think that's what hurt him because, as funny as he is, long form, the short form, because you know, I, I think the way he talks hurts him a little bit because he doesn't. Like you said, I don't say didn't. I said did not. Yeah, which you hear that did not. I, I think not like yeah. Like what did he say? He uh, he yeah. That I think I did a premium blend with Tig Notaro. Yes, I just did her show. What show? One well, Mississippi. I'm What's on that? it. <laughs> she has a show on the uh, uh, Amazon Prime Network. Oh really? And uh, uh, it's the second season, and I'm on there. Oh nice. Yeah, I'll I just hung out. out with her. Yeah. She's great, but we were both, I mean, really just barely above open micers right. at the time. Yeah. And uh, she went up first, 1,300 people. And Where was this? In UCLA. Oh, shit. And she bombed. On campus? Yeah, on campus. Oh, yeah. She bombed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and she and I think she knew as much. And then I went on, and I fucking destroyed right. It's and then got opposites. off and then watched it on TV and it was tough to watch my set and she destroyed on TV. Yep. It was hers was so much better. And I was like, "Oh shit, I just like I think I was like my voice is up like this. I'm like, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Because you're trying hard. Yeah, and now I'm shouting in someone's living room. Yeah, right. And everyone's like, easy. Yeah. What the fuck? Why are you so excited? That's and true. Tig is slow and methodical right. and doing jokes and. Yep. But that's that. That is uh, something every young comedian should think about. Um, I remember going. Did you? Were you around for the Dublin days? Yeah, Dublin's. Man, for those <laughs> of you that don't know, Dublin's was yeah. I, I got to be real honest. I was like, that was like Dane. Yep, that's Dane Cook's house. That was Dane. That was like watching Dane make fire every night. Yeah. Out of nothing. Right. He was so destructive. He was a rock and roll star who did comedy. That's what it was. And then, I mean, it was like a, it was like a wheelhouse of people. It was uh, it was him. I'd see Alonzo there a lot. Alonzo, Gary Goldman would be there. Gary Goldman, I, I, I performed there many times. I performed there a couple times. You did. Yeah. Uh, Jay Davis. Jay Davis ran the room, right? He did. I think. I think. Uh, 
Ahmed Ahmed, Ahmed, Ahmed started the room, right? Uh-huh. But it was honestly, uh, it was kind of a hell gig, but not really, because it's it was packed all the time on a Tuesday. Uh, on a Tuesday. The valet, your car was $2. The valet, not street parking. Yeah. Valet, $2. That was that I mean, room was best. insane. It was a bar. It was an Irish bar, and it was the upstairs room, mm-hmm. and it would be right next packed. to the body shop, the strip club. It would be packed, probably like I'm. <laughs> I'm going to ballpark it. I don't know. I'm not good with numbers, but like at least 250 people. Yeah, every night. It was a deep every, club. Every like you would go night. far back, and they get talky in the back. Yeah, but Except that's why Dane, Dane was would on. kill because he was high energy, and he would own that room. And get everyone's attention and take over. Now, now, you know, Zach Galifianakis actually came in there and did not do well. Really? Because he's like Tig. Yeah. You know, he's made for TV in a way. Like, it's just, it's, you have to pay attention. And when you're at Dublin's, an Irish bar, and everyone's hammered, and the room is, like, deep, like, we need you to move around a little God, bit. I remember and that. And that's, that, that's, that's the difference. Well, you, well, you were just saying, you and Tig... Tig was probably, and who knows if she did it on purpose, or if you did it on by accident. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's, it's just what you, you know. What, I'm what nervous, yeah. and right before I go on stage, Barry Katz is like, he wants an earpiece and a and a mouth <laughs> mouthpiece, and I was like, what? You said this, Barry Katz to you? He goes, do not perform with a mic, a microphone. I go, Barry, I've only been doing stand up for like a year and he a half. Told you not to ha- have a mic. And I was like, I told him, I was like, I want a microphone. Yeah. I definitely want a microphone. He goes, then no mic stand. I go, no, I want a microphone and a mic stand. I definitely want a microphone and a mic stand. Yeah. I've never not had a microphone and a mic stand. What are you going to do with your hands? Yeah. I was like, no, we're getting one. He was like, well, whatever you do, take the mic stand and walk it out of the way. Do not let it stand in the center. And I was like, I was like, oh, I don't, yeah. like, you're giving me all this information right when I go on stage. You couldn't have done this like Tuesday. <laughs> right. And by the way, I learned that day one. Yeah. <laughs> Move the mic stand. So, so, so you, when you won, did you. Oh, okay. So, uh, Bill Bellamy. And the winner is John Ray. And everyone was shocked. But it was also a happy moment because there were pe- – I'm downplaying that I did I did well. Yeah. People actually like – I went out. Yeah, you won. Obviously, so went, you did well. Yeah. <laughs> and I went and I hugged him immediately. But he could tell he was just like, what just happened? Because here's the difference between first place and second place. $250,000. He got zero. Yeah, I got the rest, so it was like, "What just happened?" And I'm just hugging him. I'm like, "Dude, you're gonna kill this. You're fine. Don't worry about this." Yeah. I was giving him comfort. Yeah. Um, he's still a little pissed. I think, like, upset, worried about because he doesn't understand the Tignataro effect. What you were just saying, he doesn't understand yeah. that even though you might kill in that room, it, you ain't killing everywhere on TV. Yeah. So uh, I don't think he gets it because he's still – I've heard him on the radio stations talk about, like, I can't believe the Hemi guy beat me. This guy did a commercial. I'm like, dude, I've been stand up longer. Yeah. So he's still talking a little trash. But I love Lavelle. He's hilarious. Um, yeah. So – so uh, and by, by the way, I never even said this before. A judge pulled me aside because I was, I was like, it must have been so close. Like, I can't believe I won. Like – how close was it? And this judge goes, by the time Amer- by the time America got done voting, it did not matter what the UK did, what Australia did, what Canada did. You already won. I wanted a landslide. Really close. Really. Yeah. And I've never said that before because I'm not one of these like you know. Yeah. But I don't know. So so so. Bert Kreischer exclusive. <laughs> it's it's Tito's. It's a Tito's exclusive. <laughs> That's what it is. 
so you, dude, I'm having a blast. This is. This I is wish. Great. I wish all my podcasts could be like this. Not everyone wants to drink. A lot of people go. Um, I got to be in and out of forty five minutes, and I'm no. like, I don't think you get the concept of a podcast. No, the concept. This is, is how all of them should someone's be. Someone's in a car right now, and and I know you. I know who you are. Yeah. And you're driving in your car, and you've got two hours until you get home. Right. And it's two in the morning, and you're like, just stay with me for two more hours, Bert. <laughs> don't go anywhere. And I'm like, I'll see as right. far as we can go. Well, I'll do it for that guy. Um, but so 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 I won that. It was a great feeling. It was weird. It was like I don't know where my family was there. Um, and it it was a quarter great. of a million dollars. Yep. Agent and manager at this time. Yes, okay. at that point, yes, I had already. I mean, I had already been on sitcom. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Rodney Carrington. We'll we'll get to Rodney Carrington. Don't was, spoil Rodney Carrington. Okay, I don't know because it was before last comic stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah, trying yeah, to go yeah. like linear, but so when that oh dude, I got to tell you this one. Talk about uh, uh, humility or like narcissism. Yeah. So. Um, in the top five of Last Comic Standing, we had like a week or two off. And I went and did a gig in Laughlin, Nevada. Okay. Now, you've been to Laughlin, Nevada? Yeah. It's, it's sand people. It's sleaf stacks. It's horrible. <laughs> uh, and so I'm walking back to my hotel room. I see a drunk, pregnant lady walking down the hallway oh, with a cigarette. To- I swear to God. And I'm like, God oh, damn it, she's gonna recognize me. I don't want to talk to her. Because she's drunk, pregnant with a cigarette. Well, because that's my, in fan my base. brain. At, well, in my brain, this is the narcissist. I'm yeah. on. I'm on television. I'm yeah. a big deal now. I'm on Last Comic Standing. Of yeah. course, she's gonna recognize me. Yeah, that's where my head is. Yeah. So I'm walking, and I see her coming. I'm like, okay, don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. I had my head down, and I made that last second mistake where you look up for no reason. Yeah. And, and we locked eyes, and she goes, oh. Ha, ha. Here, well, whew, I guess you didn't win, huh? Oh, I'm shit. like, I go, no, it's not over. I'm in the top five. I mean, I have a chance to win. I, I need your vote. And she goes, what the hell are you talking about? I'm talking about that jet ski they're raffling off down there in the lobby. You're up here. I guess you didn't win. Like, I felt like this fucking big. Oh. I'm like, she's gonna think I'm this big star. And annoy me, yeah. But she's just like, I guess you didn't make a small talk. No, it was and I'm a dickhead. I need your vote. <laughs> need your vote for what? Oh, oh shut dude, the fuck I felt up. that big. <laughs> so when you, when after you win, you go backstage. Are people cool to you? Do people? Oh yeah, I'm likable. People, I mean, yeah. everyone liked me. I mean, we we all got along, and we did a tour. I mean, uh, we, we did the top five goes and does a tour. Was it you, Lavelle, Doug Stanton? Doug? Nope, it was me, Lavelle, Amy Schumer. Jerry D and Ralph Harris. Wow. Ralph Harris came in fifth. So Ralph Harris and Doug's Benson. Doug Benson came in sixth. Ralph because Fish. they challenged each other or something? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh they were gonna go after Amy. Ralph was gonna go after Amy. Something like that. I can't really remember that part, but I know there was something there with that. And uh, who else was in that? Yeah, Doug should have. I mean, well, should have, but who knows? But What's like, Ralph Harris doing now? Is he still touring? He's still doing, yeah. yeah he's he still. was a storyteller, right? Yeah, he does uh, an old uh, character, like his old grandpa or something, yeah. like an old man type of thing. He's more of like, honestly, he's more of a one-man show. Yeah. So for for him, it was kind of hard. It was really difficult. Which is why I came think, in fifth. Yeah. It, th- that if really, he had gone long for him, he may have <laughs> won. But he... um. Him and uh, Corey Holcomb, someone that I didn't know, was as funny as he is. Yeah. Because that show kind of castrates you a tad bit. It does. It makes you be someone that makes you uh, fall into form of what yeah. they want you to do performance-wise and not what you do. Yeah, and not, and not just that. But yeah, performance-wise, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like material-wise. Right. So it's like, okay, so what uh, five am I carving out of this 15-minute bit? Yeah. Like, how do you whittle it down? And you so, you, so you get the quarter of a million dollars. You get you. Oh, that's great. I won that. And then, uh, and then, honestly, a week later, I was in Hawaii getting married. I, we had been planning this wedding for a year. But to the naked eye, it looked like I won. And then he got a laugh. <laughs> but we had been planning it for a year. Yeah. And uh, so a, a week later, I'm in Hawaii, and I told them, I'm like, listen, I don't think I'm going to win, but if I do, just know that first week of the tour, I won't be on it. Yeah. I'm gonna oh, because the tour Hawaii. started immediately? Immediately. Oh, yeah, it was like a week later. Whatever it was, it fell into that time frame of our wedding. Oh, yeah. I, go, I will not be there. And they're like, okay, okay, okay. And then, and then I wasn't. And I was in Hawaii for like, you know, two weeks. Probably tour sold mediocrely. <laughs> well, Lavelle was headlining it. Oh, really? Yeah. And then Doug was took up the, you know, because he came in six, so he, yeah. he he filled in. And when I came back, then <laughs> Lavelle had to go back to, you know. And now I'm the headliner. Wow. So yeah. how was that tour? Was it fun? Yes, mostly. Were you guys on a tour bus? Yep. We had a nice tour bus. We went to, like, lots of cities. They treated us really good. How it was long like was the tour? How long was the tour? Oh, two months, maybe? Three? I don't know. Two months every Something week? Like that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I got to, that's where I got to know Amy really good. Like, we, we, I loved Amy Schumer. We were drinking. Me and Jerry D and Amy were, were just, like, that was my drinking buddy. Yeah. And, and Doug Benson, by the way. Um. But there was one moment. I'll tell this little story. <clears throat> okay. And but Ralph, I love you. <laughs> but Ralph <laughs> was late to the tour bus every time. Not sometimes. Every time. When I say late, 10 to 15 minutes late. Yeah. Okay. And we're and he's fifth. Now, everyone, <laughs> everyone else is on the bus. Yeah. Ready to roll. But he's waiting for his suit to be pressed. Or whatever it is. So he comes on, and Jerry D has had enough. He's like, dude, I'm going to say something. Like, this is bullshit, man. We've been waiting every goddamn time for this motherfucker, and I've had enough. I'm going to say Jerry's, something. He's poor, Scottish. Jerry's, poor Jerry's from Canada. He doesn't know how black people are. <laughs> that might be something. <laughs> and I said, Jerry, don't do it. Don't no, do it, dude. No, why are you I doing said, this, Jerry? <laughs> Ralph is military. He's a He's military too. And Lavelle's in the in the building. Oh. I, go, I said they're going to pick sides. Don't do this. This is going to be a war. I said don't don't say just don't do it. He's, he's no fucking. I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something. And so here comes Ralph. And, and Jerry's like, "Oh, glad you made it, Ralph. Thanks for coming, dude. I guess we can leave now. Start the engine. Ralph's here." <laughs> like being sarcastic as fuck. And uh, and Ralph calmly. Because Jerry has, I love you, Jerry, but Jerry's got that Scottish, he's just got, he's got yeah. that, his face turned red. Yeah. He had enough. And he's a, he, you know, he's like a soccer, you know, he's a, a kind of a jock. <clears throat> and so you can tell <laughs> Jerry's pissed. And, um, but Ralph, military, knew the state of comedy, goes, Jerry, just do the tour, man. Just do the tour. It's not your place. Just do the tour. But Jerry's like, and that pissed him off even more. And now there's this moment where they're like, I want to say half an inch from each other's faces. Really? Yelling and spitting at each other. Like, you know, when you get mad, you just fucking yeah, yeah, spit yeah, 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 yeah. And they're just going at it. 
And it, it was like a movie out of the 1960s where I'm pulling the white guy away. And here comes Lavelle pulling the black guy away. Oh, shut like, up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was that it was a weird moment. But that's the only problem we had. Really? But it was over in five minutes. We had a problem at our school today. Two da- uh, uh, well, he's a dad, too. But one of the teachers and a dad almost got into a fist fight. A teacher and a dad. Yeah, it was, was that uh, on the uh, World Star. No, <laughs> can I tell you the for, my first instinct was start videotaping. Well, like, I was yeah. like, I was like, this will really help move tickets in San Francisco. And yeah. so here's, here's new content. Yeah, and so all I got to do is just turn and go. Hey, Cops Comedy Club, June 9th and tenth. So uh, that's funny. I do that. I, I I. That's actually smart. I promote to see random shit and then just turn the camera. By the way, I'll be. <laughs> Whatever I do it, it all the time. That's I did the one I did today. I was I saw so Star smart. Tours driving down the street, and I just started. I pulled up next to him. We go, hey guys, right here, Bert Kreischer. I've been on TV for seven years. <laughs> I'm a famous comedian, and they, no one spoke English. So I they do just it stared every at me. time. Every time I see one, I do the same thing. Yeah, I go, hey, everybody's John Reap. Yeah, last comic standing. And they're like, who's that guy? They don't. They, most of the times, they don't speak English. I didn't know that. <laughs> they all have headsets on. So they're hearing a translator. Right, right, right. But um, but yeah, the, it's so funny because they got into it. And it was two men. That's the way men talk sometimes. True. Heated. It's it's. What are the it's age in, ranges here? Uh, they're both probably thirty-eight. Okay. About the same age. Yeah, forties. So it might be an even match. Uh, possibly one's, one's bigger than the other, but one's angrier than the other. Okay. <laughs> that goes a long way. And, That's good uh, to know. And uh, and I I post up to make sure that if something happens, someone's. There's someone that can split Wait, when them. Wait, you say them. post up? What do you I, mean? I just stand it like right near the both of them, yeah. So that if something happens, I can break it up. Okay. I, I just grab you, the. You make your presence known. I, I just stand up, like no. going like, like I'm I'm here yes. in case something happens uh-huh. because I'm a, because I'm a man and I've been around men my whole fucking life and I <laughs> understand how this works. Yeah. And well, they're not in L.A. They're sadly they're not. <laughs> and Good point. There's very few men, but these are two men. Thank these you. These are definite men. Yeah. And uh, and this fucking. I won't say fat, but like this fucking disgusting mom was like, hey, way to set an example for the children. And I felt like going, hey, this is how men talk when they're angry sometimes. Mm-hmm. We don't do what you do and just start crying. Right. Sometimes we raise our voices and right. we get in each other's faces. Let's see what happens. And, and, and that, it's, it is ingrained in our DNA. And you can't deny us that. Yeah. Sometimes that's what we have to do. Yeah. And sometimes, and by the way, like my wife's like, I'm going to fucking write an email and i was yeah. like no you're fucking not <laughs> i go that's just two men talking yeah. leave it yeah. it's fine and by the way you won't yeah in that moment you say you will yeah because i've been that way too i'm like god damn it and i'm i'm, I'm gonna write an angry email and i go like that's, I'm not, that's more work I, for me yeah i go what i'm not gonna what, do that why are you getting involved i go look they had a disagreement <laughs> you do it then they, they in walk, the moment they walked away right and they and they'll see each other tomorrow and they'll apologize right and they'll they'll talk it out but yeah, they both had valid points, and I just kind of was like, <laughs> and I was like, but it's so funny. How long me. did it last? Was it like a Oops. thirty second thing? No, I gotta be dead honest with you. Yeah, can I? I mean, please. I won't. This no I won't say any names. Okay. But they everyone that goes to our school knows who this is and okay. knows. So I'm not saying any names. <laughs> I'm not. Well, they don't listen to this podcast, do they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay, you're fine. So. It's so funny because all the women so, – there was a conversation earlier about something earlier. Yeah. And all the women noticed it immediately. They're like, oh, oh my God, oh. dot, 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 and dot, dot, dot are getting into it. Here we and go. And I saw it, and I went 
oh, fuck. I wish I could be closer to that so I could know what that was about. Yeah, yeah. Because they seemed to be heated uh-huh. at this event. And I was like, oh. So then they're putting away stuff, and I walk over, and they're talking about that confrontation. And I go, oh, yeah, what was that? And I'm with one of the guys, and he goes, ugh. And he just is telling me what the confrontation's about. And we're uh, walking. Yeah. We're walking across campus. Uh-huh. But he's talking f- fairly loud. And, oh, I, and I see oh, no. the other dude walking the other way, and I start going. I go, oh, that's what hey. started it. I go, hey, so he's, uh, he's coming up on us. Uh, he's coming up on us. Yeah. Uh, lower your voice a little bit. <laughs> he can hear a you. Mockingbird, mockingbird. <laughs> and, uh, and then all of a sudden, the other person hears him talking about him, and that's what started it. And I thought, I said, it's so funny. No one got how excited I was to go, I knew nothing. And then all of a sudden, now I'm in the center of it. Like, yeah. it was yeah. so much fun to yeah. be in the gossip. <laughs> like, I wanted to know what happened. And then I was like, fuck what happened. I mean, what's happening? <laughs> this is what's happening. Yeah. And, and so, but they were both, I mean, they were both, uh, the one guy. Was, I've not seen a real fight live in a long time. Like, in front of me, where some shit goes down. Now, there have been people being kicked out of clubs, you know, yeah. I've had, you know, but I don't, not a fight. Like, I a was, real fight I've not seen in a long time. Have you ever been knocked out? Uh, yeah, but not punched, thrown on my head. Oh, shit. Yeah, I got, I got suplexed. That's just a, what? I got suplexed. Was it a, was it a buddy situation, fucking around, or was no, it a fight? No, he was, he was, one of my, he was one of my really good friends, and I wrote a song in college, and I, it wasn't even bad. Like it was what what I did is I'd write songs in my fraternity yeah. and sing funny songs. Okay, they'd always be the John Cougar Mellencamp songs. Those are the only chord structures yeah. I could follow. Yeah. Well, and, to this day, uh, I drink a, a, a Jack and Diet Coke, Jack and Diane. I call yeah. it a little ditty. I say, <laughs> I got a date, and I go, "Give me a little ditty." They know what I want. <laughs> Fuck. And so uh, I sang a song. By the way, it wasn't even bad. My roommate, I was worse to my roommate, and I was bad to everyone, but. I guess he he had issues uh, and and uh and he this is a roommate. No, no, this is my friend. He, oh. he was uh in my fraternity. Yeah. And it was exams week, it was finals yeah. and he was graduating. Yeah. And I he just came up and we were playing pool at the fraternity house and he was like I was like, "What's up, buddy?" And he was like, uh, "Don't fucking talk to me." I was like, "Oh, you're not being serious right now." Right. And he's like, right. "I fucking told you. I told you not to sing that song." By the way, I didn't say anything bad about his girlfriend at all, at all. And nothing. <laughs> I said that okay. they had sex. But they've been dating for four fucking years. That she might be in the mix. Yeah, and so, <laughs> and so, and so, I was like, I was like, oh, you're not being serious. And he's like, get the fuck away from me. I go, I can't do that. We're friends. Come on, let's yeah. talk this out. I'm right. sorry. I'm really, I'm sorry. Sure. And he's like, no, fuck you. I'll fuck you up. I go, oh, you're gonna fuck me up. And then apparently he was At like, at some point you're like, like, well, let's go, but bitch. I was like, I didn't even get in his. I was in his face, but I wasn't like trying to fight him. I was trying to talk it out because we were yeah. friends. And then he just, he like, I I don't remember because I did get knocked unconscious. But I do remember – I don't remember to be dead honest with you. Yeah. I always re- envisioned it that I got suplexed Yeah, because I ended up – It I felt like it. Waking up with him on top of me holding my tongue because I would swallowed my tongue. Oh, shit. And, uh, or, so I think. Dude. And then I – and then he was – I he, think – He saved your life. Uh, I don't know. Well, some people can – you can choke on your tongue. I, well, there had been a guy – there had been a guy that had choked on his tongue at KA a month before and died. I think – or, or – and – Almost died, right. and so everyone that was on the top, everyone said. So I don't even know if I swallowed my tongue or if he was just holding my tongue because he knew I was out. So like he's just holding my tongue, and I woke up. Dude, this has to be a bit. No, oh, you got to do I've this. Never man. done this. This is bit. no. This is your new story. <laughs> Suplex, dude's holding your fucking tongue. Oh, it gets worse. Okay, it gets so Let's much go. worse. So I wake up and I'm like, why do you see your hand in my mouth? And I'm like so confused. Is this guy a dentist now? No. Okay. I think he sells produce. 
like a legit, but I think that's a family business. It's not like a bad, like sure. I think it's like a legit business. Okay. A, um, and uh, so he's in your mouth. He's in my mouth. After he suplexed you, and you're then, knocked out. You woke then, up with his hand in your mouth. He's holding your tongue. Is then, he apologizing? I remember. Well, I'm I, sorry. I wake up and I'm like, "What happened?" And this sounds so silly, but he like, <laughs> do you ever see like he like kind of crawled into the corner of the room like he was sitting on the ground and he like pushed back in the corner like like a like a spider like just crawled up to the corner and he was like why i'm so sorry i'm sorry oh, like oh, he, like he was really maybe. upset oh he was, i think he i think i think he was angry i think he, he didn't did know his that. own power i don't think he i think he did that he by the way he was a fucking badass was he a this big dude, dude was a no he, he was a big he was Strong. a thick dude yeah he was like probably solid he was like he was like rogan like pro- right. almost identical to Rogan, gotcha. but imagine if Rogan had a much bigger jaw, yeah, oh, and shit. like and and uh, and was like like dark Italian. Um, like this sounds like that dude from Batman. What's that evil? with the fucking <laughs> Bane? Yeah, <laughs> and he like Bane, and he was upset, and I was like, "What happened?" Yeah, and he's like, "What?" I think someone went and called nine one one. Wow. I don't know how long I was out for. Someone went and called 911, and I woke up, and it was just me and him in the room. Everyone wow. had left to go get 911 or call the cops or whatever, and it was just me and him in the room, and he was, like, really upset. He's like, I'm so sorry. Because I think he went from really angry to realizing, oh, fuck, I could have just killed him. Could have killed the guy. And, and a friend at that. Yeah. And I just got he up. snapped. I got up, and I was like, I got a test to take. <laughs> and so I walk off right. campus. Yeah. I get in. Where's my gum? I get into my my <laughs> sister's car. My sister's car at the time, yeah. which is like a blue uh, convertible mm-hmm. and uh, like a Mustang. Sure. And I drive it on campus, and I realize I don't really know where I am. I'm like, oh, I'm shit. like, I don't know where Wait, I am. You are that dazed after this. I'm so confused. Yeah. I'm like so confused. That's a, that's a concussion. Yeah. And so I get on campus, and I'm like, where the fuck am I? And so I pull into this. This building that I've never been to, right? I pull into it, I get out, I go into the building, I walk into a classroom, I sit down, and they're like, "What are you doing?" And I was <laughs> like, "And I get up from the classroom, I walk out, I go into the bathroom, I look in the mirror, and I don't recognize myself." And I was like, "Who the fuck? Who am I?" Holy and I was, shit, and I start dude. like having panic, going, "Who the wow. fuck am I?" So I go sit on down on campus. You've never talked about this before. Never talked about this. Dude, I sit down on campus. This is big, and I don't. I can't. I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. I can't collect a thought. Like I can't string a thought together. Like how long did that last? That that uh, that, that, that confusion. It lasted for a very long time. Uh, I a start. Day? I start crying. Oh wow! And this girl, this pie fi came up and sat and said, "Hey, Bert," and thought I was joking. So I was funny. Uh-huh. She's like, "What are you doing?" And sat down next to me, and I was like, "I don't know who I, I am. I don't know what I'm, I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know anything right now. Wow. I can't. I can't." get my thoughts to connect wow i couldn't like i could start a thought but i couldn't follow it sure and well that's a, dude, that's a concussion it's, it was definitely a concussion how old were you at the time 20 god damn had i been to russia in your 20s. no 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 oh, i wasn't even way, 21 i was two things to tell you that i have before we leave this yeah, conversation I was, before we, uh, this podcast ends 19 20 years old 19 or 20 yeah i went to russia as well and I have a Russia story. Seriously. And because you killed it with your machine story, I can never tell it. Wait, what's your Russian you story? You killed it so hard, I'm not allowed to talk about it. That's how I feel. I swear to God. Wait, what's your Russian story? In, uh, uh, in 1990, I'm 45 years old. Okay. So out of high school, 18 years old, there was this program called People to People. 1990 is right. The wall had fallen. It, well, it was about to fall. It had when I went. It had no, it was Gorbachev. Oh, 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 Russia. Gorbachev Russia, okay, was yeah. still okay. The dude. Yeah. 
And uh, there's this program called People to People, founded by Dwight D. Eisenhower, blah, blah, blah. It's basically the youth of America goes to other countries to party with the youth of other countries just to befriend them and in the hopes of making a friend in another country and not bomb them. It's a world, It's kind of a peace mission, right? Yeah. So I love this. I idea. didn't know about this. I didn't know about it. But my brother made straight A's in high school. My brother's smart as shit. He's a civil engineer. Like he builds buildings and bridges. My brother's the smart one. Yeah. And good looking. I hate this motherfucker. <laughs> I love you, Jason. Um, but he was chosen. They find kids. They go like, this dude's, he's going to be a, he's going to be a people to people person. Now, when they choose you, you're allowed to bring a friend. Shut the fuck up. So my dad goes, you're taking your brother. So I was by default. Went to right. Re- I didn't want to go. Nineteen ninety. You were just in college. Yeah, I was eighteen. I had just graduated high school. Oh shit! I'm forty five years old. In nineteen ninety, I I was eighteen, <clears throat> and I was like, "Fuck that! I want to hang out with my friends. I want to go to the beach. I'm not oh. going to Chernobyl. I'm not going to fucking, you know, uh, Russia. Yeah. Like I want to do this." But my dad's like, "No, you're going. You're going. You're going. You're going." So I was there for three weeks, and I, I, and I also got arrested. Hold wait, hold on. So wait, tell me this. This story. is why I can never talk about it. Tell me the story. I'm so happy to be doing this with you because I wanted to tell you this for a long time. Tell me the story because you're so famous for this. Your machine story, which by the way is goddamn hilarious. It's it's uh it's so funny you say that because I go I I I'm like concerned like that that's all like because I go to my shows and I literally from the second I step on stage until I get off yeah. they're just yelling the machine. You you have to. I have topless to tell all the time. I have to tell it all Not just time. that, but also, like, you have to take your shirt off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way, is awesome. Segura. Oh, I wish yeah. I could have done that. It's, That's a smart move. I don't <laughs> wear shirts. It's. I don't wear shirts sometimes. <laughs> Someone said to me, you're really going to take it off your shirt. I go, I do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I go, so do you. Uh, Segura called me one time. He goes, uh, he goes, are you taking off your shirt for your next special? And I go, I guess so. And he lost it laughing. And he goes, you know, you'll have to do that for the rest of your life. You'll have to do that for the you rest of your life. Honestly, do the next one with no pants. <laughs> and a shirt, yeah, but not na- not like just just like you know, like a box, like a, like a tidy whitey th- thing. I've overthought what. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. I took my shirt off for the first time because I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't. I'm killing the Citron. By the kill way, kill it, kill it. I didn't want. I didn't like. I don't like thinking about what to wear on stage. Yeah. Like when you said I, I wore flannels, I go, oh, that's got to be so warming to know what you have to wear every time and just have like an outfit you can go to. Yeah. Like for me, it was t-shirts for a long time. Yeah. But then I started looking so fat in t-shirts, I was like, that doesn't look good. Yeah. Now I just, I it, it makes me feel very warm to go. It doesn't matter what shirt I put on, right? Because it's coming off the second I'm on stage, <laughs> and then I'm, and then that's what I wear. I just wear jeans and shoes. Dude, do you sell? I know you have merchandise, but do you sell? A T-shirt. You should sell a T-shirt. It's very that expensive. is Velcro that just like, fucking rips oh. off. Oh no, the one we want to sell is <laughs> is a picture is of my ch- my wife and I, a yeah, picture yeah. of my chest and arms and back. Put it on a T-shirt and just so That's people smart. can put on a shirt that is me shirtless, <laughs> but it's really expensive to make. Yeah, well, those are because they're yeah. real images. Yeah, they're real images. So wait, so wait, so you go to okay. Russia in 1990. I'll, I'll fill you. 1990, people to people. I go to Russia. What part? I went to Moscow. I went to um, the Ukraine. Yeah. But when it was part of, it was the Soviet Union. Kiev? Or not Kiev? No, I did not go to Kiev. Yeah. By the way, I'll give you all my Russian. Хорошо, привет, как дела? Я не понимаю, пожалуйста. So that's all I know. Uh, I think I said, hello, thank you, goodbye. What, what time is it? Or something. <laughs> all I can say I, is I, I, I work pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, 
I was the misfit that got allowed to go with these smart people to Russia. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not. By my the, dad by made way, me go. By the way, by I didn't the way, want to go. By the way, I was the misfit that got to go with smart people to Russia too. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, because I didn't know how to speak Russian. I just had gotten into class so that I could get a C, and then they're like, if you go, you get a minor. So all these kids were serious about Russian, right. and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to party with the mob. And by the way, for your listeners, I'm going to send you these pictures. I have proof of this. I'm going to send you pictures. Uh, I, got pictures I got pictures of everyone I, everyone in the, the, from the whole trip in my okay. fucking whatchamacallit. All right, good. I'm going to send you five pictures. Um, okay, so now... Um, I think the city we were in when this happened, I forget, I forget where it was. Anyway, I'm hanging out. Basically, we had to go do these appearances as uh, Americans. And by the way, back then, they loved anything American. They loved jeans. They loved oh. bubble gum. They loved ink pens that had English writing on it because it was from America. They loved anything American. So my mother worked at a phone company and she just gave me a hundred pens like just give these out when just as a gift a, a small tiny gift just give them an ink pen yeah so i meet this dude at this event that we're doing as these americans just hanging out watching their you know their 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 uh event i think that we, we, we saw a lot of the dances we saw a lot of the Did you go to the circus where they make the bears walk on tight ropes i didn't see that one oh. very similar uh <laughs> It wasn't a three-ring circus. It was just a uh, two-ring. But we did do a lot of that shit. Yeah. And, um, I mean, we were all I – mean, I can't even remember half the cities we did. But anyway, so now the misfit and me, I just want to – and by the way, they speak perfect English over there. Yeah. These fuckers, we're the idiots. We're the only ones who don't speak any other languages. Yeah. They know English. So I'm talking to this Russian kid. I'm like, um, hey, man, uh, teach me some Russian cuss words. Like, how, how do you say motherfucker? Yeah, you know, and we're just bonding. You know, two little misfits hanging out, smoking cigarettes, and uh, I go, "You're hilarious, man. Let's be pen pals." This was 1990 before the internet. <laughs> now look up. Pal. I want you to look up pen pals. <laughs> pen pals. <laughs> I no one's a, gonna know what that is. I got a pen pal. I think from China. Do you? I know. Do you have is, one? There was a, like a magazine you could. You could ask, you could write in and ask for a pen pal in the back of this magazine. And you I wrote in money. and said, I wanted a pen pal. Yeah. So they wrote a letter to me, uh -huh. and then I just never wrote back. <laughs> I was like, cool. Thank right. you. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. Well, that's what happens eventually. Yeah. You just get like, why am I talking to this? I don't know this dude. Yeah. But I'm like, in that moment, pen pal. I'm like, we should stay in touch. You're hilarious. Oh. Let's be pen pals. Yeah. Now, at this event that we were at, they had this um, little souvenir that they had made where it was an American flag mixed in with a fucking Soviet flag. So it was like the red, white, and blue mixed with the sickle and hammer. Okay. And there was like an eagle in it and a fucking bear. It's a really cool design. People don't remember how, how much we were enemies. No, right. Like, we were them and ISIS. Like, yeah. that was us. We yeah, hated it was. You were allowed to hate them out loud? Yeah. Like, it was. Oh, we, I thought I was going to die. I thought they were going to nuke us. My dad used to I say thought stuff they were, like, I thought I was going to have a nuclear war when I was like 7, 16. Yeah. Oh, I definitely thought a nuke. There was a movie that came out the day after, I think, that was all mm -hmm. about. Yeah. And, and, and. My parents didn't let me watch it. My, I, I, did, I never learned how to play soccer because we hated them so yeah. much. Like, my dad's like, what are you, a pinko commie? No, you play baseball. You're an American. <laughs> That's right. And I, I played baseball. Yeah. I, That's I America. Yeah. So, so you're going to eat this apple pie. You're at this event. So, yeah. So, uh, uh, okay. So, um, in this moment where he's teaching me Russian cuss words and I have this ink pen, 
I'm like, let's be pen pals. And he has the fucking piece of paper that has the flags mixed together. And I go, cool, I'll just write my address on this. And so I wrote my address down, and I gave him the ink pen as a souvenir. Yeah. And he gave me his address. Now, what I didn't know was that this dude was notorious for trading shit illegally on the black market. <laughs> Bert, this is all true shit. It's why I'm afraid to talk about it because your well, story is I so fucking know. good. It's this guy was notorious <laughs> for trading shit on the black market. What I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, I wait. The only we I was smoking <laughs> cigarettes, learning motherfucker. I one time. I want to be your best friend. I one time went to uh, Toronto. No, yeah. which one's on? Which one's on the west coast? West or east? The, co- east uh, coast. East coast. Is well, it? Uh, east is Montreal. Uh, maybe west I was in, is I don't know. Uh, Vancouver. In the middle is Toronto. I think I went to to Toronto. Okay. And I had brought uh, six thousand dollars <laughs> cash in Canadian cash because I wanted to buy diamond rings for my earrings for my wife. That's all. And awesome. I had I had. I'd always had this merch money, and the trans. Sure. Tra- I always keep Canadian mer- merch money. I just keep it and hold on to it. That's it's not money I I, mo- I, li- I miss, and then I always figure one day I'll take my family up. We'll go on vacation, a band or something. Yeah. And so I, I accrued all this money. I go fuck it. I'll buy her diamond rings. And so uh, in Canada, in Canada, cause I was like, I was like, probably cheaper. Well, it, it's one hundred percent cheaper because I don't count that as real money. Right. <laughs> and so that's right. So I go to Canada. Real diamonds. I do this show. I have the six thousand dollars in my pocket. So I don't want to let it go of it. And I get in a car with this guy, and he goes, hey, you mind if we get my buddy a ride? Now, what I didn't know is his buddy was one of the biggest Coke dealers in Canada and happened to have exactly exactly $6,000 worth of Coke on him. Some of the best stories start with what I didn't know. What I didn't know? (laughs) That's fucking great. Oh, that's fucking great. So this dude apparently was this Russian kid. I'm saying he was 20. I was 18. I don't know. He's in my age group, you know. So – these what I police officers know. see us. They just see me handing him a pen. They see him handing me a piece of paper. In their brain, we're trading some shit illegally. And at the time, I happen to have hand cramps, and I'm going five, yeah. ten. I want twenty five. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and I had this huge box of blue jeans behind me. <laughs> but so, and, and by the way, I was like, you know, I was a misfit. I'm not supposed to be there. I'm not yeah. hanging out with the nerds yeah. that were actually smart. I'm like off by myself talking to a Russian dude, smoking a cigarette. Yeah. So I, my group doesn't know that I got detained by this Russian officer who came over. And he grabbed both of us. And he took us into the hotel, went back in some fucking office, and I'm sweating bullets. You know, I'm thinking I'm going to fucking, you know, what's that? Uh, God damn it, what's that place in Russia? The Gulag? No. Uh, Siberia. Siberia! <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm going to Siberia. And uh, the Russian officer does not speak English. I don't speak Russian. My, <laughs> our, this guy goes, I'll translate, our, don't worry. Our, our interpreter is the guy who fucked me over in this. Shut up! Our, this deal. So we're he, he, he grabs us, and there's this moment where we're in this office, and they're yelling at each other in Russian. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? What are you guys saying? What are you I'm guys like, saying? I'm like, what's going on, man? What's, what's happening? He goes, do not worry about it. This is bullshit. I got this. Do not worry about it. I'm like, what the fuck? And they cuss. Now, the officer, at some point, points to that guy and goes, like, waves him out. Like, get out of here. Leave. Now, here's me and this dude. He doesn't speak English. I don't speak Russian. But we're just staring at each other. 
And he looks at me and he makes a sign like, do you, the, you know, the check, like, do you have an ink pen? Yeah. He looks at me and goes like this, like, I will need an ink pen. I go, well, that's kind of why I'm in here, right? I've got a, I've got a bag of ink pens because my mother gave them to me to get, hand Boy, out to people as a souvenir. I'm like, yeah, I got you a just pen. straight gold. I'm the ink pen guy. That's my thing. How many do you want? <laughs> Jesus did miracles. I give ink pens. <laughs> so I'm like, but I also like maybe it's a trick question. I'm, yeah. Was you trying to trap me? Yeah, yeah. So I just handed him an ink pen. And he looked at it and he's like, oh, cool. He's hitting the fucking button. He's like, he's looking at it, reading the fucking. It, it, it said Sintel. It was a fucking phone company. Nothing nothing exotic. Yeah. But it, it was English. He's like, oh, oh, yeah. And so he starts filling out a form with my ink pen that I just gave him. He's writing out this form. And then he leaves. Now, I'm sitting in this office by myself. My people don't know that I've been detained by this Russian this officer. straight up locked up. I am, by, I am fucking shitting bullets. Then he comes out two minutes later, and he, he had a, uh, a pendant that, was a, uh, that had wings coming out of it. It was a, it was a straight up sickle and hammer. It was like an like a emblem type, yeah. something, something you put in a hat or, you know. And he goes, and he, uh, and he handed it to me. And, the, and then he motioned me, like, out, like, go. So he arrested me for trading, then he traded with me. That's so exactly look, what happened. Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's like someone finding drugs on you and then lighting the joint with you and That's going, exactly what happened. He goes, you fuckers can't do that, brings us back to the office, kicks that guy out, takes my pen, and gives me a hammer. Oh. And they're like, that's it. So that's my Russia story. But I, had, I was there for three weeks um, in 1990. I'm going to send you... Uh, pictures. I had a fanny pack. I went to uh, Moscow. I, was at, I saw Lenin's tomb. I was in I saw Red Lenin's Square. Tomb. Yeah, yep. Red, Red Square I was saw great. All that shit. Yeah. I was the most hungover I've ever been in my entire life. That <laughs> was right after we robbed the train. We went straight to Lenin's Square. Mm-hmm. With Lenin's tomb, uh, Red Square. Yeah, and it's was, down. You, people don't know you have to go walk down. Yeah, it was. It's not like a building. You have to walk down steps to get down to the tomb. I wish I remembered that day. Yeah, <laughs> I literally wish I remembered that day. I was so. Hung over and and my whole class hated me. They were so mad at me because you you're the cool one. Cause, no, because I'd robbed them, <laughs> and and then I well, got away with too. it. And they were so mad. And I was there's like, also that some of them some of them were cool, but most of them were yeah. Most of them were pretty upset. Remind me of why you were even there. Study abroad. Study abroad at Florida State. Were you chosen? Uh, no, no. They what I, the choice you made. Uh, no, you know what? So funny is my dad. Uh, really pushed it, okay. Because I I did, I took I took four semesters of Russian, yeah, but never learned it because it was all I had to do. They needed kids to make the class happen. Yeah, so no one's learning Russian yeah. at that time. We beat them. Why is that? Why do we need to learn their language? Right. And so, uh, and then my teacher, uh, beautiful woman named mm-hmm. Kendra. Kendra, shout out to Kendra. Shout out Kendra. Love you, Kendra. Kendra was uh, was teaching. Um, I think she was getting her master's in old church Slavonic. Oh shit! I just remember that. I remember that her. She talked about old church Slavonic, Slovakia shit, and and so it's like it's like the origins of the Russian language, right? Right. And so she was getting her master's or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, I say master's in the story because it's quicker, but I think she, I, I'm almost certain she was getting her master's. Okay, she was in the well advanced program. Gotcha. And she was uh, she hot? Yeah, yeah, really sexy. How old was she? A little bit older than me. Like by, the year, way, by the way, uh, she always no. I would I would Five. say like I was probably maybe she was twenty five, yeah. and I was like twenty two, yeah, twenty twenty one, right. But she really that's came, a lifetime. Then 
as a dude yeah. and the chick's older. Oh, yeah. Because they don't look at younger dudes. She was so cool and sexy and smart. Mm-hmm. And, like, and I was I was definitely attracted to her. The only reason I sat through the first class was because she was hot. And I was like, yeah, I'll definitely sit through a hot teacher. <laughs> And uh, and she always cared about me. She really genuinely cared about me and wanted me to learn language. Like always wanted to inspire me to learn the language. Right. And like I went over and to her house one time and, and studied with her. And and I could and she was cool. Like I remember one time I was like, yeah, I'm. I had a panic attack randomly. Uh, I think I'd done coke that weekend. <laughs> And it was like a Monday, and I had a panic attack, legit panic attack. Wow! And I called her, and we had a test, and I was like, I'm not coming in today, and I'm not. I'm Let's sorry. That, and she was just like, cool. She's like, don't worry about it. Yeah. But. Uh, she she said to me, you know, when I first took class, listen, I need like 14 kids to teach this class. You're the 14th. And if you stake around, we can teach it. And all these kids can take the class. Or you can leave, and then no one gets to take Russian. And I was, and she's like, what? and I don't get to teach it. Oh, so I was that, like. Yeah, you have to now. She was like, I, I, like you'll do good in the class. Trust yeah. me. And I was like, really? She's <laughs> like, like, yeah, you'll get a C. Like, right, right. And I was like, done. You'll pass. And so I never really learned it until That's I awesome. went to Russia. And and when Do you know any Russian Words now. Kunyashna. What, what does that mean? Of course. Do you know what is this? I, I'm going I'm to throw some at you. Okay. Uh, uh, I understand what you're saying. It means I don't understand what you're saying. Oh, Yanipan Oh, yeah, yeah. Squika. Uh, Squika? Oh, that's, uh, I like How riding much? horses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have just left that there. I remember being in a hotel and seeing all these Russian hookers down at the, at the lobby. Dude, and I'm looking up. Hottest. I'm looking up. I'm looking up. Like, what do I? I just want to yell at them. And I look up how much. It was Squika. That's how I know that because I was like Squika. So fucking hot. So and they know they're fucking hot, hot too. That's a dude. The women in Russia. So hot. Like I can tell when a woman's from Russia in the mm-hmm. states. Like when I see a Russian woman, yep. I know she's Russian right away. Dude, I I to this day it's so funny. One of my daughter's aides i think she's a daughter my, one of my daughter's aides yeah uh, she's a, a aide at our school i think she helped out with isla last year uh-huh. and uh she's very pretty but yeah. she's real russian i made her cry one time i made her cry because it was a long story <laughs> i had a, i had an incident i was doing parking valet and uh and she double parked and i was a little aggressive very cool chick though okay. she was very good to my daughter I, I'm after i was a shitting russian her. female cries at all i made two women cry that day both well, to my, make a both of my cry, daughters. That's, that's fucking hardcore. And so, uh, but Isla always wears my sh- my machine shirts are really fucking comfortable. Yeah, They're legit comfortable. Soft tees, man. Yeah. That's where it's at. And she, it says I am the machine in Russian. And she, she one day comes up to me and she goes, "I have to ask." Very, very Russian asking. She goes, "Isla wears those shirts with your picture." It says, "I am car. I am machine." <laughs> And Why I was does like, she have the like, shirt that says the car? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. She goes, what What does it mean? And I said, when I was a kid, I got involved with the Russian mafia, and we robbed a train. And she was like, wait, when? And I said, like, 1995. She goes, oh, wait, how? when? Can I hear this? And I was like, yeah, it's online. Go. She watched it. <laughs> Google me, bitch. She watched it and then came back the next day, and she's like, that is so true. That is so true. And I was wow. like, yeah, yeah. What year did you go again? 95. I yeah, think I not, missed you by five years. I was there in 90. That was see when I by the time I got there the the wall it had already fallen the wall had fallen and it was um, Russia not Soviet Union it was uh, Russia I think and if I do it, the yeah. mob ran everything yeah. and we, we paid off the mafia to to for our trip dude I saw okay uh, this is a great I love this in the Red Square now we're, we're obviously Americans 
Yeah. You know, and we, we're dressed different. We all have the same shirts on. Dressed. Fucking. Wait, you had to wear the same shirts? Yeah, it was a <laughs> fucking group. I had a fanny pack. I'm going to send you a, a picture of me with a fanny pack, acid wash jeans, braided belt. <laughs> Burn, come back. I'm getting And in Red Square. So anyway, we knew that we were being watched, followed, right? They, they spied on us. They want, they, we knew our phone calls were recorded. The, you know, this is, uh, and this is 1990. They still do this shit today. Hello. So we are, uh, we're walking down this square, and some dude must have been like a pit pocket kind of dude, like some guy that was going to rob us possibly. Yeah. But like out of nowhere, there's like three Russian cops and they don't fucking play. No. Like, it's a straight-up sidekick to the face. It wasn't even like a tackle. I need to talk to you first. This dude just got kicked in the face. This is my fanny pack. Uh, here you go. Well, it's two fanny packs in this picture. This is me and the... This is me and... <laughs> is this the, you? Yeah, it's me. Look at you, This dude. is me and uh, one of... And Big Igor on the train. Uh, also, here's, uh, there's two things I like about this picture. You're pushing out the gut. You're being funny. You got the beer. You got the fanny pack. And you got fucking do-rag in the background. I wore a do rag. Me and the mob. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, Arm wrestling. (laughs) That's the mob guy. The do rag's the mob guy. Is that right? Yeah. Have you posted this? No. Why wouldn't you? Because he's probably dead. I don't want to fucking. (laughs) Just don't put his name up there. uh, There's a picture of the the day. This is the second after I robbed the train. That is in here. The second, like, wow. I'm this glad. is you yeah. ready for this? Yeah, I want to see this picture. This is me. This is a picture of mm-hmm. me finding out okay. that I'm not going to jail. You're not going to jail. Yeah. Oh, you're so happy. You smoke a cigarette? Yeah, I smoked a cigarette back then. <laughs> you know, who you look like in this picture. Who? Do you know? <laughs> you look like a young Mike Faverman. Who's Mike Faverman? Uh, I know Mike Faverman, comedian. Yeah. Anyway, that is me finding that out. That is, but you're also very like, like are you, it looks like you're saying, "Are you shitting me?" Like I'm I, not going to jail. I am. It looks like you're leaning my in. Buddy, saying, my are buddy, my buddy DJ me? took these pictures, and he what gave kind them of beer to is me. That? It's a Baltica. My buddy DJ took these pictures, yeah, and he that's crazy. And he gave this to me, and this is me, literally, set, like, probably seconds after finding out I'm not going to jail. The machine and. I, I I took a picture of that and then I went I posted it and I pulled it down immediately. My wife said, "Pull it down." Yeah, you don't put them out there. She's like, "Don't put anyone yeah, in the yeah. mafia." Don't if put you're anyone. telling that story. Yeah. don't show just don't show pieces. it. But what's crazy is the yeah. reason that story went viral on Facebook is yeah. because those people that in my class posted all the pictures, and so they're all online. You can see them all online. Right. But but that one is that was How my favorite. How many people were you with like your group? <sighs> Was it I like, would say I would I would say thirty. Yeah. Okay. I would guess thirty. You guys didn't have to wear the same shirts like us, huh? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, and what's crazy about that picture I just showed you is I recollect it very different than that moment. I remember wearing something very different. Yeah. I remember it's my crazy. memory like being. I remember what I was wearing distinctly. I was wearing jeans and an Obermeyer pullover uh, shirt. A jacket, ski shell, wow, with uh, Merrill boots, and clearly I'm in a white collared shirt. Yeah, yeah, like that's crazy, right? Ah, oh, it's so fucking bizarre. The way I'm going to send you this picture of me in Red Square. I have a fanny pack, 
Acid wash jeans. I want to see it. And I'm wearing the uh, God. What was this fucking? Uh, bu- bu- do you remember Bugle Boy jeans? Of course, I remember Bugle Boy. <laughs> so this T-shirt just says Bugle Boy. Uh, <laughs> it's just a T-shirt. Oh, uh, which which they probably read as like you must be part of the military. He plays Bugle. Here comes a Bugle Boy. Not 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 not. Here he comes. Okay, he let's did. talk about Rodney Carrington. Yes. So Rodney Carrington. Oh, right, we're, we're two hours right now. Yeah, oh my so, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. This flies, dude. Do you want to it, cut this up? No, 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 no. Post it as, dude, trust me when I tell you. Uh, the Can people I that listen to this podcast, me? I am very tentative to say my fans, but I, yeah. I will say, because we all share fans. Sure, we sure, all have sure, the same sure. fans. They, it, they it jump. sounds egotistical saying yeah. fan. I hate saying I have a fan page on Facebook. Um, I was so, you want to hear something crazy? I had a legit fan page that fans made for me for Travel Channel. Oh, that's good. And Travel Channel made them pull it down because they were like, we don't control it. And I was like, no, it's called a fan page. Yeah, they made it. They made it. Yeah, this you guy, con- Rocco, who, by the way. I, shout I, out to Rocco. Shout out to Rocco. I love Rocco. Great guy. Yeah. He uh, he he likes you. He made this fucking great What's page. Wrong with well, the, that? well, the problem is Rocco knows the problem with Rocco <laughs> is that he was then bullying people on them because he oh, he's he, talking um, shit. He, he he was posting as Bert the Conqueror to like fans would say stuff and he'd be like, "Fuck you, blocked." Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, have you ever got? But by argument? the way, that's what made me like Rocco. <laughs> is I was like, yeah, yeah, I like Rocco. Someone talking shit about our show. Fuck him, Rocco. Block him. <laughs> Fucking yeah. light him up. That's before the middle the middle figure emoji too. Yeah, actually, I had to type that shit out. Like, I do you do you ever get in arguments with your fans? Uh, no. Have you been baited? No, never okay. once. So what? The only thing I've ever done, yeah. I've never blocked anyone ever. Yeah. <clears throat> the only thing I ever did is recently I posted a picture. I was in Hawaii. I posted a picture of my daughter. Yeah. One of my oh. one of my best friends. Made a joke. Yeah. He's my best friend. I, one of my best friends. Right. I know him very well. I know there's no malice in his heart. I know he's not trying okay. to hurt my feeling or my daughter's feelings. Sure. I also know that he's a single goofball idiot right. guy that right. is who makes money and he just fucks around. He sounds like John around. Rape. It's, uh, <laughs> sounds a lot like Ari Shafir. That's true. And so and so and so uh, he wasn't. He was just being funny. It's Ari. It's Ari being Ari. It was innocent. It was in in all honesty, it was. Yeah, it wasn't because he knows. But when you saw it, it wasn't at the time. I didn't even see it. I don't read comments. Oh, okay. Leanne saw it, and Who Leanne, oh, my wife. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah she yeah. got upset. Oh, that's and a she big was one. like, she was that's like, she's like, yo, call Ari and tell him to take that comment down. I go, fuck it. Oh, it was take. Ari. Yeah, it was. It was actually Ari. <laughs> I thought. Yeah, it was actually. I thought you used as an actually, example of this it was person. Actually, Ari. <laughs> it's definitely Ari. Shout out Ari. <laughs> so. I uh, I go, <laughs> no, hilarious. fuck that. I'm not going to call Ari to tell him to take it down. I'll just take down the picture. And so I take down the picture. Mm-hmm. But before I take it down, I look at the comments. And I went, I went, oh. Like, why? Like there are all these people that follow me that obviously look at my pictures. Yeah. They said really mean, mean things about my daughter. But they they weren't trying to be funny. They were just being mean. So I went through and blocked them all. And I was like, and then, yeah. I, and then, I, and then I called Ari. And I obviously, I've known him already for a long time. I love him. I love him. And I was like, hey, man, just. Please don't do that again. I go if I post a picture of my daughter. I don't like the, both the, of my daughters are fucked up. Like, but comment. like, like I go just don't. Please don't. Nori's like I'm. I'm sorry. I didn't mean. I didn't know that would cause problem. I go yeah. Georgia's online. She sees that shit. Yeah. And if she saw it, it might hurt her feelings. I don't want her. Right. Like it's my kid. That's the part. And and but by the way, that's the conversation. Obviously, I'm sharing on this podcast. But it's a conversation I have with my friends. Yeah. And and Tom Tom and I did that fat shaming thing. And there was definitely a time where we spoke like two really good friends about. Us hurting each other's feelings and yeah. lo- and like like at one point Stanhope didn't know that 
Tom and I were friends, and he was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" And then Tom I, Segura, yeah, yeah. And then I had to like be like, "No, he's my good friend. Trust me." Yeah. And then Tom. Oh, like, so you you guys were fake shit talking? Oh, you didn't hear about that fat no, shaming? No, no, shit. Sorry. Oh my god. Dude, I, I, I'm, I'm not a comedy nerd. Like I don't do anything. Oh. I just fucking I watch two shows, and I sleep. I'm, yeah. the, I'm the I'm the nerd of not being a nerd. It's but uh, I should be. It's what no, happened. We, we got to a big fat shaming thing, and, and we both ended up. Oh losing. no, no, I know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, we no, both I, ended up losing I, yeah. weight. Well, that was a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. But yeah. some people, like San Hope, came to him from it from Bisbee and was like, "Dude, what the fuck's going on? Are you oh. really in a beef?" Like a, a bunch of people actually said that. Like, are you guys really fighting? And I was like, "No, we're good friends." It was obvious. But it's, to but, me, it was obvious. It was a joke. But obviously, there was a one, at one point. Try the Tito's. Have you tried the Tito's yet? I'm going to. Yeah, get in on the uh, Tito's. Oh, I didn't want to invite. No, myself. no, no, no. We got a whole bottle up there. It is Russia night. Yeah, vodka's our thing. So uh, at one point, like vodka, we had to say uh, I, we had me and Tom had many very serious conversations about that moment. Soda. Uh, I got water. soda water inside. You want me to go grab it? Can you pause this? Because I have to pee so bad. Yeah, let's pause it. All right, let's pause it. We'll be right back. Uh, hold on, hold on. Don't forget, we're talking. Uh, who gives? A no, 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 no. We're talking fat shaming. We'll talk fat shaming, right? Ari. Ari. Blocking. I also want to talk. Uh, I got one story. Because I saw you. You had a picture. Yeah. Where you're arm wrestling a dude. Yeah. One of them. And I've never talked about this on stage, but I want to possibly. So okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jam this with you. All right. I'm going to hit stop, and then we'll start up again when we get back. Love we're, it. we're at two hours right now. Jesus Christ. Only 500 feet from you? Yeah. But I'm fine. All right. You ready? So close. Yes. So, yes. So, uh, I'm uh, to wrap Fat up. Shaming. To, uh but yes, there were plenty of times where Tom and I got on the phone and talked privately right. about how we felt yeah. and about our weight loss, and we were like trying to make sure that we were okay with what's going on because it was it got it got a little out of hand. I think it's I liked to me it was always when I see two comedians online going yeah. at it, I always think well they they orchestrated this, yeah, you know because to me we're all fraternity brothers, we're always ships passing in the night. We did the exact same thing, yeah. And so, I, I see no hate involved. Yeah, unless you actually. But there's people there's that people there's people that hate. like yeah. like one of the things that really bothered me about that that when I start, well, one of the things that made me want to start blocking people is that like like people were just saying really daughter. mean things and I was like yeah. there's no comedy involved you're not like I I talked right. to someone about this the other day I go you're not my boy like right. we don't like we didn't, yeah yeah you've not earned the right to insult me yeah like like we're not besties right make sure that's. That's good. That's carbonated. What is this? Uh, it's a soda stream. We got. Did you them. make it? No. Yeah, it made that carbonated water. It's fucking I love best. It. <laughs> um, but I was like, you're not my boy. You're not the right to assault me. Or he can say whatever the fuck he wants to me. He's, he's sure. someone I care about right. genuinely. Right. I care about him. Mm-hmm. When he was gone in Asia, I thought about him a lot. And, I, and when he got home, I was excited to see him. And I was like, and I went to lunch with him, and we talked for like, <clears throat> like fucking four hours. And yeah. like that's someone I care about. He can say whatever the fuck he wants to. Sure. Me. He's he said, that and right. he said some horrible things with me online, <laughs> and like he has. But that's but already, you know he's fucking around. I know he's fucking around, and yeah. I know that he cares about me. Yeah, and so, but when I don't know he you, mean those horrible things. Yeah. He's and, just, and, that's what he does. Yeah, and it's like, dude, there's a, a short list of guys that can say whatever they want about me, mm-hmm. and I know they care about me. Yeah. And then there's a list of guys that I go, man, I don't know you like that. Right, 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 like, right, right. You can't, like, and, the, and but you know it too because you're like you're, you're like. There's guys I came up with that I go, that I go, I can say, like, even like Dimitri Martin. I love Dimitri. Mm-hmm. I, I want him to, I think he's so talented. You guys have known each other for a while. But I, but I don't know him like that. I don't okay. know him the way I know Tom. 
So I couldn't really fuck with him. I wouldn't make fun of him. Right. And I'm always going to be respectful of him because I want anyone listening to this to go, I'll, maybe I should check him out. Right. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know Mike Birbiglia. I'll okay. never shit on Mike Birbiglia. Right, right. I, I know of him, and we yeah. met a couple times, maybe once. Yeah. Um, but we know him. Yeah, we but don't we know, know him. him. Yeah, right. we don't know him, so I'll yeah. never shit on him because right. I, I don't know him like that. But like, but We've if, not earned that right. Right. That's how I look at it. But like, if you're talking about like Theo Vaughn, I'll like, fuck you're around you're with Theo Vaughn all day long. I love Theo. I'll Vaughn. fucking I'll be legit honest about Amy because I do love her. Yeah, I want I want not, but I, but I, I'm not. I I know that I've spent intimate time with these people, so they know that they know me exactly. And, it's, and that's different when a f- uh, that's different because when a fan gets on your page or not, I don't want to say fan, but it says, it says uh, enjoy your dad now because he's fat and he's going to die. Right. You're like, hey, man. Yeah. My kid, Fuck you. My, I, I can't control my kid not reading my comments. You I know, try my hardest, but I can't uh, block her from my page. Like, yeah, I, it's, it's – oh, dude, I couldn't imagine with the kid factor. That's going to be a whole other level. Like even, oh, even if it's me and I post an unflattering picture, you know, I'm not I'm, – I'm not, you know, I'm not a good looking dude, but like, I don't need to hear that. Like, yeah. I already know that. So I, don't, it's, it will, I don't need you to chime in. The thing with fat shaming like, is that it's like, it's like, yeah, man, I know I'm fat. Like, I, when I, when I was, like I'm, I I'm, by the way, I'm still fat. I'm yeah. two, I'm 217 right now. But if you but acknowledge not, their comment and you're not liking the positive things, then it's rewarding bad behavior. So part of me goes like, don't respond. No, I don't respond. I just but block. Because like fuck. I got to a place. I got to a place where I was like, I was like, I never. I I, I very seldomly, and I say seldomly. I want to say never. Yeah. But I also have that filter on fi- Twitter, so I wonder if it blocks it for me. You know, if I never get bad comments on Twitter. Twitter is very nice, yeah. and it's more like a communication with my fans. Right. I always say to people on the road, if you want to talk to me, hit me up on Twitter. I actually read all those. Yeah. I don't ever read a comment on Instagram. Right. Like I'm the opposite of you. Really? I don't do. I mean, I'm on Twitter, but I fucking rarely go there. Oh, I'm on Facebook and Instagram mostly. I don't. I don't know how to read comments on Facebook. Like I don't like. I get there's like get three you. three different Facebooks. There's like Facebook, right? Oh, you got your fan page. You got your personal page, and then I got messages. Yeah, there's, and I was like two different messages. Yeah, there's one from the personal, one from the fan page, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. I don't. I don't get <laughs> no, the. No, I get the, it. It's like hold four on, fucking second. pages. All I got. So I don't have there's four different apps. You got to have. Yeah, and so. So the video I just did. See, I like the thing I like about Instagram. Yeah, is, um, oh shit, just a picture, you know, video. Now they got their little um, what do you call that? The um, story. Oh, how they cool stole is that this? from uh, Snapchat. Uh, Are you on Snapchat, Bert? I don't do Snapchat only because I found everyone boring on there. Yeah, like I like. I feel like if I'm not on dear, something that's dear out there, Eliza then... and Jesse May, the only people that I really cared about yeah. watching was like Eliza and Jesse May, and yeah. and like a few other people. Yeah. But I was like, I just found it very, I found it very like put out information, not enjoy it. Right. Like I really enjoy the Instagram stories. Like I'll tell you right now, this is and this is real talk right now. Who's this? Like I look at my Instagram stories and oh, I go, okay. I go. Uh, David Spade's fun as fuck. Like I get David I've Spade. I've not seen that one yet. David Spade, Dan Bilzerian, Lindsay Pellis, <laughs> Chris Ty Walker, Brendan Shaw. Ooh, Brendan Shaw's in Australia. Let's see what he's doing. <laughs> Brisbane, see you tomorrow. Uh, Sold out his shows in dude, fucking. I got to tell you something. Oh, he's in Tasmania. You got to follow this dude named Zol- Zoltan Bath- Batharoy. He is a bassist for Five Finger Death Punch. Really? 
heavy metal on band. Instagram. He's on Instagram. He's hilarious, and I only know him because we uh, this production company is trying to pair us up to like Zoltan Bathory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. He's got the fucking. I'm following him right now. Yeah, um, white dude, Serbian dreadlocks. Love it. Metal. Love it. I want to tell you this story. Anyway, I guess I should probably leave, but I oh, know I'm having a blast. You're gonna have to this keep is, me out of here. No, no, no. This is uh, <laughs> this is. I I know when. Uh, Sorry. I know what like, I, like I run into enough people who listen to the podcast on the road, and someone right. always says, someone always goes, uh, an hour thirty. Someone always says to me every time, an hour thirty. Keep is it the, an hour thirty. An hour thirty yeah, is the yeah. threshold where I go. If it's over an hour thirty, he had fun. Like I had fun. Uh, like if and if it's under an hour thirty, yeah. either they weren't having fun or I wasn't having fun. I'm about to start a new podcast. You had one. Didn't you have one with Heffern? Me and Heffern had one, which was great. But you know, headliners, she yeah. was passing in the night, Sucks. hard to coordinate, and so we just both got lazy and tired of doing it. And uh, so that it, it ended. We're still good friends. I love yeah. John Heffern. Um, I had my own, and then I just got lazy on my own self. Uh, but now I'm doing a new, a new one with Sarah Tiana. Oh, I love Sarah It's going to be on All Things uh, Comedy Network. Oh, yeah. It's going to be called Fried with uh, me and Sarah. But um, I want to tell you uh, real quick before I forget. You had a picture of a guy, your arm wrestling. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I've never told this story because uh, people won't believe me. But I broke a man's arm, arm wrestling. By the way, it's the manliest thing I've ever done in my life. I, I explained to someone today. Yeah, they were like, "What do you like in a story?" I always get pulled into meetings. Start off, and they go, and they go, "What like? What do you like in a story?" And I said, "I love, I love you to grab me with the front. I want lead that. with the punchline. Lead in a story. Yeah, not on stage. Not on stage. Right now, or on stage. No, even on stage, Maybe. I do it on stage. Yeah, I do it on stage. I like to grab you the second. I want it to sound so ridiculous. I want you to ask me questions. I want That's you. That's why I go. I broke a man." Man's arm, arm wrestling. Yeah. Now you have questions. Yeah, and 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 but you want you want the fan to <laughs> right. go like the audience member to go. Hold on. What? Wait, uh, what did who? he just say? When? Yeah. What? How? So so, so right. You broke a man's arm wrestling. I How did. old were you? Twenty four. Okay. Yep. Um, uh, I was with a group of dudes in the college. In, I went to NC State University, Wolfpack. Wolfpack. We would go to Stacey college bars and just, we weren't, you know, we weren't the popular dudes, but to get attention would be outside in the little deck area and pretend to arm wrestle and have people around us go, go, go. Like we'd, we'd have fake <laughs> arm wrestling events to get people to come over and look at what we're doing. And then we'd meet people. It was insane. It was stupid. It was a dumb stunt. A dumb stunt. No, no, no. It's the best. Yeah. We, me and Eddie Fernandez uh-huh. and uh, and a bunch of other people went to spring break one year, and <laughs> I got me just Eddie dude man and brought uh, and brought cameras and light panels mm-hmm. in Cancun and just pretended to work for MTV. That is brilliant. <laughs> I do, and we just go and people come out like and we, uh, and we, we had a microphone, TV? we had a microphone, yep. and we were like, "This is this is Maybe. 1999," and we were like, we "We're like, hang on, we're going live to Carson and Aviva," <laughs> and, and they're like. All right, hold on, Carson. All right, we're live. We're gonna Did you put your off. finger up to your ear like, hang on, what's he saying? Like, you, yeah, like I'd, be like, I'd be like, hold on, yep, yep. <laughs> Go for Bert. Okay. Go for, okay, we're on and then, five, four, three. Okay. Hello, Eddie, what's your name? Oh, dude. That's hilarious, dude. Eddie, Eddie would come up and he was a producer, <laughs> and he'd be like, all right, uh, 
oh, the ratings are dropping. We need people to, like, make out to look crazy. And then the girls will be like, we'll all make out. And Eddie's like, okay, you guys, are, can someone make out with Bert? And they're like, I'll make out with Bert. And then I'll, it was, it was. In, genius. It was genius. Yeah, it was genius. <laughs> no. It was genius. genius. I have, by the way, I have footage from that. Eddie, it, Did you really? it backfired on us one night. Oh, boy. Uh, it, uh, these, not, it, it, it went fine. No one got hurt. No okay. one, okay. no one ever got it. Neither, but. I remember one time, Everybody's Eddie, still alive. Eddie, everyone was totally fine. No one got sexually assaulted. <laughs> it was totally fine. Right, um, right, right. If anything, we were all good guys about it. Like, no one ever did anything. But uh, one time we're on the street. I have This is the only video I have left from this. And there's no audio because one of the guys, it was a real camera. He had actual tape. Oh. And he had actual had tape, tape, but there's no audio. Because we, okay. we weren't really making a TV show. <laughs> But he, this guy was like, fuck it, I'll put a tape in and I'll film. And Eddie's like, all right, we're going live to Ibiza. Uh, hold on. Can you guys do something crazy? And these girls standing, one girl does a handstand, and they start 69ing each other and pulling their panties to the oh side. And then throw Eddie in the mix. And Eddie's just going, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> it was insane. That was one of the you craziest. You have this footage. I have it. I have it. Somewhere. I saw it the other day. I saw it the Some... other day. I look so young. I want to post it just because I look young. Not only do you have it. You recently watched. I recently watched it, and it, and I was like, "What?" It says, okay. uh, "I'm gonna need to see this footage." Please. It was insane, and I was like, "And Eddie just is like going." You had me at standing sixty nine. Standing, and they're by the way, they're fucking dimes. Of course, they're dimes. This is before the internet when well, girls could had four had an outlet to get fame. Yeah. These are girls going. I want to get famous. How do I do it? Yeah. So well, you're girls going wild. That's the yeah. whole thing. So so. Oh, oh, 24 okay. years old. So we are pretending to arm wrestle. Me and this one guy, his name is Jason Chambers. He's about 6'4", um, but skinny. Yeah. But, like, fucking lanky. Like, he kick you from across the room without even trying. <laughs> anyway, he's that guy. All elbows and knees, you know. Hilarious, by the way. It's one of major, the things I love about what fuck. you do is yeah. like, and my wife does it a tad bit too. But anyone who grew up where you guys grew up, you guys have nineteen different sayings. Yeah, to you guys are full of like. Where are you from? Of Tampa, but art. Well, it's the South kind. No, really. no, we didn't more, get that. It was no, more right. Cuban. It was yeah, yeah, more yeah, like yeah. I have the more Ybor of a, district. I have more of a Cuban upbringing and like and like ball breaking. Hey, dickhead. Hey, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Like in all honesty, I want to say my style of stand up is based out of Cuban. Men's storytelling, yeah, yeah, because that's yeah. Because when I first went to my, I went to an all boys Catholic high school, Jesuit, and it was all Cuban dudes who were like confident and uh-huh. ballsy and had they yeah. they had hair on their dick and like not on their dick, but like you know, <laughs> like, like on the shaft, yeah, like and they were they were like they were just like <laughs> coming you, out of the head. If you sat at a table, uh-huh. you better be able to hold court. Like yeah. if you couldn't hold court, oh, yeah. you had you didn't deserve that your space yeah. at the table. Sure. And I remember sitting down like freshman year. And I had played baseball against some of these kids, sitting down and then being like, "What did you do this weekend?" And and I, it was the same pressure you feel I feel today on stage of like, "I better kill," yeah. and I just would tell a story, right. and I tell a story, and and it was just punching it up, like making it a little bit better. Do you should have seen this guy hit this guy? He started in fucking Miami and right. ended in San Francisco, like right. Right. knocked right. him the f- and everyone's like, "Oh." Like right. it was about telling a good story, and I learned how to tell stories there. And then in our fraternity, it was the same group of kids, only for the last six years, because it was all ATO was all Tampa only, is what they called it. Do you it think all, that's because because of where you're from, or because 100%. of what you how 100%. you are? Hundred percent. Yeah, dude. I would. I can. I in all honesty, I would walk across campus in in high school, yeah. and I would get going to lunch, yeah. and I would prepare my story in my head. 
Yeah. I would be walking that, to campus going like. Well, that's because you're a stand-up comedian. Yeah. I don't think everybody does that. I don't think. Oh, for real? Everyone. I, I don't know. I just figured. I, I was like. Think. I was like. We'd, you had to have a story about that weekend. If it was Monday. Yeah. If it was no, Monday. I, I do the same thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I do it. We were both stand-ups. Is I don't that, think maybe the normal guy does that. We're, are you also preparing comebacks for the inevitable uh, put-down that's going to happen? Like when you're walking to the campus, whatever, and you're, and you're telling the story in your head, and Randy yeah. chimes in and goes like, well, that was gay. And then you have a gay comeback in your head, whatever it is. You definitely like, know because you've been living with your dad. This- <laughs> like, like, yeah, like I'm doing, I'm preparing dude, for the comebacks. It was, I was so good. When I, was, I was much funnier when I was younger. Yeah. Because I didn't, the, I really was because I wasn't a self-promoter. Yeah. Like I didn't care about promotion. Yeah. I just was in the moment all the time. It's one of the things that sucks about the way this well, business this is run. This podcast is all in the moment right now. It's very in the moment. That's why I love about this podcast. And I resented this podcast for a long time because I was like, I was like, I got, I got caught up in it, and I had to book guests, and yeah. I got to edit it, I got to post it. But now I look at it and I go, like, well, you're doing it right. You got your man cave. It's like we're hanging out. We're just hanging out. I'm getting to know you. Yeah, and we're recording it. It's 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 amazing. I wanna. I, I was thinking about dropping some money into it, and really stepping it up. And and what I wanted to do. This is my brainchild. Please, if you're a listener, if you're a listener, you're definitely listening. If yeah. you're listening right now, I know you're a, a fan right. of the podcast. And also go to johnreap dot com so, and and be my friend. Yeah, please, please. <laughs> it's one of the things. J O N no H. It's what I love about things is like when uh, one of my favorite things in the world is when. My friends go, hey, some of your fans came to my show. Yeah. They always go up and they go, the machine sent me. I love it. It's one, like it's the it's the yeah. greatest compliment I can get. Is me that- and Heffern had that for a while. It would be like, because we did one together. Yeah. And it would be like, you know, tell them Reap sent you or tell them Heffern sent you. I told I told John the last time I did it with John, I was like, uh, I my other thing about this podcast is if I have two people on, mm-hmm. the numbers are through the roof. Everyone listens. What do you mean? Like if I have two people on, two guests at the same two guests time. at the same time. Okay, it's really because I talk. Why is that less? What I talk less. Well, I, <laughs> it's crazy. So they don't want you talking. <laughs> A lot of times they're like Bert. We've heard the machine. Bert, just Tell, I want to hear John's story about please. Russia. <laughs> and so, but uh, I want to tell you this broken arm story though. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Did I cut you no, off? no, 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 no. Go ahead. No. We would fake arm. We would fake arm wrestle. Yeah, just to get people to come to our table on a deck at a bar. This is what you did before you had Twitter personas. Yes, and that grew. And then one day, I had a party at my apartment, and me and Jason Chambers. I said, "Dude, we should arm wrestle for real because I think I could take you." He goes, "Fuck you! I will kill you." I go, "Well, let's do it." And I go, two out of three, deal." So we were doing two out of three, you know, and, but we also had theme music. I go, all right, so for the first one, you pick whatever song you want. Yeah. Second one, I pick what I want. If it goes to three, then there's no song. He goes, deal. He picks Metallica. Darkness, imprisoning me. I'll lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's my turn. I pick Olivia Newton-John. Fucking Xanadu. Xanadu. Du, 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 du. Xanadu. Now we are here in Xanadu. Exactly. Hell, me, Xanadu. 
Dude, that was one of my favorite movies ever. Thank you. Ever. We're best friends. Dude, ever. Because mine too. Can I tell you when I first got this man cave? I, I'm in love with I her wanted, and that I, fucking movie. I pitched it. It's, the movie sucks, I, but I love her. I pitched this to <laughs> man caves as Manadu. Manadu! <laughs> I wanted to do a TV show called Manadu, where it was Damn where it. men went. Because Xanadu is a – that's why they called – dude, I had so much material on Xanadu, you have no idea. Do you know that's why they call Xanax Xanax? No. Because of Xanadu? No. A hundred fucking percent. Are you kidding me? Have you ever taken a Xanax? I, I know the drug. You, you ever taken one? I don't know if I have. I've got a story, what a story thing about What does it do? It makes you feel like you're in Xanadu. Xanadu is a utor- utopic. Then I want one. It's do you the- have Do you have one? I have tons of them. By the way, I got another drug for you if you want it. What? Uh, I I don't want my dad to hear this. I, my dad. Okay, they're old now. If yeah. so I go home, I'm like, what's in this medicine cabinet? I'm like, what is this? Oh, shut I up! I found a thing called tramadol. Have you heard of that? Exactly. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You haven't? No. Yeah. What is tramadol? tramadol. I don't know. But it's great, and I took one. <laughs> anyway, I want a Xanax. You're like, I put on the Yuba ring. It didn't work. <laughs> the uh, do Xanax. So yeah, Xanadu. Yeah. It's a is, calming thing, right? It calms you down. I gave one to my dad. The first time I gave one to my dad, I was mm-hmm. performing in Miami, and I was driving from Miami to Tampa yeah. to hang out with my dad and my mom on, on Monday, yeah. play golf with my dad, and uh, and then fly home Monday night. And my parents drove down, and my dad was driving on uh, whatever fucking that road is that rides the, the through. The Katy Freeway? Uh, yeah. No, and that's Houston. Was, Never mind. He was having a panic attack, and I pulled over, and I said, hey, I can't do this for fucking five hours. You're having a panic attack at night. I go, take a Xanax. Yeah. And, my, oh. and I, I said, take half. And he yeah. didn't. He took the whole thing. Bullshit. And then he took it, and then I go... <laughs> Give me the other half back. He goes, I took the whole thing. And I was like, well, I usually only take a half. And he was like, oh, okay, what's going to happen? I was like, well, you're definitely going to be relaxed. And oh. he, on the fucking freeway, on the was interstate in Tampa. No, no, I was driving. Okay, thank God. I was sober. I was driving. On the interstate, he kept saying, is this what helicopter behind He's like, us. is this what normal people feel like? He kept saying, what? is this what regular people feel like? Is this what everyone feels like that I... Like, because if you're high strung, a Xanax, like, I usually, right. this is going to sound really horrible, edit this out if you're anyone that doesn't like hearing honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I do the road, I go pretty hard on the road sometimes. Sure. and then I'll I tell come, you every drug I've done if you tell me. I'll tell you every drug I've done. Okay. Uh, and so I come off the road, and usually on Monday, what I'll do, like Sunday, I fly home Sunday. I drink Sunday. We have friends over Sunday night. And then Monday, I'll take a Xanax around like 4 p.m. I'll try to run like... Probably like within the day, like f- anywhere five to nine miles. Physically that, run? Yeah, 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 yeah. No shit. I ran five right before you got here. I just got on and pounded out five what real do you quick. Do? Oh, treadmill, right there. Yeah. Oh, this guy. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, and so, I am really aggressive mm-hmm. about uh, working out and punishing myself for work for partying. Yeah. But then I take a Xanax at four. And I really enjoy the family, and it dials me in. Right. And then I just fall asleep very naturally. Right, right. It's not a sleep, really. It's not really no, meant it's for just, sleep. It's, it's probably a zen, like a just chill. And a, yeah, and I and I like sleep all's solid. All's good. Yeah, and if I wake up in the middle of the night, I go right back to sleep. No panic attacks about unhealthy lifestyles, and and then I wake up and I feel great. Yep. And I 
work out really hard, and then I won't drink Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then I'll go out on the road Friday morning again. Damn it, man. I got to get in this. Is that, well, I also got given a sleep why I, pill. Why should I not do it? Uh, because it you can die. Like- what? Yeah, 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 that's the it bad part. Can, oh shit! Like okay. one of the one of the coolest things. One of the side effects. That's yeah. how Geraldo died. Xanax. Yeah, I think I so. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I to this day I didn't know how he died. Yeah, I, um, I just assumed it was lots of random shit. Uh, Heath Ledger. Yep. Was Xanax, Xanax and Ambien. Oh my so like, god! So like, so like, sometimes it was horrible. When sometimes you'll take a an Ambien, and by the way, I'm not a doctor, so don't listen to me. But sometimes you take an Ambien and you'll go to sleep, yep. and you will wake up the next day. And uh, maybe you're still you, groggy. Yeah, and you'll take an, a Xanax and you'll fall back asleep and then you stop breathing. I, I'm not certain that that's how it works. I have done uh, also, ambient. I've never done Xanax. I know the other thing is, and this is, uh, I will say this 100% across the board if you're listening, don't ever drink and mm-hmm. then take a Xanax. That's how you die. No shit. That's how you die. If you, well, that's potent. Because what happens is it hits you all at once and then your heart stops. If you're going to do it, and I'm, I don't suggest doing it at all. drinks all the time. What? So what? Yeah. Um, well, a lot of people like this is easy. One of my buddies used to drink, and they just give me a Xanax. I want to sleep good, and then take a Xanax, yeah. and you would be out like a fucking light. I wouldn't even think twice if you gave me a Xanax, and I've been drinking. I'd yeah. be like, sure. No, and so don't yeah, ever. Do but that. I might die. Yeah. You, no, you probably. I'm not saying like right. I'm not saying across the board, but like sure. that is the way you die. That is the way you can die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like getting airplane lessons. Like that's how you're gonna die. <laughs> right. So, so like that's one of my things. Is like if I take Xanax, I don't drink. Yeah. I used to drink a lot on Xanax right, when I was right. doing last conversation too. Oh, I was shit. like partying pretty fucking hard. I wish we were same season at least because I would have loved to party with you. Oh, <laughs> I was a mess. Me, me oh, you and you, Doug Benson would have had a good time. Yeah, I, I see Doug on the road all the time. Yeah, um, but but yeah, so so I don't know what we were Sorry, talking I'm about. Killing your vodka. No, go back I'm to the Tito's. Tell you the story about breaking a man's arm. God damn it! Arm wrestling. This is what not is on Zen. I hope you're drinking listening to this podcast, <laughs> going like I'm right there with you guys. Yes, someone's going like finish the arm wrestling story. Um, okay, I I, I gotta can't remind, not forget to Google how fat Ant is. So what had happened was. We said, let's arm wrestle for real. I had a party in my apartment. I go, let's pick songs. He goes Metallica. I go yes. Xanadu. That's how I got on the Xanax. So then, and, and and it was a tie. He beat me the first one on his Metallica song. I beat him on Xanadu's song. Then it was the final round. No music. My ex-girlfriend walks in the room as I'm fucking arm wrestling him. Oh. Uh. I don't know if that motivated me to do fucking Hulk status, <laughs> but I did this. Like I fucking, you know, you, you've seen like the, over the top. Over the that. top. Yeah, yeah. So I just kind of like pulled him in, and all of a sudden you heard, you just heard, pop. I'm like, somebody, why did why did you hit him? Like so I thought somebody hit him. You heard like a legit I heard pop. A snap. He goes, and he goes, and his arm just went limp. He goes, it's broke, boys. It's broke. I broke his arm up here, a twist break. Not like a, it was like a twist. So it's like, like, you know, fragments. And he, it, <laughs> like, I don't know. My ankle's tingling right he now. He had a cast that went from his shoulder all the way down to his, you know, his uh, wrist because it was that kind of a break. And uh, that's the story. But here's a nugget in the story. My ex-girlfriend is the sister of a very famous singer. Do you know who Jason Mraz is? Yeah. 
Candace Mraz is who I dated in college, and that was his sister before he was famous. I mean, he was a kid, but um, I broke a man's arm to Jason Mraz's sister. <laughs> uh, there's something in there. We're working on it. We're workshopping. I would, I would love to do a storytelling tour. Yeah, yeah. Where like it's you know it's it stinks what's uh, uh, what Comedy Central's done with uh, with. With what? Nothing. Nothing. I, I shouldn't watch talk. It. I swear to God, I don't watch. I haven't watched Comedy Dude, Central I am, in a while. I'm telling you, I'm the, I, my I should be more of a nerd. Workaholics was my one thing that I dug. I like, oh, well, I love Eric. Eric. Wait, who's Eric? Eric Griffin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that, Eric? He's yeah, we have another there. bottle of Tito's up there, too. Boom. Um, so kill I see that. all this whiskey, by the way. Oh, We got great Dude, whiskey in here. You got tons here. of whiskey. Are you so a we, bourbon guy at all? I don't know. I know usually Irish whiskey. Oh, yeah. Are you Irish? Yeah. Are you really? Yeah, what are you? Well, people think I'm Irish because i got their ginger hair, but I'm not. I'm half English, half German. Really? Yeah. But on St. Patrick's Day, I tell everybody, yeah, I'm Irish. I used to say to my <laughs> wife, my wife's got that Lowland Scott mentality. That What's like called? hard, Lowland Scott, like a hardworking, like. Oh, shit. I got to put it back on there. I'm sorry. I put it on just so, because. Yeah, because I made, that, carbonation I in made that carbonation. <laughs> so I can't imagine it's going to stick around long. This is handmade, long. man. Don't you fuck up my carbonation. But that Lowland Scott mentality is that like, like, uh, like you ever see uh, Monty Python and they're all just digging holes and they, and you see the pro- the proletariat walk by and go, what are you doing? They're like digging holes. I don't even know if that's a bit, but like that's how I remember it. Yeah. I don't know. I was never really into, did you, what comedy did you like growing up? Okay. Um, it was, well, okay. So Saturday morning, Sunday mornings, it was always just cartoons. There was only three channels. Okay. Can you believe that's that all my kids have was. no concept of that? My kids don't have a you concept of. You have a choice. My, my kids watch. don't have a concept of television. Like <laughs> right. t- today, yeah, go, the fact that you have a thing, they, they like in the in the living room. Like, why room, do I need that? Their room, they don't have cable, and they just watch TV in their room. Well, and I go wait. on their phone. I go no, it's on their TV, and they okay. just have Netflix, right. and they have Amazon, yeah. and it's like all the it's like a smart TV, right? And the other day I walked in and I go and I'm like, hey, I'm trying to watch TV. What the fuck happened to our television? And George was like, I bought a movie, and I was like, well, get me on television. And we got into a fight about it. She's yeah. like, we're on television. And I go, no, this isn't television. <laughs> this baby. is not. Yeah, this is not the cable. Yeah, we have satellite. We watched. We you're watched. On the, you're on the uh, yeah. We watched Parenthood. Have you seen Parenthood? Of course. I haven't Steve seen Martin. It. I haven't seen it since I had Steve kids. Martin. It still holds up. It's the greatest fucking comedy I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'll put it up there. Anything is Steve Martin and Martin Short, by the way. Martin Short kind of steals it. Wait, is he in that one? No, that's uh, Father that's of the Father Bride. Bride. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Back Bride. when you could play a gay character and yeah. no one got said, well, appropriation. He, he could do anything. To me, Dude, he could do anything. One of my I favorite movies of Martin Short is him and... Uh, and uh, Three Amigos. No. Oh, my God. Three Amigos is amazing. Yes. Three Amigos is... <laughs> Wait, he was also in uh, the one with... Um, the one with... Where they put the other guy in a piece of... Uh, like in a piece of technology that went into his body. Yes. What was like that a, called? Oh, inner, inner space. Inner space. And he was in one with Danny Glover <laughs> that was really great. Uh, where he was accident prone. He should be the biggest star of all time. Martin Short. Should be um, the biggest star. Him and Dana Carvey, to me, are two of the funniest human beings that I have ever. Dana Carvey's legit funny. Dude. Can, I, ta- can, I, can I tell you a sleeper Please. on this who I think is really funny? Let's Rob, talk about it. Man. Rob Schneider. No shit. 
Rob Schneiderman, I heard. I've never him. seen him live. I don't. I've only heard negative things, by the way. He's uh, me too, but he's the guy that like. When I say negative, I don't mean his his act. I mean him as a person. <laughs> oh, really? Like off stage? Oh, I don't. I've I don't know that. him at all. I don't know him at all. Okay, but and, uh, and I don't either. And yeah, but what I've heard. Um, I've I've heard negative things about his act from uh, clubs, you know. But I heard him on a podcast, and he was one of the most naturally funniest guys. And I went, no, no, no. I think you're missing it. I think that he's just been in the system too long. I think if he got out of the system yeah. and just did what Rob Schneider wanted to do, yeah, like just be different. Like I think he would be a genius. I really think so, he would be genius. So what you heard him on was heard different him on Mark than the Marin. shit that you've heard, dude. It was no, it was no act. It was just him being real. I gotta hear that. It was so fucking good. And I was like, I, wow. I think I reached out to his people, wow, to say like how funny he was. Wow, he but. I and, love and, to meet him. I'm afraid to meet him because well, I've you know what. Here, what happens dick, is but it's uh, the same thing that happens with us. Is like Rob Schneider got famous for being Rob Schneider, well, and then and then it's like all of a sudden got this. It was here the, all the fucking yeah. time. Uh, you can do it. He <laughs> got like nine cash, but you got to remember. You know, yeah. Think about it this way: Rob Schneider can't, probably came up with all those, and it was him hanging out with Sandler and Spade, yeah. Yeah. and all their friends, and they all love him, and they love him, and 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 so you know he's funny, yeah. Like there's no way right. he's not funny, yeah. The he problem is sometimes, like sometimes we were saying this, sometimes your act is different than who you are, true. And I think he comes from that generation where your act is an act, and that's how you get paid, right? But just be yourself off stage, yeah. It's like Tosh, Tosh uh-huh. off stage. Is a little similar to who he is on stage, mm-hmm. but he's a different person. He's very sweet. Very sweet. Yeah. Yes. Very sweet. People and don't know that. People don't know that. But like, and and so I I I would love to tour with fucking David or uh, David Spade's funny funny. Some funny. of the 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 dickiest <laughs> is that a word? Uh, people on stage are the nicest ones off stage, but everyone knows that. Dude, Tosh is the fucking sweetest guy in the world. He really is. So is Louis. Louis's a sweetheart. Like yeah. Yeah, just the nicest. Fucking Bill Burr is the sweetheart. <laughs> Bill's the best. I love Bill. Burr. Dude, you can't. I for this day, he's. I'm a ride or die motherfucker with Bill. I'm a ride or Are die. With, I'm you a ride or him? die people with with uh, your buds. With, oh yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I love Bill. I, I, I he's. We auditioned for the same role on Eastbound and Down. I did the last season of Eastbound and Down. Yeah, and uh, we were both were for that one character. And we were in the fucking uh, waiting room. I was like, Bill! He's like, Reap. <laughs> he's the sweetest like, guy in the world. People? <laughs> and he's, and There's a type here. The thing, I wish people knew what we liked about him, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I wish, I understand what you like about him, but what we like about him is so much more valuable, you know? Like, what I like about him is genuine. Like, um, the last time I saw him was at the Improv in Hollywood. And uh, he's went on to mega fame, right? And I, uh, mine was here, kind of. I'm waning. It's in the. But he goes. Uh, he looked at me. And goes, John Reap, get your shot, buddy. He bought me a shot. Remember who I was. There was no error about him. It's a burr. He's like, that's, let that's me a give burrism, you a though. shot. I'm burr. Like, I fucking love that guy. Burr is a big dude about like, if we're a man. We should go have a drink together, and then let's let's have a dr- let's have that moment. Then we'll talk. We we did a show the other night, and uh, it's for all things comedy. Yeah, and it was supposed to be. In all honesty, if you want, like, this is me breaking it down in realness for everyone listening. Yeah, I was supposed to headline it. 
I didn't sell any tickets. On so, what? A, on, a, a gig. It was a, at the store, main okay. room. I didn't sell any tickets where I sold like I sold very little tickets. Whatever it was, whatever it was, it wasn't sold out. Sold a fucking ticket this town. And uh, no Burr just said, Burr just said, put me on the show. We'll sell it out. No, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. They put He's Burr on the me. show. They just put Burr on the show, and it sold out within like five minutes. <laughs> so we do the show, and right. they say we want you to go up first and and talk about all things comedy, sell it to the buyers or whatever who's there. And I was He's like, on the same network. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It's it's. So Are you on this one? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't yeah, 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 yeah. We're well, I'm going to be on your network. So yeah, me and uh, Sarah. It's it's a great network. I love all things. I love comedy. Al Madrigal, by the way. He's dude. I've known that guy for years. I love Al. One of the funniest, naturalist, hilarious, just cool dudes I've ever met in my He's life. He's the one of the greatest. And so I go. Well, I don't, I don't want to go up, like say something at the beginning and then and then get off stage and then go back and do time i go i'll just host yeah and then i go okay so i host i do the i just bring everyone up it's fun i, I don't mind hosting at all i give two fucks right. and then well, um, i hate it but like, but the store i feel like it's not even hosting i feel like it's like i give two shits about hosting yeah. at the store i'll host the store any the fucking store, day it's all fucking gloves off like, i have no i have no <laughs> ego at the store i know what i sell on the you road can't have an ego at the yeah store. i know what i sell on the road yeah, i'm yeah. comfortable with who i am i just want to work on new shit i just want to that's all i use the store for is to work on new shit and try to figure out stuff that's maybe kind of working yeah like i I'm not up there going like I should do that. I understand. I I understand. I understand why people don't. I understand the mentality of like murder at the store. Kind of lazy, to be honest with you. I I come home. I got three days off. Yeah. Like, do I want to go up there? Park. Do ten minutes. Dude, zero dollars, and then have to worry about. It's a hassle. One of my favorite things Adam said to me when I first started working in the store is, Adam, he said, he goes, uh, one of the favorite things he said is, is like, it's I, I have a lot of comedians. I only have a few spots. And I was like, dude, that's the best thing I could have ever heard. Because I don't want you to think that I'm slacking on comedy. Right. Or like I don't care right. when I don't call in for spots. Because I go, I'm a dad. Yep. I'm on tour yep. for the entire year. I don't, I don't set up tours the way... Uh, my friends are doing where like it's like it's like like Spuns will do like a five week run of of theaters. Right, right, or right, Joe right, will right, do like right. an eight week run yeah, of theaters. We always say we're on tour. Yeah, but we I'm, just have I'm a gig tour, here and there. I'm on tour all year round. Right. I got more. Well, I do too, but like I'm just saying, like it's not like a mapped out circle. Yeah, it's not. A t- <laughs> like, but Joe and Tom, when yeah. you, once you get to that level, Burr, yeah, they do like a legit. Oh, tour. they have an actual. Yeah, and they deserve out. to say right. this is my spe- uh The you know. Uh, more st- or whatever, whatever Tom's tour whatever is. Tour I don't, I don't, but they have a legit reason to say I'm on tour, right? Because they may even get a tour bus. They're yeah. probably flying right. a, a certain person out to every city. Got it. Me, man, I'm doing the road. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. And so, um, same here, brother. And so, like, I go. I'm home Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I got two kids. I got obligations here. Yeah. I've got meetings all day. I've got a podcast with you tonight. Right. Like, I want this to happen. Same here. And so, like. I go, yeah, I can't but, do but every night. Me minus the kids, almost the same. And so, but so like, I call. I, when Adam said that to me, I was like, dude, don't worry, I will Tommy not be hammering you. And Jay will call me and email me. Yeah, are you in town? Do you want to do a spot? Yeah, and I'll feel guilty. I go, ah. and I know there are people who are begging for it. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know, maybe. 
don't think I, so. I, I feel like I feel like that. I feel really. That's bad me about being lazy a improv. little bit. Like uh-huh. the improv somewhere I really do love. It was really good to me yeah. when I first started, and I just in a, you know in the saddest way, it's just it's like it just. I go. I need to start. I need to start branching out. Like I really like the haha. I like. There's a lot of the haha is yeah. really great. Well, there's two, right? No, there's one. Well, I think there's two now. What? North Hollywood, right? Really? Uh, Lancashire? Lancashire, yeah. Where's the other one? One shut down, another one opened. No, no, no. They shut the old one down. They opened up. That, okay. Yeah. The haha is fucking you go awesome. Home? Shout out to Jack Dude, Jr. You gotta take Shout me out to Jack Sr. Hey, take me with you. Dude, Let's go to the haha together. I'll do that in a heartbeat. Joey is one that introduced me to Jack. Who? Joey. Joey Diaz was like, do you don't do the haha? Fuck that. Come down to the haha. And I went down to the haha. And they were so cool, and I was like, I was like, this. Is, and it, by the way, it was like what uh-huh. I liked in a comedy club. By the way, if you're a decent comic, you're gonna be fucking. They're gonna be like this guy's amazing. <laughs> but no, but it's it's, I, it's, it's a little tough I'm in the not, room. Yeah, it's a little tough yeah. in the room. Like it's a small room. It's smaller, but it's cool. I like the setup. But if you but do it's well, not, it's, but you like do well. the nights I go is like Jack uh, Jack well, Junior does uh, his uh, yeah. his. I, I want to say it's his. I don't. He does like a workout Wednesday. And it's really fun. Okay. It's really fun because it makes you work out. Yeah. It, like, it really is a workout Wednesday. Yeah. I've got to do that. You have to connect. Maybe I'll do that next week. You can't week. just do a bit. You kind of have to. And, and the store is the same way. Well, you have to connect with the crowd. And, and we should always connect. Well, you get but in the like, road. There are like, sometimes you're like, I need to work out five minutes. And I don't want to have to worry about you fucking yelling at me. <clears throat> um... <laughs> Dude, is it are we on hour five? No, we're almost <laughs> at three hours. We're, okay, I told my broken arm story. Yes. I told my Russian story. Yes. We both speak Russian. We're both hilarious. Yes, does uh, Uh I think we're good. Think what we else did should it. we do? I think we did it. I want to smoke a cigarette, but I don't have any. Uh, I don't have any cigarettes. I do have cigars. Oh. But that would be another podcast altogether. Be a cigar story. Uh, what are your tour dates? Do you know your tour dates? By the way, yeah, I printed this out for me so that I could have it. Cause it fr- I get anxiety <laughs> about my really? about the road. I get real bad anxiety. What do you uh, do? You have a rhythm? Like, do you like? Like, I need to fly in at this time. I need to make sure. Like, do you? Uh, I, I find that comedians have their little rhythms. Yeah, I like to know. Like, do you fly in the day before? day of um so i always like to f- i always like to fly into the last flight into a city the day before that was my rhythm the, i'm the same way um i need a travel day i don't trust planes well i stopped okay so i stopped caring <laughs> at the beginning of this year i yeah. stopped caring about doing press i do press if well, they were my friends by the way congratulations that means you don't need to well, so good for you. Uh, no, not entirely. But well, I, I just was like, I was like, I'll do it if they're my friends. Right, right. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like. I. I it's a. It is a genuine. And by the way, hit me up if you're not a waste of time. It's a genuine waste of time for me to fly into Toledo. Oh yeah. And do press in Toledo. Right. Uh, there for, is for, no press in Toledo. By the way, we talk so good about Toledo. The one thing that bums me out about not Toledo, not Toledo. No, Dayton. Dayton. Yeah. One thing that bums, bums me out about Dayton what? is that. What do you hate about Dayton? Fuck. It, 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 Dave Chappelle lives there. 
Yeah, but no, you can't move tickets. Like you can't really sell out a weekend there. It, they're going to paper the room regardless. There's a lot of improvs and funny balls doing that shit. And and I'm, uh, and by I'm, the way, I'm done I'm, with those. I don't think it's just us. I think it's just happening. No, it's what it is. Is it's it's. I think it's a club thing. Like we're going to do this. Hold on. That's a whole other Hold on one right. second. No, 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 no. Let me just get some ice Please. and let me pour another cocktail. <laughs> and then oh, we're getting real. One, one more cocktail. One more All cocktail. Right. All right. All right. I'm gonna hit pause. pause. I'm gonna, we'll I'm be gonna, right I'm back gonna piss these and come out with a Listening. All right, we're back, everybody. We are back. This is uh, two pisses. This is a uh, second bag of ice. Second bag. Of, second uh, bottle we'll of Tito's. John Tito's Reed is right over there. Bert Marathon. I think this, I, I, we should raise money for something. I yeah, feel like I would. <laughs> by the way, I had a buddy Zane Lamprey who did uh, who did a. I know him. Yeah, he's great. Drinking with Zane. Yeah. Oh, that you. Yeah, you Mark Ryan. Yeah, I know Mark Ryan. Wait, we're, yeah, we're too. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but the thing we were talking about off stage, we were talking, and this is an interesting co- conversation. This is a very definite. Uh, bo- there's a new bottles right oh, a bottle right there. Oh man. Yeah, we go through bottles of Tito's here. We're all American vodka. My wife's like said the other day, she goes, I was going through a fifth of vodka in college. I was like, I go through handles. Come on. The fuck? When I was at my worst. Yeah. In fifth grade, that's a fifth. (laughs) When I was at my worst on Bert the Conqueror, we were going through handles a night, me and another dude. Tito's not bad. Tito's. I love Tito's. I'm a fan. I really do. I wish they'd step up to the plate and be like, hey, we'll sponsor a tour. By the way, the only thing I don't like. What? Is the goddamn cap. Really? Well, I like the look of it. I love the cap. But have you ever uh, tried to uh, drunkenly uh, <laughs> take this thing off? Like, no if, you're, if your hand's a little wet, it's just a grip thing for me. Oh. Just a grip thing. I, it looks great. I like the, I like the, I love wise, the colors of, the, of yeah. Tito's. I'm just saying... Maybe I get, get I get better hands. Go ahead. They're so cool people. About- They're cool people. Nice show on Tito's. They were like they were like, hey, we don't sponsor tours, but if you ever want to do a charity, we'll do that. We'll we'll Texas, match your money. And I was like, Texas made vodka. In my head, I was like, I don't want to do a charity. I want the money. I'm such a prick. <laughs> and they were like, well, that's not what we do. I'll so. decide where the charity goes. <laughs> the charity's me, motherfucker. <laughs> Private school next year, son. <laughs> um, but we were talking about and 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 this is something that Sugar and I would argue about yeah. all the time. Um, do you believe that? Going into a club like Dayton, sure. which uh, I think notoriously doesn't sell tickets. The Funny Bone in Dayton. Funny Bone in Dayton is, is always packed. Mm-hmm. But Doc was the one that told me there's a very big difference between selling out yeah. and, and having house. a pack in a house. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, everyone listening to this podcast, when you follow a comedian and they go, thanks for packing the house, they didn't sell out. They just packed the house. There's a difference. Wait, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, I'm gonna break this down even more. Are you ready for this? Go ahead, please do. Uh, dear fans of comedians, mm-hmm. this is how you can read into someone's tweets, mm-hmm. aka Facebook posts. Yes, yeah. I'm guilty of this as well. <laughs> if they, if they say, if yeah. they say, uh-huh. uh, hey guys, headlining at the Cincinnati Funny Bone, that means they're not, they're not a headliner. headliner. They're not they, a headliner. They rarely headline. They rarely they headline. It might be the first time. That's the first right, time right. they've headlined, and okay. they want you to know that so they're not. that one. They're, not, they're working with another person. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, put the name in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if they say. Uh, right. If they say. Um, you see them posting the day of the show. 
about a show they have coming up, that means they don't sell it's out. It's not sold out yet. They don't sell out. We need you to come. I need yeah, yeah, to yeah. get sold. I do that all the time. The Wil- <laughs> by the way, by the way, let's break it down even more. Yeah. If, if you <laughs> see them go. tweeting about the Wilbur the day of the show, that means they don't sell out anywhere. No. Never. <laughs> so... Just so you know, they don't they don't sell out anywhere. No, because if you don't sell out the Wilbur <laughs> and you do the Wilbur and you're tweeting day of the show of the Wilbur, okay. they don't sell out anywhere. Right. If they tweet out, "Hey guys, hey guys, sold out show," boom, they don't sell out. <laughs> That's someone hacked their account. Yeah, that is. you would ne- you would never post. Hey guys, have a show tonight. Yeah. If it's sold out, yeah, you just go great time. Yeah. Not like. By the way, by the way, you so wouldn't say these are available. This is this is the real test of a real comedian yeah. right here. The guys right. we respect. Right, right. If they tweet out second show added. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. I have sarcastic. That means they that. are the fucking shit. That I'm, means I'm they are sarcastic. selling tickets and I'm they don't sar- need you. Yes. They don't need yes. to tweet it out. They're just letting you know, yeah. guys, in case you are on here, right. happen to be on just here. Just so you know, I know you were trying to see me, oh. but it was sold out. Oh. We added a second show on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. <laughs> let me tell you, who, I know who guys, the, those guys, by the way, they're not even tweeting it. It's their social media managers oh, yeah. going, second show added in Vancouver. I have sarcastically added shows. <laughs> Dude, I Which don't exist. I didn't sell out. Uh, I, I ended up selling out Hawaii, but I didn't sell it out until the day of. Yeah, where? Uh, Honolulu. God damn it! Two shows, and I was and I was stressed about it on a Wednesday, and it. I and I was so self conscious about me, me tweeting that. all day Wednesday, going two shows tonight, shooting a video, yeah. shooting like I, I shoot promo videos, we already there, most stuff. I, maybe I wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. But they sold out, and then I was like, I was like, I was like. I was like, oh, Steve Byrne anyone who knows what the... Steve Byrne does that one, too? Was that? Steve Byrne? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Blue Note. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a great oh, show. Okay, it was okay. a great show. It was a great crowd. It was great everything. But, like, that's that's when you... That's that's how you break down, like, comics. That's yeah. how you get down to the id of a comic of, like... Right, right, right. Like, Doug Benson? Yeah, but... Hey, guys, 420 show in San Francisco sells out. Boom. Joe Rogan. Uh, hey, guys... Uh, uh, second show added, third Throws show added in Vancouver. There. Tom Segura. Hey guys, hey Portland. I'll be back <laughs> in a week to right. fill out the rest of these right. tickets because I got to go home yeah. since Mother's Day. And I know what that is. Yeah, and it's, and it's real. But I will sarcastically do this. And yeah, well, I'll be in like, I have no business selling out New York. But I go like Dangerfields added third show, one a.m. Let's go. <laughs> you know, just to fuck around. It's, uh, it's, but we do that. It's the math of comedy that we like. <laughs> like I always, I used to break it down like dudes who had like tour posters who weren't headliners mm-hmm. uh, doing a tour. <laughs> then, but right. then, but then, but then, like got, certain guys started going like, ah, I'm gonna avoid funny bones. This comes back to the same thing that we were oh, saying at the beginning. Right. That's right. Is that like, like Segura just d- ditched out on funny bones? He's like, fuck it, I don't like Toledo. I'm not working with Toledo. Okay. And Dayton? And Toledo. He oh. didn't like Toledo. Specifically. Specifically. And he um, was like, Fuck. I think that's not even a funny ball. I think that's a fucking. Um, wait a minute. Is Richard Pryor from there? <laughs> I think he is. Yeah. That's a different room. That's no, not no, no, no. It's, no it's, it, they have a t- funny bone. They Toledo. do? Okay, yeah. okay. But like, but like, he was yeah. like, he was like, I don't think you can build fans from funny bones. I don't think you build fans. I disagree. I, I always disagree. disagreed. I always felt well, like. Well, I think that's what I've been doing the last five years. 
But do you see, like, okay, so this is very inside comedy. Go ahead. No one's going to get this except for me and you yeah. and any comic listening. Right. Can I fart real quick? Please. I've been ripping him into this farted. leather couch. <laughs> do you think that the days of Jay Medicine Hat and 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 uh, John Morgan, like these guys that would do, yep. these guys that were road Kill. dogs, yeah. murder. Yeah. Murder. Right. But John no Morgan knows. to this day. Never been on TV, but they kill. Never. John Morgan is one of my, Cajun. my big white whales. I've heard so much about him. Being never met him? Never met him. Rage and Cajun. Never met him. You love him. See, like the, it's like guys like... Uh, no, and medicine I said this. Hat, I, I, sp- I, I said this. No, Medicine Hat. I, I never met Medicine Hat. Yeah. I never met John Morgan. Guys like uh, Augie Smith. You know Augie? Yes and no. Wait, do I? Uh, like he's he, like I, I'll put him in that category. Although oh, he would no, hate I do that. Know him. He would hate that he's in that oh, category. No, 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 no. no. But like he he's just hate. a road. Guy. He's a road guy. He's he a would, guy that he murders on the road. In that category. Uh, but he murders. He murders on the road, he and murders. he does this for a living. It's the guys that Dave Attell respects the most. Right. Is the guys that do the road. That's what we right. do. And by the way, I'm okay with being that dude if I have to dude, be. Well, hold on. I mean, because I, I kind of thought, in, like, if I if I never – by the way, I worked at a fucking – before TV, I worked at a Goodyear changing tires dude. and oil. So if I'm not doing that and I'm doing this and no one sees me on television, it's a victory in my head. So let's – okay, so so you've told two two or three things that you've never told any before. I, there's a lot of things I, I keep from people. Uh, t- secret time. I don't tell people that I got Leanne pregnant before uh, we got married. I don't like telling that. Sure. I don't say it often. I've said it before. I'm sure. I don't. I, maybe you've heard of the first. In this time world, right now. no one cares. But, but I. But like, I don't, Georgia doesn't know. Sure. I just so one I of those things for the kids. One of those things that people go, "Oh, you didn't love her. You was a you were forced into it." That's not it. I'm right. been married 14 for years. I love her. Yeah. But like, like one of the things I don't like talking about is, uh, you know, when the, the whole travel channel thing ended i don't know what part i played in it mm-hmm. but i can definitely tell you what part they played in it and they played the part where they said your show's not doing well and we're not going to renew your contract now okay. i might have brought that on how many seasons seven total God damn seven total but seven different two series Dude, and then by and the then, way like that is a victory no one uh, uh, not no one most people who do what we do don't have seven seasons of anything under their belt. You've already won. Well, go I, ahead. It is, you know, it's so funny. I said that to Ari one time. I said, who wants to have my career? And Ari was like, all of them. <laughs> Everybody? He goes, he goes, everyone would like to do seven seasons of anything. Are yeah. you kidding me? And I yeah. was like, oh, I never saw it that way. I just figured I took True. a different path and I got out of comedy and for like, for and I was always doing it, but I wasn't I never doing thought it. that. I, I thought never, you were being funny, dude, on television. I appreciate it. That's what that is. But um, I don't know where this was going. You were saying uh, seven seasons. You were uh, what were we talking uh, about? A funny this? bone. Oh shit! Let's bring her back. I think a cicada just hit me in the face. A cicada? Are there cicadas here? In Los no. Angeles? <laughs> um, yeah. Where were we? Oh, we were on something there for a minute. Fucking no. God damn it! We're legit drunk now. We are. And I love it. I love it more than anything. I love it. I love. I remember the first time I ever got drunk. I was with Adam Rieger and Cayman Lazara. Oh, and uh, what'd you do? And we drank Natty Lights in Adam's 
Adam's dad owned a lot behind their house. Natty now, lot. And now I look back at that and I go, you had two lots? Like, why didn't you build on that? Like, you'd be millionaires. But he had a lot in the back and we drank with Chris Harrell and and we killed like maybe like three beers each. Yeah. But then we but that's then, enough. But then his mom, we went around to the front, his mom went in the back, found the beers, brought them in in like a real Perry mm-hmm. Mason kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Brought them into the house, called us into the house, sat us at her kitchen table, by the way, which is a beautiful kitchen now in retrospect. I looked at it in the time and I was like, This is old. Now you look at it and you go, Oh this yeah, is badass. That's what you did here. And she dumped the beers onto the table and goes, explain these. And at that moment, I was supposed to be panicked. I was supposed to be in trouble. But I was drunk, and I felt perfect. Didn't care. I said, oh. I might I be get, into this thing. This is cool. Whatever this thing is, I might. this might be my jam. Like, oh, Dude, I fucking like this. That reminds me of a story. Yeah. Um, so my dad was a cop. Really? For a minute. Well. For a minute. He got shot. There's a whole story behind this. He got shot? He almost died. Wait. Hold yeah. on. Eh. Start the story at the beginning. So, I mean, this is when I was like five. Okay. So I don't know this... He was a cop, and he got shot, and was in the hospital for about four months. Um, they rewired his intestines. He's got colostomy bag. Uh, got shot in the stomach, in the hand. He almost died. He shouldn't be alive, but he's alive. Anyway, um, I forgot why I started this story. He's a cop. He's a cop. He's a cop. That's what it was. He's a cop. So my dad would record <laughs> we should do a ladies week- and gentlemen we should do a weekly podcast where we get this fucked up and then and call it I forgot why I started why this I, story why did, I... why did I start this story <laughs> that is legit oh that's funny so dad gets shot yeah <laughs> dad almost died he uh got shot and uh, anyway no no the story was he's a cop, was yeah. a cop, blah yeah. blah blah. Has cop uh, equipment, so um, he would record. He, he recorded our phone calls, dude. What? My dad recorded our phone calls. <laughs> he had cop equipment. Yeah, does not lead me to phone calls. Shut the fuck up. He, do you could record? He did it. Now there was a moment in my life. <laughs> still happening but in this moment where i was hanging out with the wrong crowd according to him but uh my buddy uh scott was a big old weed head metallica back when it was back when weed was taboo back when weed was scary now that 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 was a gateway drug back then yeah for now it's like yeah sure pass me the weed but uh anyway so uh my buddy Scott calls me up one day. I don't know if these phone calls are being recorded. And I'm just like talking to my buddy Scott. He's 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 like, hey man, what are you doing, man? Hey, I'm gonna come pick you up at my Fiero, and we're gonna go down to the mall. We're gonna smoke some weed and steal some shit, man. Oh, smoke some weed. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do it. I don't know my dad's recording this. Oh, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. We go to the mall. Now, I'm standing in the, the mall where there's this big-ass glass doors. Like, you can see the parking lot right next to the game room. It's called Time Out. <laughs> and I see my dad walking through the parking lot. And my buddy Scott goes, is that your dad, man? Oh, yeah, it's my dad. He's probably going to Sears get a tool. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's not here for us. But he walks right towards me. He picks me up by my jacket and holds me up in front of people. My dad's bigger than me. He holds me up and goes, are you high, boy? Are you high right now? Are you high, boy? And he looks at Scott and says, get your own fucking ride home. Get your own fucking ride home. I'm taking my son. He, We went back home. He played that tape in front of me. He played the tape of me going, we're going to get high. We're going to steal some shit. Oh, my God. And... And all I could do was uh, uh, just pretend that uh, I wanted to be cool. I was like, Dad, I lied to Scott. I wanted him to like me. I wanted to be cool, Dad. It was a lie. By the way, it kind of was because we didn't smoke anything. Yeah. We were going to. Yeah. <laughs> never got around He busted you. He busted you it. before it happened. <laughs> yeah. That's how good of a cop he was. <laughs> oh, fuck. Preemptive busting. All right. I think the only fitting way to yeah, end this, dude, I know. We're this, end this epic podcast that we've put on is Rodney Carrington. Go. I Ask think me anything you want to know. I find him fascinating because I saw, I, like, I think I, my wife is dude, a I, Do you think most people know who that is uh, listening no. to us? No, I don't. Okay. I do not. That's a valid question. I'm going to build to it. Yeah, go, go, go. So my wife. Was a redneck. Is a redneck. A legit redneck. Re- she's re- she's in rehab. There's the, we had a we had a dinner party one night where um where uh, they had never heard that the n word had been used as a verb as attached to another verb. <laughs> yeah, and so that's and, hilarious. And so and and my wife's like, no, 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 no. Growing up, we used to call this this and this this and this this, and everyone was like, what the fuck? Well, there's another jerry rigging. There's that one. So I used to tell you, I'll, I'll tell you, the, I'll tell you the story real quick, <laughs> but like, so the reason this came up is I was in an elevator with my uh, daughters. I was getting ready to take them to preschool yeah. and our maintenance man was black. He had written a letter in the elevator, oh. the elevator. It doesn't matter what the letter says. Cause it, as he walks in, I'm reading the letter, I'm reading it. And he just cuts me off. He goes, Oh, so, you know, some kids in the neighborhood, there's been getting a little ding dong and ditch. I was like, what? Ding dong ditch. I go, yeah. I go, what's that? And he goes, oh shit, you never well, did. Okay. You never did ding dong and ditch when you was a kid. And I was like, we no. got a ring and run. And he goes, no. Will you knock on a motherfucker's door and run yeah. away? I goes, At yeah, least. we had that. Yeah, yeah. He goes, what'd you call it? And I was like, nothing. <laughs> and he laughed hysterically. He goes, I talked to your wife tonight. I know what you called it, motherfucker. And then I said, what did you call it when you fixed your car with a coat hanger and a piece of tape? And he was like. I called Jerry it rigging. He goes, I called it fixing the motherfucker. I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But like, yes. but the reason I they know call what it, you're saying the reason they called it Jerry rigging was um, was because the Germans when they were losing the war were, were fixing oh. everything with whatever they could. Yeah, and that's why they Jerry's well, were Germans. Jerry? Jer- Germans. They called Germans Jerry's. German rigging. Jerry rigging. Jerry rigging. Yeah. No and shit. That's, yeah, that's where they came from. And so I learned something. Yeah, we did, my my grandmother, my nana had. I a, didn't know that had a German Shepherd called Jerry. They called it Jerry because I always my was, grandfather was, was in like, the war. Why is Jerry getting all this credit? Yeah, what was I talking about? <laughs> you were talking about, uh, about Rodney Carrington. Rodney Carrington. <laughs> so so uh, yeah, so my yeah. wife, uh, my wife is my wife. into the into um, the blue collar comedy tour. Sure. We go see well, it. That's not even Rodney, though. We go, but we go see it. Okay. Uh, I'm very stuck up at the time. I told this to Ron, <laughs> right. to Ron uh, White. 
Okay, now and I to, have to and, tell you my Ron White story when we're done. Okay, and ten, I told it to ten Ron White. Told it to Larry. I know him too. I told it to both of them. Love him. I was very stuck up. The only two I know is Ron and Larry. I don't. I've not met the other two. I don't think we ever will. They're like the the they're like the Michael Eisner's of redneck. More. They're already fucking up there. They're done. And so uh, so my wife's like, we're gonna go see this, and I was like, I'm a stand up comic. I'm not going to see this. I'm not gonna. Sit I have no there. interest in watching, watching Jeff Foxworthy, this. Jeff Engvall. Like, I don't know the other two guys. Right. I'm not watching. this. I'll be in the back. We go to the we go to the arc light. We are okay. the only two people in the theater. Jesus Christe. And uh, and I fucking fall apart laughing. And I at who. At all of them. All of them? At all of them. No shit. Mostly Ron White. Uh, Larry hit me with... uh, Larry hit me in a way that, like, Hedberg hits you. That sounds silly to say, but, like, set a punch, set a punch, set a punch. Well, that's all Real quick, real quick. Yeah, he's deep. Real smart. Yeah. Um, Well... Foxworthy, I started going, oh, I forgot he was a great comic. Yeah. Engvall... Engvall was a sleeper on me because I, I... didn't realize how talented he was until I was older and I started writing his exact same jokes. <laughs> to this day, I don't know if I like Ingvall. Uh I dig him. I should see him. I dig him. I dig him. Because everyone I know, you you, you just now said it. Yeah. Everyone, he, a comic goes like, oh, he's great. Oh, every every joke. But he's, what I've seen, I go like. Eh. Every joke he's written, I've yeah. I've written and gone. That's a Bill Engvall joke. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, somehow. I don't know. Somehow, when I see it on the television, I go like, I don't know. Kind so like it, it redirected the way I looked at comedy because I was like, I was like, don't be elitist about it. Just because you started sure. in New York doesn't mean you're the funniest guy in the world. Very shortly thereafter, I met Tommy Jonigan, who was brilliant. The dude opened for me in Wisconsin. So he's hard to follow. The same shirt on. He's the you had same shirt. There's a picture of me and Tommy Jonigan at uh, uh, Apple. Uh, uh, God damn it! What's this club? Apple something. Appleton, Wisconsin. Appleton, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been there. Oh. But we're in the green room with almost the exact same shirt. He's he's the first guy I worked with where I was like, I may not be able to follow him. You can follow him. He's great. Yeah, he's great. But your energy. Yeah, he he's just a lot. Like I just I like his comedy better than I like mine. (laughs) That is I'm the same way. Oh yeah. I don't like people like me. I mean, I don't hate them. I know what you're saying. I find that I enjoy. I don't watch people, other people that do who are what not I like do. what I do. Yeah, right. Like, so I just sit back and like, well, oh, I can't do that, so I like that. Yeah. And someone like me, like, well, I know what I know what those tricks. I got are. those tricks. I can do that. Yeah. So it's different. So like back that. to Rodney Carrington. Rodney Carrington. So I hear Rodney this thing Carrington. about Rodney Carrington, and I yeah. go, um, I'm not going to be elitist about this guy. I'm going to watch him. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to see what I think. This, and the, uh, uh, is this a sitcom? It, no, it's not. Th- I, although I did watch a sitcom. What are you talking about? Stand I'm up? talking about stand-up. Where? Uh, I watch a video, and it is... Oh, it's it just is on TV. Bi- it is... No, it is not on TV. No, no. On your computer? Yeah. Okay. And he... It... It is... The thing that made me think, I wish I had been him. <laughs> it's the Show Me Your Tits song. Show them to me. It is... Fucking By the way, when he brilliant. does that song, there's there's tits every night. He he's so smart. It's so you smart. Song. It's so smart. Joke about show me your tits, and they show 
their tits. It is every time. So fucking smart. I fucking <laughs> lost my shit. Like yeah. it just the He's brilliant. At, at the wrinkle in the system that he worked his way through. Yeah. It's like it's like if you played a song called uh prove to me you can suck my dick better than your friend. <laughs> it's the fuck it lick on my balls. It was so <laughs> fucking great that I was like that I was like obsessed with him. Like yeah. I couldn't like when did you would, see this? When was this? This was a while. Life. This is a while ago. This is probably when. This is probably when you were doing a sitcom. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's that backstory. Yeah. So he came into Good Nights where I was like the host MC guy. Yeah. And um, I, he wasn't famous yet, but he was kind of getting there. So he was recording a an a audio album. Does he make a lot of money right now? Yeah, dude. Really? This dude. I don't. I wish I was as smart as him. I think he has three or four houses at least. Tulsa. Okay. Oh, fuck, dude. Okay, so. Legit redneck, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, he's like, more, like he, his, dude, he's more like us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But but happens, like to, be from, from, but from, happens to be from Tulsa. And okay. also happens to be a good guitar player. Yeah. And likes country music. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what that is, but that's what he is. But it's like it's like it's like it's different shades of. of he the would, South. if he was sitting right here right now, it would be all equal as shit. But you would be laughing at him when he chimed in. Is and, he and, just a funny guy to be around? Yeah, dude. I love that. I love that more than I love that more than your act. I think sometimes I do too. And I didn't really. Here's the crazy thing: I worked with him before being on a sitcom, and. As a feature act in Good Nights. Fast forward five, seven years, whatever it was. I'm now I'm in LA. I'm auditioning for his sitcom. I'm auditioning for a part. And um, I go in and he's sitting there. He's with the casting people. He goes, I remember you. You're the Hickory Dance Machine. The Dance Machine. I used to, I, I used to make fun of dancing by dancing. Yeah. So I would come out and I'd do this. Uh, people do the sprinkler. I do this one that goes up and down. You know, yeah. no, I don't have that. One. That's yeah. rich people. That's golf course shit. I had this like <laughs> jump through me. So I I would make fun of dancing by dancing, and he remembered that. Really, which is insane, because I faked called myself Hickory Dance Machine as an MC. Yeah. Before I, I'm just. He's trying to. He goes Hickory Dance Machine. I go, hey, can I get a part on your show? <laughs> but he liked me, and it was two amazing years being on that show with Rodney Carrington. What 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 network? ABC. It it was on ABC, but it came right after uh, According to Jim, Jim Belushi's show. Yeah, and the mark of a good sitcom is if. You can keep the audience from changing the channel. The mark of a good TV show. Yes. We, it was 99%. We kept the audience, but not enough. I mean, uh, I think it got canceled because, oh, well, we had good episodes, bad episodes. I mean, it, was, it wasn't for everybody. Well, no, I think, I think there's an elite. I think right now what is changing in this business is there's an elitism to what they believed entertainment was and to what it is today. I, I, one of my favorite shows ever is a show called Jesus and Miro. 
and and no one listening right What's now it knows that Jesus and Miro. If no one would have no? ever ever programmed this show <laughs> ten years ago, okay, it's two black dudes just being themselves. Oh, on the uh, Vice. Viceland. Yeah. It's Viceland. so fucking no, good, dude. It is dude, so I gotta check it out. good. I've not seen it yet, but I it's, know of it. It's it's like it's like now I'm a little privy to it. So I'm, I'm, Why do you I'm, like it? I'm well number one number one I like authentic voices. Yeah. I love authentic voices. Okay. I, I, I'm not Well that's why you like Rodney's isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like an authentic voice. Yeah. And they're two dudes who don't change anything. Anything they don't pander to yeah. the way they. It's interact. just them responding to it's whatever. Them being it is. them, right, like right, they right, go, right, right. like they. Well, I, 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 I've, I feel I've, like I've, we could do. By that. the way, I've, I've imitated a lot of them. Like I always say, shout out to things. Yeah, that's what they do. I think a lot of people do shout well, out to shout things, out. but like everyone says, shout out. But they, it's one of the things in their shows, and they like shout out to the Puerto Rican, to the invented Puerto Rican guy on a on portrait mode. Like, it, like <laughs> they're very funny. Very like I just I really respect them. Good, but it's one of the cool things I like about entertainment now channel, is that it's it's giving voices to people that uh, predominantly yeah. uh, people didn't give voices to. And I don't want to sound like some liberal from Evergreen of like sure. white people shouldn't speak. Right, I, right, I'm going right, to speak right. too. I'm going to speak also. But, I want the them way, to hear me speak, I'm and I want to speak here. to them. Yeah, right, I'm right. still fucking here. I'm not yeah. an asshole. Right, like I'm just a regular I've never fucking been dude. A dick. Yeah. Thank you. But I also want to hear their voices too. Yeah. And I always have. Yeah, I, like I don't want to like. I so, don't. Can like, I tell you something, man? Okay, this is my never air. Okay, um, I, I have a joke about this where I, I said uh, I took that twenty uh, three uh, and Me DNA test. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. It turns out it came back in a pie chart. It was just three colors: red, white, and blue. I'm a fucking American. <laughs> Is there anything wrong with that? I don't even know. I didn't know where I was from from until someone when I moved here in 2000, and I saw my red hair. I, a guy said, "Well, what's your heritage?" And I, and ignorantly, I said, "I'm from North Carolina." He goes, "No, no, no, but where are you from from?" I go. North Carolina, dude. So, so, so I didn't know, know that I had. I didn't know. know I didn't know that I had is. to know that shit. You know, you realize. You realize that all Asians <laughs> deal with that every fucking day. Of course. Well, that's a. That's a. So uh, many. Do you, do, do you tell them on stage? No. You should start telling the only them on thing stage. I've ever said on stage is like the the the, the uh, twenty three and me joke. Where go, it came back in a pie chart, three colors: red, white, and blue. I'm fucking American. No, but sorry, I don't know. Where I'm from. That, I don't the, know where I'm from. The thing that's connected with that is like, I remember one time I said to a Indian guy, I was like, "Oh, what, what, what's your, what's your, what tribe are you from?" And he said, <laughs> "And he you goes, said tribe." And he goes, "I, I don't." That. He goes, "I don't know." Tribe. And I was like, "I was like, how do you not know?" And he goes, "I don't know, man. I'm just a regular dude." And I was like, oh, if I was Indian, I'd definitely know that. And he said to me from stage at the Bray Improv, he goes, so you're telling me that if you were Indian, you'd be more interested in yourself than you already are? And I was like, what? Huh? And he goes, you don't know where you're from in Ireland, but you'd, you'd want to know where you're from in, in – in, That's uh, my in, point. As an Indian? And right. I was like – Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. I was like, yeah. I don't think. I guess I'm. Ju- I'd be just as disinterested in myself as I normally no, am. My life is already this. Yeah, you're asking me some shit that went down. It's such a fifties, a hundred years ago. It's I don't a, know. It's a connective tissue. People try to find is like is like 
Uh, where in Asia are you from? My my favorite thing ever is when you see uh, black dudes who aren't aware of what they're saying. They go, "No, I mean this shit," and they point to their eyes like, "I mean the, the where, where, where are you from in India? Like in Asia? <laughs> oh, what kind of right, this right. shit are you?" And are you it's just Indian? totally insensitive, totally oh, insensitive. Oh, and you're like, are you but in- no one calls you bullshit <laughs> on it because they're like, "Well, you, you know, it's fine." It's like it's like the it's oh, I don't know I'm not gonna get into it. There's Let's a just... thing where if one is making fun of the other, then the bigger one cannot say anything. Uh, it's fucking dot or feather. That's it's... I love that one. Oh uh, yeah, Indian dot or feather. You're like I would never say oh oh whatever whatever whatever. We're not gonna get into that shit. Rodney Carrington. I love Rodney Carrington. So oh, what do you want to know? I love. You. I tell you think about Rodney Carrington. I'm, I'm fascinated so by him. Where does he live? Tulsa. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh huh. And uh, uh, married? Oh, uh, divorced. Kids? Two or three. Uh, that's Sons. The, that's the plight of uh, the the regular mm-hmm. millionaire road comic. Right. Oh, don't, this dude. I don't know. Is I don't, it I don't know anyone him? else like him who has that career. Because Jeff Dunham. Well. Well, Jeff Dunham, but Rodney Carrington. But if I were if I went outside and said Jeff Dunham, people go like, "Oh yeah." Oh, no one knows Rodney Carrington. Well, not no one. Not no one, but no one here in LA. Right. Well, some people in LA, but like, but like he's a uh, like I I I always say to people like I go I'm like I, I have this a couple jokes sometimes that I won't share on stage that I'll share if they're cool. Yeah. But if they're not, I won't. And I go, sure. I go. I'm smarter than you guys are. Like <laughs> when it comes to comedy, I know what you like more than you know what you like. Trust me. <laughs> and, and one of the things I know that they would like if they gave it a chance is Rodney Carrington. But oh, they God, look yeah, at yeah. the branding of it and they go cowboy hat. I'm right, tuned right, off. Right. They're out. And you go, you're not listening. You're not listening. Thank you. Same thing with the uh, goddamn. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, it's same thing with Larry the Cable Guy. It's it, Go to a show. Well, it's anybody. Yeah, pick a color, and think you don't like that guy. Guess what? Give him a chance. Might be fucking awesome. Earthquake. Lavelle Crawford. Le- to me, I, I I just go in my brain. He looks funny. Sounds funny. You can't blame but his jokes are good. You can't blame them because it's their money. Like so. So imagine. Like someone said to me one time. They go. Um, I think you're underestimating how often people see comedy, and I was like, "What?" And they're what? like, you, "How oft? How often people oh, right, see right, comedy?" Right, 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 right. And I said, "What do you so, mean?" So, so they're connoisseurs. And I said, "I said, I don't know." And they go, "You realize that the average person sees it once a year, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, oh shit, I'm there. Not at all. I'm almost, I'm almost there every night. Like I'm definitely what? a fan of comedy. I'm." Yeah, beyond a fan of comedy, I might be well, a connoisseur of comedy in, in, a, in a certain way that no one could ever be. Sure. So, like, so, but like, people do see the branding of Ronnie Carrington, mm-hmm. and some people sign up immediately. Mm-hmm. Like I said to Nate, Bargazzi, well, he's smart about that. Nate Bargazzi, me and Ari Shafir, we just did a show. Me and Nate, I'll tell you. Go ahead. And we were sitting out. We were watching Larry the Cable Guy. We're all laughing hysterically. It's a great show. Were you surprised that you were laughing? I was not surprised. Okay, I do, I'm not. Well, some surprised. people will say that. I'm not surprised at the fact that the guy's selling fucking two thousand, five thousand <laughs> tickets arenas, on a Wednesday. Dude. He sells out arenas. I'm not surprised that he's doing that. Nebraska. and that I'm laughing. Yeah. And we're having we're having Jack on the Rocks in the back. Yep. We're fucking standing up. We have yeah. back access passes. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and I said to myself, I went. 
it 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 is, and I respectfully I hope Larry that you hear this and you are not upset upset. Well, I but did it a is, show with him. It is very intensely branding. Like branding is is the most oh, important dude. thing about comedy. Do you know how that whole thing started? Do you know the story of how Dan Whitney became of Larry the Cable Guy? Of course. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But but well, my, it's a hundred percent branding then. But 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 I, he did it before branding was around. He did it way before branding was around. He just was doing. He was just he having got fun. smart about it. It was, it was same as Dice, Larry, yeah. Larry and Dice are both identical. Of them. The exact same. Fucking and thing. I'm not. I'm not but shit on two different them. places. Identical. That's all it is. And that, but that's you what comedy York, was. You got Florida. That that's what comedy Same was thing. at the time. It's a character, and you can't. By the way, probably it was a little bit what Kinnison was. Yeah, it was definitely what Bobcat was. Anyone that we know from the '80s as a comedian, it was a brand. And then, and then we we took right. it and we we created this like this hybrid of like. Like, I can definitely say I'm a brand that is so mashed up into who the fuck I really am that I don't know who the fuck I am or am not anymore. No, 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 no. Like, I'm sitting there going, like like you said with your voice. You go, when I get on stage, it gets a little more high-pitched. Right. And then sometimes, like, a fan sees you and goes, what's up, John? You're like, hey! Yeah. You know? It's, it, it, it fucks me up to the point where you're like, like I said, I go, I don't know where the machine stops. And Bert starts, and the Bert starts, and the machine stops. Because by the way, Bert needs to go to Doug Stanhope's house for a fucking weekend and party oh to get God. back to Bert. Because I become really me. Because being funny. Please around, invite me to that. What's that? Please invite me to Doug Stanhope. I thought I want to throw a surprise party for Stanhope. And and the, I want to do mushrooms in his fucking man, his uh, desert. I want to do mushrooms. With him. Oh, dude. One of my favorite things in the world is like, I, when I go to Stanhope's, you, I love jealous. it, dude. I love it more than anything. And then, by the way. I'm afraid that he might not like me. No. Because I like no. him already. No, he. he I'm afraid. Trust me when I tell you. If he met. He's, well, just because, like, well, here's a dumb redneck being rednecky. No, no, he might all, go, like, all. I don't like no, him. Doug's, Doug is the same as Attell, is the same as Gaffigan, is the same as. Like any yeah, comic that does it for a living, any comic that does it for a living go, wants to hang out with ahead. comics and do it for a living. Give you a pass. What? <laughs> well, it's kind of like a you're making you're yeah. making a living. You're not an asshole. You're legit, dude. Gonna, <laughs> you're legit, dude. We can have a drink. Yeah, yeah. Let's have a drink. Less bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And we'll just talk shit about fucking DJ Medicine. That. That's how I feel. It's like it's like I, I. But one of the the things I was saying is that that kind of fucks me up a little bit is like. Is like Bert, and I not to split my personality. Is me ah! is is I'm like somebody else. it's like I need I need to go to standups every now and then and just and just fucking chill See, and be around real people to be myself. But I also am the machine. But I'm also Bert. But I'm also like it's like it's like when trust me when I come home I'm definitely taking a Xanax that Monday. Yeah. But like but like. And then and then you wake up with your kids and then you're like I'm definitely burped. Then you, oh yeah, it's, I don't know, man. I'm you, no, fucking... no, you're very good at uh, compartmentalizing. I'm not. You, you well, you have to be because you're not. not just the machine. 
you're a different machine here because of the kids and the wife. Yeah, but, but you know, still, we're still we're shirt off still all work. the time. By the way, by the way, we're I not had, in charge. I dinner, She's in charge. I had dinner with my we shirt don't know off. this. I had dinner with my shirt off because yeah. I was sweating because I had worked out. So I ran off? five miles. Yeah. When? Where? Tonight. Where? Here. Here, of course. And I was like, if he shows up now, I'm going to look like I'm doing this as a bit. <laughs> and I, 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 I. By the way. I would have thought that, yeah, and I also would have loved that. I was. I don't I, care either way. I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" And I'm, but sure. like, there's so many parts of you that, that doesn't <laughs> that you know that I don't know. Sure. It. I don't know. <laughs> uh, fucking ripping farts. That was my. Uh, I had a, like a zit. Dude, we're killing this. This, this is, is like uh, fifteen hours now. Fifteen. I'm I'm Set, curious thought. to see what our total will be. It's definitely over three hours. Yeah. Um, I want to tell you. Uh, uh, you asked me about Rodney Carrington. I can tell you one interesting Rodney Carrington story if you'd like to hear it. Where does he live? Oklahoma. He lives in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I tell every actor comedian this: if you ever want to get a sitcom canceled. All you have to do is buy a townhome with a walking distance. And that's what I did. As soon as I was on that fucking show, I go, it's going to last forever. And I bought a townhome. To this day, Because season one did well, right? Yeah. Dude, they kept 99% of the show before it, which is according According to Jim. Jim, Yeah. They did great. Some were good, some were bad, but they... They did the numbers are great. That's not why they got canceled. I'm gonna tell you when they got canceled. I'm gonna put my hand over this microphone so no one hears us. I love you, Rodney. Oh fuck! I don't know if I should say it. And then don't say because I can't edit it. I'm too drunk. All right. Just tell me. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's just a truth thing. Um, they were killing it. Rodney was killing it. They were doing great, but. But Rodney uh, does so well on the road. The only yeah. time I've been in a, in a private jet was with Rodney Carrington. Dude. And then later on with another person. But the, Rodney was the first. Who's the other person? Brad Paisley. Oh, He's my new best friend. Uh, look for us on Netflix in August. Uh, anyway. But that was like, this dude, he's loaded without yeah. the sitcom. He's yeah. already got fuck you money. And the money he's making from the sitcom was maybe equal. Yeah, I think it wasn't. It, it wasn't enough for him to stress or bow down to people, and so he did not bow down. Well, you figure. I mean, like, I'll, I'll, you don't have to say this. I'll say this out loud. All right. I know. I can guess how much money Rodney makes on the road. Um. Uh, fuck you, Just money. follow him on Facebook, and you'll see yeah. uh, packed arenas. What's he doing? Like five thousand seaters? Yeah, I know. I know for a fact that I have friends Today, that do those without anything current. Yeah, still killing it. And so you look at that, and then I can tell you what they can afford to pay you on ABC. Most amount of money they can afford to pay you on a week mm-hmm. as a guy in well, the second season. If it's your name like, is the, the sitcom. I'm going to guess 100, 125 is the most. Maybe. 
Maybe more. Maybe more. I don't know. I, I'll definitely not, tell you. I've, I've, I don't know that stratosphere. I've never been there. I'll tell you what my opening deal on my first sitcom was $25,000 a week. That's what I got. Yeah. That's big on a sitcom. Yeah. 25. It's a lot on a sitcom. Yep. So I'm going to guess. It's the best job ever. Oh, it's the greatest. By the way. But I'll tell you right now. Best uh, job. There's a lot of people that will turn down uh, $25,000 a week to do stand-up because stand-up's blowing up so big right now. Fuck that, dude. I would, <laughs> because I've been doing it for so long, I would gladly take a job where I could walk to the fucking studio for twenty five grand and be on it eight scenes. No, no, no. Uh, four lines. I wasn't even a main character. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I'll that's trade for. What I was, it, that, that's what I was getting for being a cop who's there randomly. I'll tell you what. This is that's th- the best time ever. This had. is how media has changed. Yeah. Um, that, well, yeah. These days they're. Gone. I will tell you this. If you're listening right now, anyone <laughs> that works in media, I will forego <laughs> all my money, all yeah. of my money. All right. If you put it on, if you want to put it on a network, fine. Sure. Let me put it on my YouTube, my Facebook, my Instagram. Your thing. Let me put it on my stuff. I want those fans. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you to. Well, it's different now. Like it, things have changed so much that yeah. I like. I, I got an offer from someone, and they were like, it's all they the were world. like, they were like, how much? I, I said uh, thirty-five grand an episode. I shouldn't say that, but oh, that's what it is. Thirty-five grand an episode because I because if it's not that I'm, I'm right. we're we're I'm I'm in a deficit of fucking making money in a right. weekend or, or 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 five grand an episode and just let me allow allow me to. Own some shit so I can post my own shit. I, I had a Facebook video on Instagram uh, that was on Travel Channel that got 120 million views. Can you imagine what that would have done to my career Jeez. if I had been tagged in that video? But they right. own it, so they didn't who, tag who, me who, in who, it. Who owns Travel Channel. Yeah. They owned it. They got the credit. No one. That show's gone. They don't, they're airing it now because they have to. Does it say your to. name on it at all? Nope. Not even my name. Jesus but Christ. But I was the reason people watched it. Right. And, and trust me when I say right. that, like... They're airing Birth the Conqueror yep. now because of that, because they realized, ah, oh, fuck, maybe we had a really great show. Maybe we never it. Maybe was we your show, Bert. It yeah. was you. It wasn't like, let's go figure out these destinations. It was like, no, we like that guy. But, but, but it's and like, we want to like, hang out with that guy. That money for me would be better well spent on people finding me and people going, I like Bert. Right. Like, and so no, now, yeah. That's now what I look you should at it and I just go, I want I do, I want to talk to you about that thing that I want to talk to you about. Yeah, pretty yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, hammered. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hammered. Uh, no, um, I like Rodney Carrington. Can we it. get him on the phone? Uh, I'll call him from my phone. Honestly, we randomly he'll text me. We text each other text all the him, time. Text him. And he'll ask. send me like I don't know where he'll send me a, a picture of him and a, a girl with, uh, with her top off. <laughs> and I'll do the same. He's single. I'm single. We're both divorced. Really? Um, so and he's a, we both also? went through a divorce, and we're both like divorce buddies, I guess. But uh, yeah, he's uh, naturally a funny dude. Like our buddies that we talked about, who are just naturally funny. Yeah, that's what Rodney is, and also happened to be a comedian and play guitar and is good at music. That's kind of what he did. How old is he? I'm. Th- I'm 45. I guess he's 48. 
He's only like three or four years older than me. Not much. I can't find a fat picture of Ant. <laughs> yeah, he won't have it. Rodney. Ant, by the way, probably also has. Yeah. You, you the top Rodneys that you'd search on the internet. Who mm-hmm. do you think it would be? Dangerfield. Nope. Um, King is number who? one. Rodney who? King. Rodney King. Oh, <laughs> that's. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, white privilege just happened. I don't even know. Like I'm a bad guy. God damn it, Rodney Carrington. He's. He's doing a tour. Oh, Just follow him on brilliant. Facebook. You'll see. Man, let me tell you something. Blowing up. And, and right now you're like, you're like, who the fuck's Rodney Carrington? Trust me. Go see him once. You'll have the best show of your life. Well, He's, even if you don't like... Um, I'm trying to think of how... To, uh, if Jimmy Buffett was hilarious. I said, uh, that's that's Rodney something Carrington. something I would have loved to have done in my life. I mean, I love Jimmy Buffett. I love. I, love, I, I brought a super, and his uh, songs are happy, fun, party time. Yeah, and that's what Rodney is. It's happy, fun, party time, but he's also got some jokes before it. Let's do this. Yeah. Who do you work with at Levity, Reg? Yeah, Reg Tiger, man, the let's best name up. in the business. Let's call him. By the way, all right. Let's and see how we end this interview. It's almost midnight. Thank you for calling him. Yeah. You're really testing me, aren't you? I am. I said to Reg, I said, the thing I love about you is that I know when I call you, answer the phone. Um, I know, and you're, you're testing it. Are you still with John? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're partying. We're pretty drunk. Reg. We're, about, we're almost about four hours into a podcast. Oh, my God. We've oh done four God. hours. But, no, nothing, nothing too bad has been said, right? No, nothing bad at all. It's oh, been okay, it's been good. all good. Uh, all right, good. Yeah, and so we, so we wanted to say, is there something... I haven't asked John that you'd want to ask him on a podcast. By the way, this came out of nowhere, Reg. Because we're hammered. Hold on. I'm going to put the phone next to the microphone and wait, have a drink. Wait, Reg, before wait, you talk answer... Talk to the microphone. Talk no. to the microphone also. Reg, before you answer that question, I want yeah. to make sure that uh, Bert knows that I have the best t-shirt of all time and envisioned for you guys called Reg Against the Machine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's, the thing that's, about uh, Reg's laugh. So, what's the question? The question is: Does Bert need to ask a question to John? Yeah. Is there something that. about? Is there something about John that I don't know about that you would? What? What are like the five burning questions? We've already done to John. Hours, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I, but you've talked to him for four hours straight. That's pro- you're probably delved deeper than I ever have. Name it, name it, Reg. Just figure the one thing. So, so start with me. What's the one thing you'd want to ask me on a podcast that you that 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 you think would be good uh, good fodder for conversation? You're a big podcast fan. <clears throat> you listen to all my birdcasts. Bird. A lot of podcasts. Yep. All of them. Every single one of them. <laughs> I've heard every one of your stories. All right. So, uh, question that you guys should talk about. Um, about, are we going to ask about like why uh, incredible edible America? Uh, <laughs> Wait, no. Is that uh, the Bert, show? Is that the show? Were you guys no, watching no. that while you were podcasting? No, but Isla watched it, and Isla was like, Isla was obsessed. Uh-oh. She goes, 
You, you know what Incredible this Edible America is? Are supposed to do? Nope. It's uh, Jeff Dunham's new show. <laughs> it's actually it's actually really good for uh, it, for, you know for what it is. No, no, it's it's a it's um it's a it's a food show, and but Isla was obsessed. Obs- no, it's it's actually a really good show. It, it I can't shit on it too much, but Isla was obsessed at what parts were scripted and what parts weren't scripted, and I felt like going, "Hey, dummy, the ones where the 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 ones where the dummy shows up are scripted." <laughs> Like, I was like, Isla, the fucking, when the dummy shows up, it's scripted. And then the whole time she kept going, is he scripted? Is that scripted? And I was like, I think I fucking rubbed off her too long. Yeah. I think, I I think what I'd want to ask both of you and hear both of your guys answer is because the way you guys, um, you guys come up, you, you both have a lot of material based on your own life. But I think there's a lot that you've experienced in your own life that you have not yet shared on stage, which is a great thing. Wait. So my question to both of you is, what is one of what is a deep, dark little mine, a little cave or corner in your mind or in inside of you that you have not yet explored on stage that you feel like through until you retire, your career won't be complete until you explore that? I think we both talking to the microphone, John. John, by the way, is so drunk he dropped. Wait, are, we the microphone. Still, are we still recording? <laughs> he stopped. He I dropped the microphone. Like, and we go. I feel like it's a good question. <laughs> I see you holding the the phone to your face, and I'm like, why am I holding this microphone? Reg doesn't need this mic. No, I uh, we all did right, that. I think we did that. All right, all right, all right, all right. We'll call you back. We'll, all right, we'll talk to you later. Oh yeah. So wait, what is the one thing? What's that? That you want to explore that you haven't explored. And, I, and I'll, I'll, I'll start off. Of stage, I'll, I'll start in off. In terms of uh, being on stage and doing a, a bit? No. My fucking life as a human I, I, being. I, I, think, I think we've both answered that in a weird way in this podcast is that <clears throat> I think, you know, I think one of the things I get caught up in, and I, and I think. Machine. Oh, you have no idea. Oh, you're the machine. Yeah, well, I get caught up in I get caught up in a story that I tell on a podcast that people get associated with and then want to hear again. And I go, yeah, but you already heard that. Like, trust me, if you like that, you'll like more stuff. Um, Sure. But I think also one of the things I get caught up in is that um, I get caught up in I'm very like uh, privy to peer pressure. Like, if people. Like if I go to the store, sometimes yep. I do what the guys at the store do. I do that kind of material. I Dude, I do it and weaker. I don't do it as no. good as anyone does. No. But like I raise my voice and right. and I and I try to do shorter, like more. Like I was like I I want to do I want to just do me. Yeah. Like and I think that's what I like about the road is that when people come out to you, they just want to see you do you. That's why I hate going and performing in this town because we both know what we're capable of yeah. in the rest of the world. Why come here and subject ourselves to 10 minutes of bullshit, which goes nowhere in our level. It fucks We've with already your made, ego. If you do I'm well, gonna, it I'm not gonna be, I'm not, I'm not fucking tooting our horns, Yeah, but we're at a level that we don't need necessarily to do that 10 minutes. Unless you're just 
stretch out a, a bit. You got to use you got to use something. these spots in the city. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, though? Like, like yeah, it, like the other day, I realized I was like, I need to do, I need to use the store. Yes, for what I, I, mean, I the store. I need to use it as the the real vehicle it is, which is like a real test of what's right. funny. Yeah, like I know sure. for a fact that they're laughing at the people I respect. Right, because you already got your fans. Yeah, and then I, and then I go, I need to like find out if my shit's funny. Like it, I need to really like sure. do what Chris Rock does or Dave right, Chappelle right, right, and just right. do new material and not and not be the guy that's going like. I want to kill. I want them to think I'm as funny as Chappelle. By the way, Chappelle goes up and bombs for fuck. No, I'm not bombs. No. I mean, it's very funny, but like, sure. it's like he just doesn't care about trying yeah, to kill. I respect that. Yeah, I respect that. But I also think if you already if you're already in your wheelhouse, yeah. you've already got your people. I don't know if it <sighs> beneficial. To go into a place well, that's not your real house. But it's frustrating. Bum anyway. It's frustrating to go up but it, it can and be a see, dip Bill, downer in see a way. Bill Burr destroy with original <laughs> material. Right. Original material. Yeah. Original material. Sure. And then go like. Do you do crowd work? No. Uh, I try not to anymore because I, I, nope. I found it not beneficial to doing hours. It could lead to things, though. No. That's what I like about it. I do I, it. I, in the last four years, yeah, I'm a crowd work. The ten, I do crowd work. It mixed I, in with the bits. But I enjoy I, crowd work, but I like it because it. it leads to writing a new possible stuff. bit. It does. It really does. And I well, want to say, part of me wants to say, like, not every time. I want to say, like, that's how I probably wrote my first two hours. Is right. like. All through crowd work. Yeah. But now I look at it and I go. It's work. Now I look at it and go like, I need to sit in the boredom of my material mm-hmm. and be embarrassed of it <laughs> until the place where I get to the place where I go. Dude, Mark Ryan, by the way, who we both love. Mark Ryan's him, great. Um, helped me in my first DVD. Uh, Reed Metro Jethro. Yeah. And he goes, uh, and we're very similar. We have uh, this whole background of like being from the South and trying to function in Los Angeles with this accent. Very hard. Yeah. You get lo- looped in easily. But um, he helped me write. He goes, uh, for like, I don't know, six months, I'd have him open for me. And we would uh, tape the set, watch the set. Write down notes on. The, I mean, it was a system. Mark yeah. Bryant had it figured out. Really? Uh, uh, I should go back to it because he's smart. I'm hammered. We're hammered. Probably, we should probably wrap this yeah, up. Yeah, let's wrap it up, buddy. All right. Uh, so, in conclusion, everybody, you're welcome. Can I promote some shit real quick? Please. I didn't even promote anything. Uh, yeah. Shit's coming up. Uh, what's coming up? I'm fucking so hammered. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, what do you got going on? Dude, I'm going to be on Netflix in August. Oh, with Brad Paisley. Brad Paisley. So just look for Brad Paisley on Netflix. I'm going to be on that show with Nate Bergazzi, with John, John Heffron, Sarah Tiana. For real? Yeah. It's a whole, it was during that whole um, Wild West comedy, comedy festival. <laughs> oh, that's going to be fucking awesome. It's yeah. I think people will like it. 
we it was a good night. And then um on Tignataro's show called One Mississippi, I'll be in the second season coming up September. She's from Mississippi, right? She's from Mississippi. Yeah. By the way, Tignataro did one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life on a personal TV stand up appearance. What was it? You gotta be brave. Oh, Jeez. took her tits out? No, 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 no. That was a special. I'm okay. talking a Conan appearance. Oh, really? It was maybe five, three minutes. I don't know. But she did this bit. And you respect this, dude. She's doing it. Her joke was that she was doing a joke and it wasn't working. And she hit the stool and the stool made a fart noise. And that got a laugh. Okay, that's her joke. On Conan. And then she hits the stool on Conan, and it makes a fart noise. And it gets a laugh. So it's like this double... She pushed this stool around for at least 60 seconds, <laughs> farting every time she... Without saying a word. Yeah. And it, and it killed. I go, that's the bravest, funniest fucking thing I've ever seen on TV. A girl, Tignataro... Put the microphone in the back pocket like it's a fucking tool. Push the stool around for like 60 seconds. You go, just... And it's killing because she set it up so that it would kill. I think Tig is, uh, I, I'll watch, there's a few people that I watch anything they do. Uh, Maria Bamford, Tig Notaro. Love them both. Like I, 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 I'll watch anything they do. And and I may not laugh at everything, but I'll watch everything they do, well, and that's more important. Yeah. Like in in all honesty, I just go. I know they're original. Yep. I know they're creative. Yep. I know they do real shit. Yep, that's exactly how to say it. So, what else do you have to promote before we wrap up this drunk cast? Oh, I'll be at the bar over here at. Uh, Let's see. Hey, come see me over there at Firefly or at uh, Jinkies. Studio Cafe. I don't know when I'm, I'm releasing kidding. this podcast, uh, but I, I know I have an Australian tour what? in September. Are you going to Australia? I've never been. Doing, uh, I think I'm doing I'm good for, Shanghai, oh, Singapore. Me and Jim Jeffries are buds. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's a really great guy. Hilarious. All right. We're each blinking eyes as we talk to each yeah, other. That's when, the, that's, when you know, that's when you know. By the way, listeners... Know this, we are probably seven football fields away from where we live. It's very close. Yeah, seven to eight football fields. We're walking. What is this? Yeah, I'm 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 twenty yards away from where I sleep. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're in your house. I'm in my house. I'm walking to mine. All right, I love you guys. Uh, I love you too. I love. Love. I love. Everybody. This might be the best podcast I've ever done. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.